that sound, Paul. That sound. There it is. Good morning. And uh, I don't know if you can hear me. Can you hear me? I hear you. I hear myself. Might want to get that mic a little bit closer to that uh, constantly. All right. Around. How's that? A little there bit better? There you go. All right. Well, good morning, everybody. Welcome to Weir Street here in Hempstead, Long Island, New York, for, believe it or not, the 68th annual Hempstead Invitational Drill. Well, you were at that first one. What was that first one like, Lenny? How, how different was it? <laughs> Not quite. But we may want to throw out a, uh, a trivia question. How many state drills have been hosted here yeah. at Weir Street? Uh, anybody here on site and they look at their program will have the answer. But for those of you at home, think about it a little bit. We'll give you the answer in a little while. Okay, let's get started. The first event will be the three-man ladder event. The state record is 6.00 held by West Sable at the Clayton Track in 1998. First team on the line will be the East Farmingdale Hares. All right, so the guys are working out some uh, technical issues, but I can hear you guys, so I'm assuming right. that's going over the air. And I can hear you loud and clear. Okay. All right, East Farmingdale's coming to the line just to give you a little rundown. We're joined by Lenny Gombert, of course, Fred Benz of Anger running the board back there, trying to put this all together. Jack Cloudman and uh, Twan Simone. <laughs> oh. If you talk louder, you can hear it over you my got mic. <laughs> you got to turn that mic just on. got to yell. Maybe batteries. But. Now we're not going to be able to talk a three-man either. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're getting ready for the drill. East Farmerdale is going to take their spot on the line. Didn't run in the CIA fight. Trying to get one in before the state tournament, I imagine. And the drill has started. Clean start. First man, second man, third man on. No, now the second man goes through the ladder about one-third of the way up. And he completes it. Nope. Now they complete the Third man, nowhere shot. to go. Couldn't mount. Almost got dangerous there. No time for East Farmingdale. Third man did not have his foot on the starting line. Oh. That's uh, it's racing 101. Yeah, you know, we used to joke about what do you do when you're on the back of the truck. Well, first thing, you know, put the coupling in your hand if you're running. Number two, get on the truck. In three-man ladder, be put your foot on the line. Least your toe. Yeah. And then go. So the officials on their game this morning watching everything, as they should be. Two weeks to go to the state, so, uh, I mean, they're getting ready to... To have their big if day you're as an well. official, can I just ask you guys a question? If you're an official, you see the guy doesn't have his line. North Linden Hurst piston knockers. What did you say, dude? Put your foot on line. She's a drill there, I'm sure. Um, looking to do very well in. Well, knockers are, are the all-time leader in victories. Is that correct here? With, I believe, 11. 11 victories here at the uh, Hempstead Invitational. So. For those that know the history, they used to practice here quite a bit. Sure. And. <laughs> Again, not all of uh, the Long Island competition is here. Obviously, the upstate teams that think that, where are they, Spenceport today? Yes. But uh, Western area. You got mostly Nassau County here. You have North Lindy, East Farmingdale. I'm not sure how many other Suffolk teams. Uh, but mostly uh, the pride of Nassau coming out today. Just, just to touch on that, it's interesting. Some of the Suffolk teams, if they're not going to come to these two tournaments, you, you got a three-week break before the state tournament. Yeah, I, I was going to talk about that a little bit today. You know, like some teams are coming today, some teams are going to go next week. Um, but you're right, some teams are not coming at any. What's, teams are not coming at what's your feeling on that, Paul? Because the racing to me, racing at Merrick, and no disrespect to them, or mm -hmm. no Belmont, but the week before the state, yeah. you know, if you have mechanical issues or whatever, which you can have in practice, yeah. I get that, but I don't know, physical issues, a guy gets hurt. I think I'd rather see it happen here at Hempstead two weeks. Yeah, to the state that one week. I'm, I'm going to differ on a little bit because I believe that Merrick's track is very similar to Lee Transit's. Okay. And if you're really, you know, you're trying to go in that direction, if you're a competitive team, I think, you know, you get a real good sense of where you're at. So that's, you race on that track. that's really... Attention, please. North Lindenhurst will get a rerun. 
Well, they're going to be wow. really happy about that. Wow. Technical failure. Technical difficulties. Up Next team on the line. The buttons, but Huge development already. Merrick Buckeyes, yeah. Freeport Nighthawks. That could change the whole drill. Is, well, you know, is there some kind of judgment on a non-competitive uh, on a That's only the cold light. Okay, okay. Because if the, if the lights are the final tally is all out of sync, then it's different. Okay. Hi, Merrick. Third man on. Make his way to the top. Third man in Clean at 450, shot. yeah. Time for Freeport Merrick, 7.16, 7.16. Next team on the line, the Levittown Rebels. So we just heard, I'm uh, sorry, Paul, Freeport Merrick, uh, hats off to the dead-end kids. Uh, taking the old-fashioned state. Yeah, the dead-end kids last night, congratulations for winning the old-fashioned state drill. Their eighth overall championship on the old-fashioned circuit, now nice. one behind the Rockville Center with the Rockville Center as one nine. And it's the first dead-end champ, dead-end kid championship since 1999. A little bit of time there. Yeah, I, I saw some pictures. I mean, they have a huge team. Looks like the Bayshore Juniors out there. <laughs> Who, by the way, came in third now? <laughs> they struggled after a four year. Alright, looks like the first man for Levittown got out early. Ooh. That didn't feel good. Is that you, Twan? And one, two. Now he's up, and Levittown's completed the contest. Third, third man in, just over five flat. Uh, not really time for the Rebels, 1-0.00. Ten flat. So Next team on the line, the Port Washington Roadrunners. Port Washington looking for a good day today. I mean, they're coming off a, a struggle at the CI invite, as are some other teams. You see East Ice up here today. They only got to run one contest last week, okay. so they're trying to throw down some numbers before they get to the state. And I think North Lindenhurst as well. I think North Lindy was a little disappointed with their ladder shots last week, and uh, here trying to make a little bit of a comeback on that. They're going to need it. They, they already got a big break with yep. that rerun. Yep. So, uh, well, three men not usually their strong race, but... Today, today they should be able to score some points. They should. It's not a big break unless you make the best of it, uh, Jack, so we'll have to see what they do with it. All right, Paul Washington. I don't know what the difficulty is. Looks like they're ready now. You guys got me? Hey. Hey. Good morning. You got the best sound around We're working. Juan is in the house. All right. Maybe the second man a little early. First man on, second man on, third man on. He's doing a nice job. Follow him to the top. He's there. He only got in at 441, though, Paul. Yeah. Also not port strong suit. Three-man ladder. Bonus points if they can score. Time for Paul Washington. 6.82682. Next team on the line, the Manhasset Lakeville Minutemen. Don't, don't throw away that 682 in a small tournament like this, right? That's oh, no, that, I'd say that the numbers in three-man ladder have not been, uh, no. not been too great this year, so. You get 15 teams racing, and you can put a six up as the first digit in three-man. You've got a good chance of scoring. Mm -hmm. Manhasset Lakeville. First and second place time's been pretty decent. It's 3-4-5 that's yeah, kind of been right. getting in with the high sixes, you know? Look at all the line the first guy has. Ugh. Oh, and he takes off early. He was almost over that line. And he's on. And he's gone. He's a good climber. He, he is. has to be like that. I might rearrange this lineup if I'm the... Yeah. I hear that's you. a minute, man. I hear you. I might put that guy third, no? He was... Well, you want your first guy steady, which is exactly what he looked like. You want your first uh, guy out of Time for the Manhasset Minutemen. 1-0.11. Correction on that. No time. Failure, grasp, and hold. Oh. Okay. 13.01. Officials are laying it down early. Really? It's a rule. <laughs> it didn't happen. It didn't happen. That's it. Got to be the same for everybody. 
So North Lindy on their rerun here, yeah. trying to make good on a, a fortunate uh, situation. I like what North Lindy's doing here. You know, a three-man ladder, this is a contest. You get a rerun, you want to go out and run the shot On the line for their rerun, the North Lindy Hurst Piston Knockers. Whereas other events, maybe you wait to the end. Three-man ladder is all about being warmed up and ready to go. And, you know, you got to run the entire time. So I like that they're going right away right here. 682 by the Roadrunners, number to beat. Clean start. First man now is on and gone this time, so it's worked so far. Ducky Fowler following up, and they're going to complete the shot. That's going to capitalize. That's going to grab something. Ducky's in at 428. Um, I think they're going to they're going to take first place, but not by much. But again, any points out of that uh, compared to where they were 10 minutes ago, yeah. they're in great shape. Mm -hmm. Time for the piston knocker, 6.78. Yep. 678. Snuck in there. Next team on the line, the Oyster Bay Teddy, Teddy's boys. I, I heard you talking about North Lindenhurst winning this drill 11 times, you know. Yeah. If you look at all the teams that have won, <laughs> I mean, you got the Yellow Hornets, the Flying Dutchman, and the Hobos. None of those three teams are here. We have West Hempstead and North Lindy, the only two teams that have won it in the 2000s. So if neither of those two teams win today, we're looking at a new team to add to the list. The last team besides those five, St. James Wildcats, 1989. I hear you. <laughs> They're not around today either, are they? No, I don't think they're here today. Here comes uh, Oyster Bay. First man, second man, third man now oh, with a little bit of momentum. Second man hesitates, but just slows up that third man a little yeah, bit. Third man on a 455, and, and he got slowed up a little bit. Time for Teddy's boys, 8.05, 8.05. Next team on the line, the call plays Frogs. A lot of talk about the Frogs all year long. You know, this is a, this is a day where, you know, maybe they can... Put together a string of good shots. You know, <clears throat> again, we've all been watching this sport a long time, and it's nice to see a team progressing and, 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 and moving along. And the Frogs, we've seen that the last couple of years. Trying to hop to the front of the competition. And there it is, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> One hour early, and this guy's on his game. Looks <laughs> <laughs> like maybe Mike Geddes breaks the light. As the first man on, on, third man on, now second man stumbles. And I have trouble at the top. You know, I'd like to, I'd like to thank North Lindy and West Hempstead are the two favorites here today. Time for the Frogs, 9.64, 9.64. Next team on the line, the Westbury Turtles. But you never know. You know, you got East Islips here today. I, I think, was Kopega post-entry today? Yeah, Kopega. So, I mean, they're a team that could put themselves on the list of, that goes back all the way to the, uh, you know, early 50s, late 40s. Much like those other teams, I think Kopeg needs a good day today. They had a real difficult uh, tournament out at Central Islip as well. And I could see North Belmont making some noise today. Yeah. What about Hicksville? Hicksville? Yeah, yeah, this is an opportunity for some teams to get a little bit of momentum. And then that self-confidence, again, two weeks before the state. Say, hey, we can run with these guys. Right, your Westbury Turtles up next. 6-78. First man struggling now. Second man struggling, and it's not going to come close to the 6. And it's finished. Nope. Now it's finished. <laughs> Time for the Turtles. 11.60. <laughs> I don't know what East Isop's running. I would imagine B and C hose and maybe nothing else. Hey, I was thinking that too. Just hoses. I just overheard a um, transmission from the officials that sounds like Copeg has permission to run last. Which will keep this race in. Next team on the line, the Hicksville Hicks. All right, pretty wide open for the Hicks here. 678, 682, 716. 
is third place. And then we're in the eights. Something I always like to see, the ladder holders wiping off the rungs as, as high as they can reach anyway. And I said it all day, sorry, Lenny, I said it all day last week at CI, the fully staffed Hicksville Hicks. I see their regular ladder team here. Good start last week. Here, here's their three-man shot. First man, second man, third man. He doesn't have a lot of room, but he's making his way. I mean, did the best he could, basically carrying two guys on his shoulders up the ladder. But Literally at the end there, Paul. Didn't really slow down. Time for the Hicks. 7.007 flat. Got in at 4.19 for the third man, and you're right. He, he literally, his shoulder bumped the second man right as he was getting yeah. to the top. I mean, you, you get those two guys out of the way, it's a whole Next team on the line, shot. the North Belmore Rinky Dinks. So the seven flat third place right now. Yep. Two sixes, a seven, and a seven sixteen. North Belmore, they ran a six last week, right? Three men? Yeah. Good, three men? The aforementioned Rinky Dinks looking to put up a shot right here. Um, I think the six, seven, the eight, I think, is first. is doable yeah. for them. And they know it. Good start. Third man out first. He's charging hard. First man, second man, third man's on. He's got some mo carrying to the top. It's going to be close. 422 in. I, I'm thinking nice third. Number. I'm thinking third place, guys. Yeah. A six. Time line. for North Belmore. Yes. Seven point zero eight. Seven oh eight. So fourth, yeah. Next team on the line, the West Hempstead Westerners. West Hempstead, of course, one of our favorites here to win it today. <clears throat> I was talking a little bit this morning with uh, Gerard, their third man, about. You know, some things uh, about running this contest, and I told him, let it rip, keep your head up. <laughs> it's a pretty good guy Put up to a listen shot. to, Gerard. Pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> Twan. You know, it's a contest that, you know, when you start to think about it, you kind of can get into a funk, and I don't know if he's dealing with that, but let's see what the shot he is. Good so start. Yeah. First man, second man, third man. This is the prettiest shot by far. And that's going to be your first place shot. Way to be, Gerard. That's so, a big yeah. shot for him. He yep. was going through a little bit of a funk this week in practice, he was telling me, and... Time for West Hempstead, 6.46. He told me he'd be happy with a 6.4, and there it is. Well, next team on the line, the North Merrick Stump Jumpers. He, he was saying, you know, wh what do I look at when I run down the track? And I said, how do you run normally? You know, <laughs> look up. Question. Look up. Well, because people were telling him to look down at the ground. And I would never, Ooh, ever, would ever that? recommend rough. that anybody look down when well, they were running. He got That's in at rough. He yeah. got in at 428. I, I don't do know. That. So, I mean, look up, go off the person in front of you. There it is. You said 428. I mean, yeah. I bet he could take a tenth off of that. And yeah. I, I think today maybe there was a little bit more of, hey, let's finish the shot. But They gave him a ladder, and he, yeah. and he excelled. It's a that's, shot that he needed. That 646 is good for a state drill. Yeah. It's not just good I for today. Take, I would take that Absolutely. Shot. Yeah, nice shot, West Hempstead. North, North America. Third man's catching the second man on the ground. First man now slips, and third man is on. But... Stop dead in his tracks. You talk about getting that run in a state drill, guys. You know, it's a little different starting at 11 than starting at 8. Or at, what is it, 9 now? Um, yeah. But a little Hempstead, difference. In a Hempstead state drill, I yeah. would take a 646 all day long. Yeah, with this <laughs> Lily, with on a sunny day, right? On a sunny for North Merrick, 13.86. 1386. <laughs> Maybe it's okay to put your head down on a <laughs> 64. <laughs> that's a good pump shot here, too. Park, termites. <laughs> you take a 64 here, motor pump. I knew I'd park. You know, you speak of the sun, you know, the third man here is wearing a pair of glasses, and you, you see that every now and then at this track. I know Mikey Mara's done it before, yeah. you know, and so it's a strategy. Let's see if it works for them. You see the third man asking the official, is my foot on the line or no? <laughs> <laughs> he did. I, personally, I'd never want to run with sunglasses, but yeah, I, I guess if Mikey Mara can do it, right? 
First man looked like he got out a little bit early. Third man booking, but the first oh. man really hits. You heard it. Oh, he yeah. goes through again. He hit so hard, the second man actually had to run past the ladder a little bit, he as you're watching on the video. Shin bone on rung on that one. He'll be wearing that uh, bruise for a couple of weeks. 481 in, but it really is. Time for the termites, 12.04. 12.04. Roslyn will be coming Next up team on the line, the Roslyn Highlanders. 646, 678. 6.82, 7 flat, 7.08. Mm -hmm. Look at the footwear on this ladder holder, Paul. How do you describe that? That's different. Does that mean his great-grandfather wore those racing in the 20s like or right? something? Hard to describe, folks. They are. Almost look like boxing shoes. <laughs> on the ladder holder? That's a great <laughs> observation. Holder. How do you notice that? I mean. <laughs> they stick out, not right, Paul? You're yeah. looking at it? He's got a size 27 foot. <laughs> and he's got the, the pants taped up a little bit so they're not flashy. Hi, Roslyn's off. 7.08. Methodical, but no slip-ups. I don't know if it's going to be in there, but... 4.49 in. Third man right next to the second man when they touched. Time for Roslyn, 7.49. 7.49. Just outside the top five, and we're going to go with Kopech now, who's running out of turn. I guess they were waiting for somebody. Don't forget about Kopech, no. last year's three-man ladder state champion. With a Running out of time will be the Kopech Yellowbirds. I don't know if they're still waiting for somebody and they didn't show up, but was, third uh, man's there. You, know, you, you mentioned last year's state. They, they really let us know we were going to have a heck of a day. I mean, we were talking about it was a three-way tie at the time for first. They came down last and blew that, that time away. So. Yeah, beat it by almost a tenth. So it just it just made or maybe over a tenth. on, the whole drill was exciting. And that put them in a position to be on the line of buckets with yep. a chance to tie for first in the state drill. That's the way it turned out. Uh, good start. 6.46. On, on, on. Good momentum. 4.34 in, Paul. Don't think it's going to catch a 46. No, I think it'll be second. Yeah, they put it in the 6.3s a few times this season. But it doesn't look like it there. Time for the Yellowbird. 6.60. 6.60. Good enough for second place. West Hempstead's going to take first. Uh, North Linderhurst on the rerun is going to get three points. And Paul Washington of 6.82 will have two. And seven flat by the Hicks is going to pick up a point. And big three points there by the Piston Knockers. Yeah. Uh, you know, getting that rerun helped them for sure. But, you know, Kopeg Yellowbirds, their name is not on the scorecard in terms of a past winner of this tournament. That four points right there is going to loom large. We'll see. Obviously, a lot of racing left to go. But if it's not West Hempstead or North Lindenhurst today, we could be looking at a <laughs> a new winner of this contest for the first time since the St. James Wildcats in 89, right? Speaking of West Hempstead and North Lindenhurst, let's see how big that uh, three points is down the, down the road if uh, I think how much that comes into play. It's going to be huge. And, you, you know, you folks at home listening, uh, any of you that have come to tournaments, sometimes... A rerun messes you, you know, really screws you, mm -hmm. and sometimes it's to your advantage, and North Lindy made it to their advantage today. Um, Move the equipment. They've had their share that have, that have screwed them, too. So yeah. We all have. You take the good with the bad have. with three. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. I'll tell you, Twan, if it's not those two, and you want to talk about a team that's here actually participating, you, you got to go all the way back to 1976. When turtles. The, when the Westbury Turtles win this drill. And then Hicksville, I believe, won in 49. The wow. first ever Hempstead Invitational Well, then you got Port. Port, right. Port won a couple times yep. in the early 70s. Yep. So, again, West Hempstead, North CI, Belmont. West Sayville, Hempstead, and North Lindenhurst, the, the five teams to win this drill since 80, since 90 on. But, yeah, let's we'll see what happens, man. It'll right. be interesting. Listen, I threw out a trivia question at the beginning of the race, so I'll give you the answers, and then I'm sure Fred wants to go to commercial. Um, how many state drills have been held here on Weir Street in Hempstead? Uh, if you guessed nine and a half, <laughs> you are correct. 
Uh, obviously, uh, State Drill, what was the year again, guys? When it, when 06. 06. was half here, yeah. It was uh, upstate, and then we got rain, and they finished it here in Weir Street. So. 78, 80, 85, 93, 97, 05, half of 06, 09, and 13. Oh, a great racing historian. And soon to be 2017. With All that, right. we're going to throw it to the commercials live on top of the yard. Champs at in by 2016. We'll be back in a minute. The Bill Fox Company has been in business over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for the past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and the Yellow Hornets, as well as the Firefighter Combat Challenge Competition. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demo, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 43rd year of publishing, they are honored to be the official publication and online coverage of the New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The 2017 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 18th and 19th at the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. The new venue was a huge hit in 2016. It's bigger and better, and 2017 will deliver many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product line and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Attention firefighters, are you still tracking your SCBA cylinders using paper and pencil? Stop the insanity and get the CAT Cylinder Accountability Tag System from Coastal Fire Systems. The CAT makes refilling cylinders simple and easy, ensuring that your members never overfill a cylinder or fill one with an expired hydrostatic testing. Let the CAT system handle the wrecking keeping, inventory, alerts, and OSHA paperwork for you. There's only one place you can get the CAT system, and that's Coastal Fire Systems. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com for details and information. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Titan Group is back, supporting drill team racing after a strong off-season of our own. Our new headquarters, now located in Bohemia, Long Island, is now fully equipped with an in-house screen printing operation, coupled with our embroidery setup that you've come to trust. Become a member of Team Titan to take advantage of our new custom team website ordering system. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing and search Titan Group DTR on Snapchat to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. With 20 years of experience, 
in the apparel industry coupled with 20 years of racing experience. We know what you need. Pants, jerseys, jackets, helmets, we've got it all. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind on the arch or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up, get on, the Titan Group. Not every evolution and vehicle rescue technology costs tens of thousands of dollars. The Beluga Glass Cutter finally makes windshield removal quick and safe, and fire departments can add the Beluga Glass Cutting Kit to their rescue setup for only $5.95. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com to check out the Beluga in action. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course, those famous Fatty's Wings. Integrated Wireless Technology is proud to be part of the 2016 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets and sound-off signal emergency lights. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom-engineered radio solutions, licensing assistance, dispatch solutions, and top-notch reliable service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. Coastal Fire Systems is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams, Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RAT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyatt's Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves, as well as the future in thermal imaging technology. Coastal is also the one-stop dealer for Petzl, Scott, CMC, and Colorado Bailout Systems, along with professional training to keep your members sharp and meet New York State requirements. For more information, check them out at www.coastalfiresystems.com. Rosenbauer Fire Apparatus is proud to be named as the exclusive fire apparatus manufacturer of New York State drill teams. Rosenbauer is the number one manufacturer of fire trucks on the planet and the industry leader in the next generation of reliable safety evolutions like the Smart Aerial Control System. If your department is considering an apparatus purchase, start the conversation with the local team at Eagle Fire Equipment and ensure top-notch service with their partners at Nassau Fire Apparatus. Call area code 855-222-1075 or like them on Facebook. Sable, Flying Dutchman, with a time of 4.82 at the Riverhead track in 1998. They also hold the uh, Hempstead track record. West Sable, 489 in 2008. That's a heavy number, brother. Yeah. Yeah, there's not too many B-ladder records that uh, West Sable doesn't have. Yeah. How about just ladder records in general? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to get in the first four team eights, on the line will be the East Farmingdale Hare. There's only been maybe five, six, four eights in the history of B ladder. And you're talking B ladder records, Paul. You're not just talking modern time. You're no, talking, yeah. You know, going way back to Warren's days. Oh yeah, no, the, no doubt. Retired records, so all that stuff. All right, East Farmingdale is going to come to the line. Hey, if you get a chance, the West Hampstead Westerners are uh, selling T-shirts. All the proceeds are going to go to the family of uh, Jonathan Perot and and himself. Who's uh, hopefully listening today? Just let him know we're thinking about him. Yep. You know, some good good words have been spoken about how he's doing, and we're all happy about that. But uh, we continue to wish for a speedy recovery to Jonathan. Yeah, get well, John. It's a nice so. shirt too. It's uh, Westerner blue. Got the lettering in white. Fifteen dollars. Go over by the uh, food tent. You can get one if you're listening at the, sta- the stadium. The stadium. The track. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> wow. Here comes his ball. Get the break. 
They're out. Oh, they got a long way to go. He is. Oh. Don't even climb that. You're not making the arch, my friend. I'm having shades of the Henrietta Old Henry. Yeah, Ooh, he is right here. Call, no time for East Farmingdale outside the safety zone. Rule 13-02. That ladder was going to have a tough time hitting the bottom of the arch. It had a rope written all over it. It was about a foot short of the uh, yellow safety line. Now, Henrietta was further out than that even, but... Uh, what flashed through my head. He was on and gone. Too. Yeah, he was ready to go. Yeah. He actually went, stopped, went a couple more as he's thinking about it. Am I going to make this? And then... Uh, so you're saying he's a little smarter than Josh Marshall? <laughs> yeah, a little just, or, he, or he can hear better when his guys yeah. are telling him no, no, no. Yeah. So uh, he's on the line, the North Lindenhurst Piston Rockers. Definitely made a quicker, better decision <laughs> right there. Yeah, track awareness is important in this yeah. contest. And you, and you heard them yelling no, no, no. Yeah, yeah. So it's good to see that. I, I, don't, I don't know that I would have jumped off the ladder, no. you know. You don't want to do that either. Yeah, but. Don't get hurt doing that. I mean, you might as well yeah. climb the whole thing and hit the rope yeah. at that point. I North Linderhurst, we mentioned it last week. Since the state drill last year, probably the best B ladder team consistency-wise. Ran a 5.02 here at the at the Joe Hunter drill. A couple 5.1s this season. Little off, little off track last week. Here they come. In the break, they're off. Straight to the ground. Ducky Fowler's on. He's eating it up, and he's there. Man, they got to like that shot. 2-6-0 in the Let's ground. See. I got 5-1. He got catapulted. He definitely caught the whip. Time First three steps. Winners, five. Point one zero five ten textbook. Need nice a little shot. bit more excitement on the five ten if you ask me. I hear you. Freeport Nighthawks combined. If you're asking me, that was a little bit of a time, right? Five yeah. ten. Yeah, you got to run a five zero if you want to beat him today. Five so ten. five ten's heavy. That's, that's that's you know what we we talked about the shot from West Hempstead going to the state drill for three man. North Lindy, if they can videotape that and send it in next week, they take it. Take it. Absolutely. <laughs> Talk about statewide. The only other team to run a 5-0 this year is the Iceland Bulls. Last week, 5-0-8, and it's and obviously North Lindenhurst. So, West Hempstead's yet to do it. Port Washington. I don't. Did West Sable do it at, at Lindenhurst this year? I know they ran a good. No, it was a 5-13. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. But I'm telling you, that shot looked real pretty, right, Lenny? I mean, yeah. perfect yep. spot in the track to put it down. Caught the whip, and he completed the race That's real it. nice. No hiccups at all. Textbook. Here comes the Buckeyes. They're off. They send that ladder right to the ground. He's on. I like, oh. I like where they put it in the ground, Paul. Me too. A couple of feet over that yellow line. Get it down so he can start climbing. They just didn't have the same momentum. If you look no. at North Lindenhurst, they American carry that run through. 6.80. 6.80. In the ground at 3.09. Next team so on the line, the Levittown Rubble. About a half a second slower than North Lydian. That's what you're talking about, that momentum, giving that climber those first couple of easy steps before he's really got to start working. Also, as a, as a climber, Twan, you don't want to go up slow and then get slammed in on the way down. Right. So 100 miles an hour. Yep. Lost his hands a little bit, I think, on the on Jack, the I thought you were going to give us an opinion when you said as a climber. I was like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> I got some foggy memories, but that's definitely one I would remember. Personally, I didn't want to do that myself. But. Twan, when those happen and you're about halfway up, I know you're having major conversations with yourself and they go through in a blink of an eye, but you, you have to be saying this is going to suck. Yeah. <laughs> you embrace for impact, you know. Guys, at the beginning of this event, we said uh, we're talking about four eights. I said there are about five or six statewide in the history of B-Ladder. Mikey Mara texted me saying that he believes <laughs> West Sable's got about 11 of them. So that would make 11 for West Sable. You throw in one by uh, Johnny Short. So we're looking at 12. So thanks for the correction there, Michael. Levittown. They're off, and they go straight down, though. The, the truck had slowed down its momentum, but he's on. He's making his way to the top. Oh, he just hiccups at the top. He really gets oh, he's now get we it missed, no time. Now he missed twice. So three fifty. It's almost like he lost complete control of his own. No time for the Rebels. Failure to grasp and hold Route 1302. Yeah. 
strange at the top, Lenny. I don't yeah. even know how to explain kinda it. Kind of missed once, then he went to jump again and just didn't have it's enough. It's almost like his it. arm stopped working. I thought the um, the first effort was maybe not even an effort, and they uh, were they looked like they were going to red flag him. Next, he might line the pull up really Washington missed. Roadrunners. Then he really tried and really missed, so that, that cleared it up. Yeah. Ah, right, we just talked about Port. Yeah. 682, two points in three-man ladder. They need to keep the momentum going. And we also just talked about um, Michael, you know, giving you some more information, Twana. Yeah. Another great historian of our sport, Michael I mean, Mara. I mean, you talk about 11 4 eights from that team. There's been 74s, 74s in B-Ladder in the history of B-Ladder. And to have, I guess, 12 of them 4-8, you know. It's a, it's a decent chunk out of the 70, but definitely an elite chunk. Now I know I'm old because I remember the first one. Uh just amazing. We talk yeah. about it a lot. We talk about, I know we're Sean always up here. Yeah. But, CI um, invite in 84. To say there's 70 of them now. Yeah, well, I mean, Michael's got 45 of them. Not West Sable. He'll, he'll tell me to say West Sable. West Sable's got 45 <laughs> of them. Well, plus Billy's is 46. Well, Billy's so. in there, yeah. All right, Paul Washington. They put it right in the ground. Kyle, ooh, just loses his second step. Second step is important. What'd you get in the ground? That's a tough one. 279, about two feet over that yellow safety line. Like you said, they put it down nice. Time for the Roadrunner 7.18, 718. I think you'd like to see it a little warmer Next than 279. In that spot. I think, I think, in fact, the fact that it wasn't as warm as they maybe expected it to be, they didn't go down together. The ladder yeah, did crooked. go up straight, but it went it was going crooked, and I don't know if that had anything to do with Kyle's steps. He mounted, but it looked like that second step. Yeah. yeah. But that's like anything in this sport. You know, it's not always going to be picture perfect, and the, and the athletes have to adjust to what's delivered, whether it's from the driver or the diggers or, or whatever. Always tough to adjust to a slower dig time, though. You know, your feet are in different spots, and you're going to make your own mow a little bit. Maybe that's what happened there. Who knows? They have two weeks to get the rust out or one more week, if you even want to call it rust at this point. But they'll be there. 510, 680, 718. The three completed shots in this contest. Vanessa Lakeville on the line. They've been given the white flag. Wide open for Manhasset. Maybe they can get a little bit of momentum. They put it right over the old line. Now he's struggling to get up there. They had a lack of momentum as well, but he's at the top. That was almost identical to what Paul Washington yeah. did. It was 290. A little bit over Five the line. Two feet over the line. 7.23. 7.23. And a little bit crooked. Next <laughs> the line, the Oyster Bay Teddy's Boys. Yeah, I think that might have been out of the safety zone. That ladder made a left turn uh, halfway up. Somebody must have pulled it in. I think they lunged a little bit to get in the patch as well. All right, Oyster Bay Teddy's Boys. We'll talk about the Teddy's Boys after the county drill, right? Had a good day that day. Trying to make their way back into be a consistent racing team in terms and of showing up all the time. And if you saw on GroupMe, they put a picture of them running sea ladder, a video of it. And I saw that, right. Pretty decent fundamentals. Looks like the climbers got some speed, and it's just a matter of honing it and putting a shot up in a tournament. See what they Teddy's boys can do here. Run any number, it'll get you in fifth right now. Only four numbers <laughs> up there, but obviously... Probably, probably not just their goal. If, you, if you're the Teddy's boys, well, what's your what's your goal right now? Obviously, you know, 510 yeah. way outside your your box, but 590. Run a five. Five, yeah, right? Run a five. Load into fives, and you're yeah. probably getting a trophy. Yeah. All right, here come those Teddy's boys. <laughs> 
They are not. They are oh. And they do a nice job actually catching the ladder wow. so it doesn't end up breaking. That's because I don't know if that ladder is even catching the rope. No time for the Teddy's boys outside the safety zone. That's one of the furthest zero two. What do you think? Digs I've ever seen outside the what safety zone. What is that, zone. Jack? Three, three and a half feet? You think? You, Next you got on the line, the call yeah, plays fast. Maybe more than that. I was going to say maybe more like five. Great track awareness by young guys on the back of that truck, though. They immediately stopped it from going up towards that ladder. So, But, yeah, it, three feet, easy. Yeah, he, he, started, easy. he started that break way, way too You know, I'm, I'm actually going to give the diggers credit because as a digger, your job is, you know, rip that ladder out, go straight down. They did that. That was nowhere near their fault whatsoever. Yeah. That's where they were put. That's where they put the ladder. So credit to the diggers for that. And it's still only went in at 299. So the truck. Maybe if they had a veteran job. driver, they'd be able to put it in the right spot. Oh. Week. Carl you know, Place on the line. Look you know at that. listening. <laughs> <laughs> now, Carl Place, talk about wide open. Talk about running a five. If I'm Carl Place, I want to put up a 550 right here. Yeah, look. Five, smooth shot. They put it in the fives over the past year or so, 582 at the track at Labor Day in the 20, at the end of last season. I'm looking on their website at their team summary. That comes under the summary for this year. I'm not sure why. But you know, but you got to start showing improvement. You can't stick around with that 58. So throw it to the wind right here. Oh, they lunge big time, and they have a tough time. They're going to be outside the safety zone. Yeah. I'll tell you what. I, I thought, no you know. No time for call place outside the safety zone. Well, 13-02. This looked like the four of them slid. weren't together. Well, it's you like got, a truck slid. Well, that truck, I mean. Next I, team I, on the line, the Westbury Tento. If someone's saying, hey, pick a truck here today that you want to use as your B truck, that's not going to be my pick. But Sean Brody driving. The driver, I'll take. Sean yeah. Brody driving. I yeah. thought he drove it to the right spot. They yeah. probably slid and had a little bit too much mo. But those diggers have to learn to go down better than that. They stayed in the truck, and they followed the truck as opposed to hitting the ground. Now, Paul, I know you, you did some digging for a while, did a lot of throwing, a little bit of climbing. I'm not going to go too far there. But talk about just quick, when the run goes like that and the four guys aren't together, what it does to your body, I mean, it's it's painful. Yeah, it's a pain in the neck. Uh, leg, arm, back. The, lucky, <laughs> the, the luckiest thing that happened to them, it was outside the safety zone pretty quickly, and they didn't have to keep going with it. Yeah. So this is, uh, again, these ladder events, all four guys have to be in unison or, or it can be But if I'm the call place flog, Frogs, I'm going back and I'm looking at that tape. I, I think that's a digger issue right there. I, I really do. Know, I, did, I didn't really see if the throw and the climb had the ladder up high in the back. I, I, I wasn't really paying attention. But, yeah, if, if, if they did, then it's definitely a digger. Body language with the diggers, it just didn't look like they were ready to, to do their the job necessary to put the ladder in the ground. Westbury Turtles. All right, they go down. Ladder goes up a little crooked. Now he's climbing it. A little hesitation on his first step. 313 in the ground for the Turtles in a good spot, but it's going to be the time for the Turtles. 6.54. 654. It's third place right now. Fifth time of the day. Next team on the line, the Copeg Yellowbirds. So give you the rundown. 510 North Lindy, 654 by Westbury is the second place yeah. right now. Buckeye 680. We're on road run is 718, and then the Minutemen with a 723, about halfway through the contest. So 1.4 seconds separating first and second, which is just. And the Copeg Yellowbirds taking their spot on the line. Expectation is that Copeg would be able to run a pretty decent five. Yeah, I think the next handful of teams are all going to be able to do that. Looks like we got Copeg, and then pay attention if you're a fan of Hicksville and North Belmore. They're all coming up. And then West Hempstead. Yep, West Hempstead behind them. And that looks like a familiar B-truck behind them. Yeah. North Merrick. 
Uh, Kopech's been given the track. Four points and three-man ladder for the Yellowbirds. Again, we talk about maybe a new team getting on the back of the scorecard today as a winner. Four points had a three-man's big. They need to be ladder shot. He's on. He does get, definitely catches the whip. Oh, up at the top. He caught the whip. I thought the truck slid a lot, yeah. and I don't Those know. The Yellowbirds failed to grasp and hold the top rung. It wasn't optimal to be a really good B ladder time, but he caught the whip when they actually did go in the ground. But at the top, man, he just missed the 312 top. in Next the ground. on the line, the Hicksville Hicks. 312 in the ground, guys. Just short of the three-man ladder line, so a pretty good spot. He did catch the whip pull. When it slammed the arch, he even climbed through that. Yep. And then when he was going for his jump, he just he just lost it a little that, bit. And that 312 guy says it all, though. Yeah, I mean, yeah, if you're, yeah. t you're coming out here, you're not wanting to dig a 312. You're, you're 280 and under, oh, yeah. you know. We've talked about dig times and where they are these days compared in the past, but 312 at any time in racing, maybe go back to what, 50s, yeah, yeah. 40s? Maybe that was okay back then. And maybe not, I don't even Who know, knows? maybe. 280 might have been good back then. Yeah. All right, Hicksville Hicks. You guys still hearing me? Yeah, I hear okay, you. Okay, okay. Wide open for the Hicks outside of that 510 from North Linderhurst. Pulls out, gives him Moe. He's on three-man ladder line. Tell you what. That was a nice climb by Dougie with that track. With that truck, looked like, it looked like the truck slid. That ladder had a lot of speed. He was on and gone. Nice climb by Dougie. Time the for ground. the Hicks. 5.39. 5.39. I think we said the same thing last week. He yeah. turned in a run that was kind of a mess. That truck is sliding through. He bangs out. They get momentum. They dig right on the three-man ladder line. The ladder goes up twisted. And it's Next twisting. on the line, the North Belmore Rinky Dinks. It's twisting as he's, as he's climbing it. Yep. He does a hell of a job. Once again, I think that's two weeks in a row. Yep. Yeah. Following we, that ladder. And we've been talking about him that way for years, I think. Making a run out of something that wasn't perfect. Uh, Dougie does a nice job by the Hicks. He, he, he does a hell of a job. But I, I got to tell you, they're, they're working way too hard for a 290 dig, I, I think. On uh, yeah. Well, did you see the, well, the truck slid, so they never really had the most slowdown off the back of the truck. Right. And then he banged out and carried them with him. Because they just, you know how you yeah. get that transfer, that weight transfer mm -hmm. in the break. They didn't get that. Mm -hmm. Not at all. They won big ladder here last year in a, in a tie with you guys, Jack. 5.16. So, uh, and if that's the way the truck operates, uh, yeah. i got to bring that race back about three feet yep. and put them in a better spot. All right, North Belmore. They put a nice job putting it in the ground. Oh, nice. He just gets the top rung, but oh, I'll tell you. He almost lost it there, Paul. What'd right you get through the, the ground there, Lenny? 92. Yeah, they did a nice job. Time for the Rinky Dinks, 5.65. 5.65. Didn't carry the momentum. Next on the line, the West Hempstead Westerners. Didn't carry the momentum on the climb like you saw with, you know, Hicksville had no choice to get the momentum, but even Kopig. Just didn't have the mo. Then there's your five six. Jackie, you're a little closer to the to the arch there. I mean, it looked like he was losing it right at the top. He, he a, just yeah, got that top about, rung. About two steps, he had a little uh, little hesitation. I, I don't know if he lost his hands or the, you know he fought the ladder a little, but it was definitely a hesitation. He did a good job to finish up the climb. That was borderline uh, failure to grasp and hold, but nice job. Yeah, good good finish. Good finish there by Joey. You hearing me? I'm not hearing myself. Okay, sorry. It's a little crackly. Oh. So three fives on the board right now, 510, 539, and a 565, that one you just heard by North Belmore. Good chance of another one right here. West Hempstead Westerner has been given the track. Uh, John Doherty was replacing Jonathan. He's been doing a good job. In yeah, we yeah he did a nice job last week. Yep. Just going to say that. All right, here come the Westerners. 
With the break, man. Oh, man, he takes it right down. They give him great mo straight ladder. Nice job. 269 I in mean, the ground. That's a solid shot right just there. Just like North Lindenhurst. That's Five nice before away you hit the ground 5. like that. 5.20. 520. I think we get the ground, Lenny. North Merrick stunt jumpers. 269. I mean, if you look at that and North Lindenhurst's run, I think maybe Ducky's first three steps had a little bit more mo than Craig's. Hey, when you say a little bit, how about to the tune of one-tenth one of a tenth, second? Yeah, because maybe. that's the difference in the runs right there. I'll tell you what, though. You know, you said it with Darty digging. I mean, they're not... <laughs> these. Are, that's a big-time shot right there in the ground. That's a heavy number. He's. I'm not going to call him a backup anymore. He's your digger. You know what I mean? But that's technically, heavy. the way they... Yeah. I mean, that was picture-perfect. Yeah, it looked in good. In together, great mm -hmm. drop. They they, they they yanked it out of the, sh out of the chute mm -hmm. right to the ground, and that was straight ladder. I mean... You could you could mirror that with North Lindy's run. You wouldn't know who was who if you took out the players. Confidence boosting, not you know. I don't know that West Hempstead needs a whole lot of confidence, but talking to Gerard with that three-man ladder shot, and now a five-two with you know Jonathan out of digging, you know that that's. I'm switching guys. Not that they need it, but it's got to still boost their confidence a little bit, and that's big at this tournament. North America. Two weeks away from the state. Nice job. They were in a good spot. Almost on the safety rail. That is place. real close to that yellow. I'm I'm giving these diggers credit. The lad is crooked, but but the way they attack the ground after getting off the truck. Looks like they're going to get no a time for guys. North Merrick outside the safety zone. Rule 13-02. 284 in the ground. A little crooked. Next team on the line, a new Hyde Park termite. You About don't two feet over the safety line. So you in don't a good often spot. see a team that just comes out. That does it so well. I mean, how, how does the rule read? In other words, with the safety rail, where they just got tossed. I don't think they were on it initially, but as he climbed, it might have danced over and just tapped the pole. Is it? You can never touch it at any point. Yeah, I think it's a lot of touches it at all. Okay. Even, even after the shot. No. Even on the way down. Can't be after. I was. Once time is taken, right? Nah, it's yeah. over. After. Event's over. All right, two teams to go. What do we have? We have uh, five fives. Four fives. Yeah, four fives. Five ten, five thirty-nine, five. Oh, excuse me. Five ten, five twenty, five thirty-nine, five sixty-five. So the lucky dog right now, six fifty-four by the turtles. Here come the termites. That truck stopped well. Is it, uh, is it me or is it raining? I'm getting like water on me. <laughs> it's sunny. I'm getting water. Three oh nine in the ground. Time for the termites. Seven point one one. 7-11. I just got a little too full. Maybe it's coming off the roof. Shingles are hanging over here. What's uh, the deal with the uh, latest forecast? You know, we moved this tournament up an hour. Try to get ahead of the rain. Oh, it's raining, Lynn. Yeah, I just You're felt right. it, too. I look at the puddle. But this Next team on the line, Roslyn Highland. The sun's out. Doesn't look like it should be. Yeah, I mean, it's cloudy, but the sun is throwing shadows down off the arch and whatnot. That's interesting. But one more B truck to go here. B ladder. I'm sure we'll squeeze this in. If yep. it is a little... Uh, shower, it's not much. It's a couple of raindrops. I don't think it's going to affect the track at this point. Rosin, what a good opportunity. Run a five. Actually, you run, what, sub 654? Yep. And you got yourself a point on the board. Doesn't matter when it happens. You got to get started on your day somewhere. This is a good shot for a chance for Rosalind. Rosalind with the American flag flying high off their B truck. Showing some pride. I don't know if that would distract me on the back, though, where that is. If it hit you in the face, it would. Oh, it's <laughs> it off. The wind's blowing the other way, so that's fortunate. But not when the truck starts coming this we'll way. We'll see. Oh, you're right. You're right. <laughs> They're in the ground. He's on. Oh, it's, ooh, and that didn't feel good. Three thirty. Second step. 
3.30 in the ground, the old bicycling the, la- the ladder, it seemed. Time for Roslyn, 8.72, 8.72. Right, so, so that will conclude B ladder. And just quick, folks, while Paul's doing some math over here, uh, hats off to uh, Hempstead and our officials moving this thing along to try and beat these raindrops. They're really they're doing a fine job. Yeah, started an hour early, and uh, thanks, Lenny. 46 minutes in with two events in, so uh, still ahead of that 12 o'clock time. So. All right, North Linnerhurst, that 5-10, real nice shot is going to be your winner here in the B-Ladder contest. West Hempstead would have a real good shot of their own. 5-20 is going to get four points, and they're going to have a total of nine after two contests. Third place going to go to those Hicksville Hicks. 5-39, North Belmore, 5-65, and Westbury hangs in there with a 6-54 to put a point up on the board. So right now, as we said earlier, we said it would be a battle between North Lindy and West Hempstead, and it's 9-8. That's the battle right now. Two contests in. Yeah, and it's going to be a nice battle for the uh, Sham Trophy. That's a total ladder point trophy. Uh, dedicated back in 2006. So we have nine points for the Westerners, eight points for the Piston Knockers. Total points out of ladders. Kind of taking a page out of the Cav Trophies book, you know, that was donated with the State Drill. We have the Sham Trophy at the Hempstead Invite. So going to be a good race for that when we get back for some sea ladder. And I, I would say before we go to commercial, I mean, you know, if, you, if you're coming here to get confidence, West Hempstead right now has got to have some confidence. 6 4 five, 20. Yeah. I mean, two good shots. And if you're North Lindenhurst, after a, a not a good B-ladder week last week, 5-10, you're back yeah. in the game. So yep. there you go. Just what they were both looking for at this drill today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that 5-10, third fastest of the year, I'm going to say off the top of my head. You know, you got the 5-0-2 with the Hunter, that 5-0-8 last week by the Wolves, which is, I guess, the officially fast time, the official fast time. Um, and then the 5-10. Bunch of 5-1 sta- statewide this year, too. All right, Fred, we'll do a little business. I will be back. The Bill Fox Company has been in business over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for the past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and the Yellow Hornets, as well as the Firefighter Combat Challenge Competition. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 43rd year of publishing, they are honored to be the official publication and online coverage of the New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The 2017 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 18th and 19th at the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. The new venue was a huge hit in 2016. It's bigger and better, and 2017 will deliver many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product line and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. 
Attention firefighters, are you still tracking your SCBA cylinders using paper and pencil? Stop the insanity and get the CAT Cylinder Accountability Tag System from Coastal Fire Systems. The CAT makes refilling cylinders simple and easy, ensuring that your members never overfill a cylinder or fill one with an expired hydrostatic testing. Let the CAT system handle the wrecking keeping, inventory, alerts, and OSHA paperwork for you. There's only one place you can get the CAT system, and that's Coastal Fire Systems. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com for details and information. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Titan Group is back, supporting Drill Team Racing after a strong off-season of our own. Our new headquarters, now located in Bohemia, Long Island, is now fully equipped with an in-house screen printing operation, coupled with our embroidery setup that you've come to trust. Become a member of Team Titan to take advantage of our new custom team website ordering system. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing and search Titan Group DTR on Snapchat to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. With 20 years of experience in the apparel industry coupled with 20 years of racing experience, we know what you need. Pants, jerseys, jackets, helmets, we've got it all. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind on the arch or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up, get on the Titan Group. Not every evolution in vehicle rescue technology costs tens of thousands of dollars. The Beluga Glass Cutter finally makes windshield removal quick and safe, and fire departments can add the Beluga Glass Cutting Kit to their rescue setup for only $5.95. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com to check out the Beluga in action. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course, those famous Fatty's Wings. Integrated Wireless Technology is proud to be part of the 2016 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets and sound-off signal emergency lights. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom-engineered radio solutions, licensing assistance, dispatch solutions, and top-notch reliable service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. Coastal Fire Systems is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams, Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RAT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyatt's Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves, as well as the future in thermal imaging technology. Coastal is also the one-stop dealer for Petzl, Scott, CMC, and Colorado Bailout Systems, along with professional training to keep your members sharp and meet New York State requirements. For more information, check them out at www.coastalfiresystems.com. Rosenbauer Fire Apparatus is proud to be named as the exclusive fire apparatus manufacturer of New York State drill teams. Rosenbauer is the number one manufacturer of fire trucks on the planet and the industry leader in the next generation of reliable safety evolutions like the Smart Aerial Control System. If your department is considering an apparatus purchase, start the conversation with the local team at Eagle Fire Equipment and ensure top-notch service with their partners at Nassau Fire Apparatus. Call area code 855 222 1075 or like them on Facebook.
Uh, we're back. We're going to get ready for some uh, C-Ladder, but while we have a moment, I have a question for you guys. What a Tim Nasowitz, Daryl Ronaldo, Rich Cotty, Dr. Jen Tanzi, and Corey from Copeg all have in common. Anyone? I know, I know. They have, these are the previous winners of the Survivor Racing Pool run by the St. James Wildcats each year. They're, that racing pool will be happening again. Uh, if you would like a sheet, come up on top of the arch. We have them, $10 per entry. You can see Lenny. Uh, they'll be at the Bayshore Redskins camp is what I'm looking at. I think you could submit some online. The game, pick eight teams to win each contest at the state drill, and it's a survivor pool. If your team wins first, uh, scores score, points, score, 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 point. yeah, yep. you're, yes, are, you stay in the contest until a team that you pick doesn't score. $10 per entry. Multiple entries are encouraged, and this year the uh, proceeds are going to go to benefit Harry the Hat, who's dealing, of course, with some medical issues, and we hope uh, Harry gets well soon. Lenny, anything to add about where we can get a sheet? Uh, that, that sums it up today. Uh, no no Bayshore here today, so uh, anybody that uh, wants to get involved, I've got sheets up here on the arch. I'm waving now if you're here on the, the property. Come on up and see me. And then uh, next week, you know, I, I think we'll have representatives there. I believe Bayshore is racing there as well, and mm -hmm. some guys that used to be with the Wildcats racing with them, and uh, they'll hand out the sheets. And, again, all the proceeds are being given away these days, so... Uh, you know, it's for a good cause. Right. It's so a lot of fun. I doing think. a 50-50 type thing. 50% yeah. to Harry, 50% yep. to the winner. So good stuff. So Survivor Racing, St. James Pool, multiple sheets. Fill them out, ladies and gents. All right. With that, we have C-Ladder about to get started. East Farmingdale takes this spot on line, but given the white flag. Here they come. He's keeping it straight. Now he fades a little bit right, straightens it out. He's off before the cones in the hard break. Almost to a complete stop, which makes it really yeah. difficult as they're having a tough time getting that ladder to the arch, but it is now there. Yeah, that climber got no help from that drop, and they were a little deep as well, so he, I think he could have released them a little bit earlier, Paul. Hard to see the light, so dig times are going to be rough. Perhaps the officials can help us out. Time for East time. Farmingdale, 11.57. 11.57. Next team on the line, the North Lindenhurst Piston Knockers. If we could get a cone time, that would, uh, that would be great pass that on to the teams that 72 to the cones for okay. East Farmerdale right there. He was off a good 20-25 feet before he hit the cone. Yeah. North Lindenhurst coming up, sitting here with 8 points. They have two contests. I mentioned it earlier. Second place behind the West Hempstead Westerners who have 9. Mm -hmm. But more importantly, they're just looking to put up a, a, a state shot. Something they can carry them through because I don't believe North Lindenhurst will be attending North Belmore next week. So this would be their last sea ladder attempt before the state drill. In a drill. You know they're going to be practicing hard. Oh, yeah. Track's been given to them. Uh, revving it up, ready to go. All right. Straight line. He's off right at the cone. He's in the hard break. And he carries oh. them through. Ducky goes down. Yeah. Ladder's on top of him. Just, it did not seem like enough hard break. Exactly what I was going to say, Paul. It just wasn't hard where they could push off of it. And it's uh, like he hit the break, and then he banged out before it ever grabbed. You know, yeah. those wall wheels were still rolling right, forward. to the piston knockers. 17.49. 17.49. They finished the contest as here with a 17. But, yeah, Ducky went down pretty hard. The ladder ended up on top of him, but the guys never put it in the ground under the arch. 56 to the cone, but 
I thought he took it further to the cone than normal, Lenny. What did you think? I, I, I agree. Next team on the line, the combined team of Merrick and Freeport Buckeyes and Nighthawks. Down here where he releases them, and, and yeah. again, we've all run a little ladders, it looked like the truck almost pulled the guys down the road. Oh, and, yeah. and it seems like a weird thing, folks, but sometimes the truck rolls out without that hard brake that we spoke about, and it's almost like you're glued to the truck and you really can't get yeah. off. And I don't know that I like that. I didn't like the sound of the truck pulling out of the brake. It sounded like it was breaking up. Right. You know, carburetor issue, fluid issue. I was issues, about to ask you, thing, do you, you know? think that truck sat down after the cone? Uh, it didn't, it didn't look seem like, like it, it right? Say it seemed like they were carrying a lot of speed coming through the cones to the orange. So North Lindy, doing well in this drill thus far, is not going to add to their total here in ladders. They'll finish ladders with eight. What's the rule we're getting in overtime? How many teams? Uh, there isn't going to be. Oh, uh, 20. Here we go. Here comes Merrick. He's keeping it on a straight line. He's off about 10 feet before the cone. He's in the hard break. Let him go. That ladder was flat off the back of the truck, but they finally get it in the ground, and at the top, he finishes it. Thrower did not get it up. Looked like he might have stumbled a little bit. And one of the reasons why, he's got to let go of the handle earlier. Okay, you know, I missed that. That would be one thing he could do to correct that. He definitely was not in the optimum position to do his job on the early stages of that. Yeah, just a matter of getting Time's American Freeport, 10.94. Ninety-four. You know, as soon as that truck slows down. Next team on the line, the Levittown Rebels. That's the moment when you want that hand off the handle. It looked like the thrower was holding onto it all the way into the brake. And, you know, you got to get down underneath and ready to throw that ladder up. You know, so. I, I'd probably say it once a year. We're not, you know, saying these things to be critical right, of anybody. Right, exactly. We're trying to if they're observe listening, what happened. Right. And maybe it can help them if they watch tape or whatever. And hopefully they go back and listen to the replay of their yep. shot and they, you know, say, oh, what hey, happened, maybe you know. those guys were right. Or right. maybe they don't right, know what right. the hell they're Yeah, maybe. About. <laughs> it's all good. What you're saying, too, you know, once, once you get top-heavy and, and the top half of your body starts to lean forward, it's really hard to control what you're going to do, yeah, whether right. you're getting off at the hydrant nozzle, whatever it is. Yep. And by holding on to that handle just a little bit too long, yeah. it's just pulling you forward. Yeah. And we always said the head is the heaviest part of the body. Once the head starts going forward, same thing what you said, Paul, the rest of the body's going to follow it. Yeah, those two guys definitely didn't have the ladder up. No help to the diggers. Here comes Levittown Rebels. Kermit the Frog leading the yeah, way. He's keeping it straight. He goes over the cone, and he's going to go under the arch. <laughs> Kermit wanted to cover both eyes instead of just one on that shot. A You'd little be, bit deep. I don't think anybody out there would be surprised how those statements go together. Over the cone and under the arch. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. That's why the cones are there, right? Yeah. Well, as we all know, that there is a guide, but there aren't too many teams that with a, with a good truck. Time for the Rebels. The 17.96. 17.96. Again, that can take it over the cones with that much speed. Next team on the line, the Port Washington Roadrunners. And kudos to the driver. I mean, yeah, maybe a minor mistake uh, taking it over the cones, but not trying to release them and get a run out of it and having uh, Rebels splattered all Unless over they the were going to climb the backside of the arch, so there's no reason <laughs> to let him go. No. And that's, again, that's a good uh, decision he made. Port Washington, I mean, that, there's nothing up on the board. 10.94 is your, your leading time right now. Yep. Yeah, we lost you, Twan. Uh, you're right. The chance for them to get back there into it, two points in three-man ladder, nothing in B ladder. So they got a chance to hit big here and then uh, jump right back into it. Yeah, they need this shot here, gentlemen. 682, three-man ladder, 718 in B ladder. Couple, you know, couple eights over the past few seasons. Getting in the eight club back at the 2013 state drill, or maybe slightly before that, but. Talked about a little drizzle earlier. The sun's shining bright right now. Come on out to Hempstead. Support them and watch a good tournament. And still two minutes before 12 noon, I might add. Nice. Uh, we're all right. 58 minutes in. All right, comes Port. He's keeping it on a straight line as well. He's off about 15 feet. He's in the hard break. 
Let's him go. Kyle's eating it up all the way to the top, and he's there. Nice yeah. run on they needed everybody's that shot. part. That's good, a, good shot, but I thought he could have left him with a little bit more momentum down at the bottom. I don't know. I thought that truck stopped well. I thought Danny gave him a nice Time drop. Time for the Roadrunners. 9.06. You know. 9.06. I think it's they'll take shot. that. Yep. That's a good shot with a big Next number. on the line, the Manhattan Lakeville Minutemen. Yeah, it's a shot that Paul Washington needed on many levels. And it was smooth. You know, it was yeah. smooth. Mm -hmm. There was nothing... You know, crazy about it. All five guys doing their job, including yep. the driver, and it was just, it just was fluid. Not only is that a confidence booster for them, if they needed it, it, it also gets them back into this drill. With North Lindenhurst missing with eight points, that's potential five-point shot there that Port Washington just ran. Obviously, there's many teams that still have to run, but it's going to get them back in the mix here. So, Manhasset Lakeville, is that, Paul? Looks like Manhasset. Yeah, that is Manhasset. See what the Minutemen have. He Jack, you're a little more straight on. Does that truck look towed, toward the, towed <laughs> yeah. into the hydrant It's going to head to the hydrant, no, Jack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. I wasn't sure. I'm on the side of the arch a little bit. Coming right to us, Lenny. Let's see if he straightens it out real quick. Yeah, he does. Now he's letting the push down the middle of the course. A little bounce to it. Yep. He's off about 10 foot four to four in the hard break. Let's them go. They're inside three-man ladder line, and the climber has a tough time hitting that second step. A good effort to finish the run there. Nice hey, to finish your run right now. You still have an opportunity to reach yeah. the top Four, five. Yep. yep. Time for the Minutemen, 11-26, That would be currently third. You know, we, uh, especially I know I talk about a lot watching the, the climbers' faces and all. It's such a great place to be up here, and Jack's got the best spot right now. The best Next team on the line, Oyster Bay, Teddy's Boys. I think Fred did a good job. I understand one of the camera angles has the climbers right at the top of the ladder. So uh, hopefully if you're watching at home, you're, you're getting a taste of what we get to see week in and week out. Tuan, you talked about earlier how you had seen on the group each site the yeah. uh, Teddy's boys. boys running a little sea ladder. They're going to put it out here on the track right now. Yeah. Young guys, and hopefully we'll we'll see what they put it on Groupie. Hopefully they could, they could do it in the uh, in the in the contest right now. Again, no time in B ladder, but good track awareness or good good track IQ. Yeah, to take like a page out of Gorilla Monsoon's book there, <laughs> re re wrestling IQ, ring IQ. Thank, thought, you, thank you, Chris Murphy. For that the diggers <laughs> did a nice job going straight down, even though they're outside the, the safety area. They did their job. Yeah. Let's see what we can get here. And the throw and the climber knew not to climb, not to you know put the ladder up any further and then climb. So. Wide open right now, ladies and gentlemen. Beat a 10.94, you're in second place. Looks like he's doing a little bit of steering. Now he's inside the cone. Gives him inside the safety zone. Does a nice job mountaining. Have a job climbing. Uh, I'm telling got you, something going on right he, there, doesn't he? He's an athlete. The kid looks like he can climb. and let's, uh, There's room for improvement there getting down the track, but that was a good climb. Time for the Teddy's boys, 10.36. 10.36. I think that's got room for points on it right there, 10.36. Next team on the line, the Carl Place Frogs. You know, I, I don't watch his body English all that often. I did on that one watching Daryl driving. Notice he glanced over his left shoulder to get a bearing, I guess, where he was with the safety line and whatnot. Is that common for him? Uh, I don't remember seeing that. And kind of like my driver well, looking straight. Who knows what's going on? I mean, they're, they're relatively new running this contest, so... Uh, Maybe you know, maybe maybe it's just a comfort thing. Yeah, measuring himself where he is in the in the. Uh, but what were they in the ground, Len? I haven't been able to get. It's hard to right. see the light. Because I mean, there's a lot of room for improvement getting in that ground. But that climb looked good. Yeah, I, I thought. You, I thought. I mean, obviously, with with a new group of guys, I exactly. thought Daryl was taking it easy on him. Yep. But, yeah. yep. but man, yeah. the climber just has it. He's you know, you it. can see it when yeah. the guy got it. He's got it. 
and that. And how exciting is that when you have a climber that yeah. knows what he's doing? That old guy, you know, th that's a great place to start from, right, Lenny? Yeah. All right, here comes the Carl Place Frogs. Yeah. We talked to Sean Brody earlier. Mm -hmm. See what they can do. 10:36 by Oyster Bay is a second place shot behind Ports 906. Oh, something happened now at the start line. Something mechanical, apparently. No, I don't know if it's a. Uh, yeah, you're Carl right. Place is on a 20-minute breakdown. I heard him rev it. Yeah. Right. I don't want to just crap out on him, maybe. Just hope nothing's leaking. Yep. Yeah, so the oh, a lot of people running yeah. over there. A lot of teams oh, they're running going to push, push it off back. the track. Okay. We'll push it over to the other side. It's yeah, smart right. enough to do it. Yeah. Yeah, don't put it in the sea hose line, which they are not. Your don't attention, please. Would Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. I mean, going back to what you were saying about Daryl, Lenny, I mean, you're going from the Westbury Turtles, you know, Louie rig, right, to Louie truck. Yeah. I don't know what Oyster Bay has, and, you know, maybe there's still kinks they're trying to work out with that truck, mm -hmm. but... Definitely a little bit of steering coming down off the brake early, off the gas early rather. And yeah, like you said, looking over his shoulder. So yeah. not, he's not fully comfortable yet. No, and, you know, once he's there. He's got to get back in his flow. I mean, yeah, we talk exactly. about that. You hear about that in every sport. Yeah, yeah. You know, mm -hmm. uh, I, I just think he's really playing it safe. Could be. I mean, you know new guys on the track, it's a smart way to do it. You know, until those guys get a good feel of what, that's, what that run is like all the way down. But can't say enough about what we see out Next of the Next team on the line there. will be the Westbury Turtles. For those who want to know, I just got an update uh, from our own Fred Benzavanger on the weather. Looks like we're going to be good guys till about 3, 4 o'clock. Uh, the rain might roll in, so we should definitely be through, be hosed by then. And, hey, let's face it, we'll run the rest in the rain, and we got cover over our heads to heck with everybody else. <laughs> I heard many people were envious of us at Central Islip with all the rain that we got to be on the arch and, and stay relatively dry. You guys had some air to fill, man, after <laughs> I left. I saw that, you know. Yeah. Oh, they, they have the tops up in the stands, though. So yeah, that's right. And it helps. Is that a Chris Murphy tarp? Is that another innovation by Mr. Murph? 48 bucks to sit under it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't turn the bleachers this year, though. <laughs> that's but special. That's, that's only state drill, right? They do a nice job over there in CI. I almost consider this, you know, Hempstead facility the, the CI of Nassau. Um, you know, the amount of times it gets used, the amount of teams that get to use it. Uh, yeah, kept, we're trying to... up well, good drills. Mm -hmm. Made some improvements to the track over the past year. The parking lot all the way down at the sea hose line is completely repaved. We got a nice new drainage system here on the uh, in between the hydrant and the target. And now it's just a matter of can we get this track paved? And that's really it looks like it's going to be a go for the 2017 season. You know, hosting the state drill here next year, it'll and be how, ten and a half. How so. great would that be? I mean, then you got a track good for a good what ten years uh, at least, easy. right? Easy. I mean, this I mean this track was last repaved in 1993. Yeah. So. 20 years, easy. And then, then maybe on to the bleachers after that. So one go. thing at a time. All right, Westbury Turtles. They're making their approach to the cone. He's off from about 10 feet before he's got some speed. But now he's in the hard right. Let him go. Ladder goes in crooked. Oh, second step. There it is. He's real caught now. I think he's banging up against that uh, no time. But, you know, it's strange here. We've talked about this in the past about the arch. A lot of time the ladder hits the inner pole, not the outer yellow pole, but the inner black pole. Time for the them. Turtles. 12.74. 12.74. Definitely an anomaly uh, over here with that. Next team on the line, the Copaig Yellowbirds. <laughs> you know, because if that if, if that black pole's not there, it's hitting the yellow pole. Yes, You're it right. is. I know. Yeah. And it's all about the angle that it comes up yeah, crooked, you know. Mm -hmm. You know, it's funny watching Westbury come down with Merck behind the wheel, Oyster Bay with Darrell back. Those two have flip-flopped both of those teams. They've both driven the other truck. Yeah, it's like they don't like each other. <laughs> I'm going there. Well, I'm going there. Oh, yeah? I'm coming back while I'm going there. <laughs> the good news is both of those teams are on the track with experienced drivers. 
Yellowbird's on the line here with a big shot, gentlemen. Four points on the day so far yeah. and a uh, chance to get, you know. Gain some ground on North Lindy yeah, like we talk, talk exactly. about. I think the sea truck has been struggling a little bit throughout the year for the Yellowbirds. I'm just curious to see if they got it down yet. What are you, in terms of steering, in terms of speed? Yeah, that speed and stuff. Or? It just isn't doing what uh, uh, they expect, I believe. Track's been given to Copeg. Looks like about three teams left after them, plus yep. uh, the breakdown. So one nine on the board. Here they come. All right, he's approaching the cone. Oh, he takes it over the cone. Now he's in the hard break. Let's him go. That worked. And simple, there it is yep. at the top. I tell you, that's just knowing your truck right there. Yep. Mm -hmm. He knew maybe I didn't have the speed as the other guys. I'm going to take it a little deeper. I know it'll stop. Exactly. Nine for the Yellowbirds, 9.36. 9.36. I mean, I don't know if that's state tournament criteria for a top five, but he did a nice job knowing his equipment right there, you got to say. Yeah, you. Uh, the premonition was there. You said, you know, they've been having some problems Next with the speed. Next team on the line, the Hicksville he Hicks. He did bring it over the cones just a little bit. Thought he could have got out a little quicker. They were just over the three-man ladder line, but uh, he, g he gave him a shot to score some big points there. 64 to the cone right there, so he he's definitely struggling with that. Well, he's not struggling. That truck is yeah, struggling. Ten a tenth or two could it get it. Yeah, he a lot did of not let up until he was over. If you're ladder. taking it that deep, you know something's going on. But you're right, Lenny. I think if he gets out a little sooner, yep. you're talking to, you're talking to 9190. Yep, I agree. Something to work on in the next two weeks. All right, Hicksville. When's Hicksville going to make the turn with the new truck right here? Maybe uh, this is the shot, right? Great question. And yeah, new, new, new truck and <laughs> four points on the day. They need this contest. They have a quality ladder team. Can this truck put them in the ground where they need to be? Nine oh six. Run that heavy nine. Nine thirty six. Here come the Hicksville Hicks. At the cone, he's off in the right spot. He's into the hard break, Woo! man, they're going through. Just didn't stop. Just did not stop. It's like he was trying to get the hard break, but the truck never locked up. No, and he, he, he got off it a little early, rolled over the cones, and it just it just wouldn't stop for him. Another truck, I don't know, it didn't seem like it sat down, right? It, right, right we got out of the gas. Time for the Hicks, 16.67. 16.67. I don't Next know. Next team on the line, the North Belmore rinky-dink. All right, let's, let's, uh, let's use my scenario now for North Belmore. I was going to just say it for Hicksville. But if you're seeing a 9-3 and a 9-0, what, what game are you playing today? Are you playing the game I'm trying to win the Hempstead invite? Or are you playing the game I'm getting ready for the state tournament? Because there's two different scenarios when there's only two nines on the board. You can give yourself three points with just a layup. So North Belmore, what do they do? Are they laying it up or are they running the state championship I just, I just, shot? I just run my shot. I'm not saying lay it up in terms of, oh, we're not even going to go, you know. But just be real conservative. Well, again, run your run your shot without going crazy. I mean, three points put them back to five, and you know they're in striking distance. What and you want to keep scoring all day. What you know, gives you more confidence at the end of the day? Top three at the drill, or a good sea ladder shot? Good sea ladder shot. Okay. You know, give me give, right. give me give me my state tournament <laughs> shot right okay. here. If you want to take some points all next right. week, you get in that hunter drill. So Twan's so got a little. All right. Go for your shot. Run your shot. Run okay. your shot. I agree. Here we go. And then you never know. I mean, occasionally your shot is a tenth or two hotter than you thought. And also nine, that can make you slip, too. So. <laughs> 9.36, second place. Here comes the North Belmore rinky Dinks. He's keeping it straight, approaching the cone. He takes it Woo! right to the cone. He's going to have break. They're going off. Bye -bye. Yeah, he was doing everything he could. That was a 20 to... Yeah, they went theory. for it. That was Twan's theory. They it went didn't for work it. out for him. I don't even know if that's going for it. I mean, I, I, yeah. does he normally take maybe, it to that deep? Maybe he just didn't stop. He might, was might just over the that. cones, yeah. all right? Yeah, I don't think he normally goes that deep with it, does he? I don't see them enough to know for sure, but definitely too warm for the rinky-dinks. 
you know, I, I don't know if you can do it, but you, you got to run your shot, but maybe you're saying air on the side of course yeah, as a exactly. point. Don't, so don't, don't, don't the ring evening's 14.63. Well said, Jack. I agree. Next team on the line of West Hempstead Westerners. You st- what you want to do is stay away from what they did. Right. Just stay away from that. Right. Give your give your guys an opportunity to finish the contest. Right. <laughs> so here's what, we, here's what we got, gentlemen. We got Port with a 9.06 in first. We got the Yellowbirds with a 9.36 in second. Then we go down to a 10.36 by the Teddy's Boys holding third place. 10.94 by the Buckeyes is fourth. And if you want to get in the money... 11:26 Manhasset holding out with five uh, for fifth place. West Hempstead on the line. North Merrick, New High Park, Roslyn, Carl Place still yet to run. Big shot for the West Hempstead Westerners. They could put some distance between them and North Lindenhurst. Yeah. They can run them some sea lad at this team. 9-8 total points after two contests. Westerners up one. They North Lindy has a pretty much a zero in the bank yep. right here for this contest. They can stretch the lead a little bit here. Yeah, so West Hempstead clinching that Sham t- trophy with that North Lindenhurst miss. Into the pit. Let's him go. Craig's on. He's making his way. And he's Whee! at the top. Nice run right there. You know, I spoke last week about Kenny being in a funk, maybe, according to what Andrew was saying. That was the best drop we saw all day. That funk <laughs> is gone. I was going to say, you know. Time for West Hempstead. 8.93. 8.93. Westerners are going to be thrilled with that. That is a nice line for the day, guys. 646, 520, 8.93. Next team on the line, the North West Hempstead, more than mid-season form, primed and ready for that state two you weeks know, away from today. 20 is a lifelong Suffolk guy. You know, you don't quite see as much of Nassau. Right? Correction on that, the next team on the line will be the New Hyde Park Termites. Years ago, I didn't pay attention to the Westerners that much. They weren't as competitive, let's be honest. But Kenny, as a driver, just... You know, the model of consistency. You said he might have been in a little funk, but boy, it's not here today. <laughs> that was according, fun to, watch that was according to his son, by the way. Not it's fun <laughs> to watch him drive. He's one of the best, most consistent out there. Yeah, no you know, West Ham said had that run early 90s, 1991, yep. and then, you know, a little bit of a lull, I guess, after that. But they're back, obviously. Been back for several years oh, now. Yeah. And uh, again, 646, 520, and an 893. That's going to be 14 out of 15, unless the next three teams have something to say about that 893. But more importantly, those are numbers they would love to take up state. Yep. Yeah, it was a New Park. Mike Athena's making his way to the cone. That front right tire looks a little wobble in it, but he now he's coming out and lets him go. He's on. He's making his way to the top. This could be in the money for his points. A little stutter at the top there. I don't know if he was switching hands or what the issue was there. But uh, I agree with you, Paul. You could see that, that one tire get a little wobbly right before the cones. Need to be the 1094 to get in. Just waiting on a time for New Odd Park. Time for New Hyde Park, 10.27. That's in uh, fourth, right? Next yep. team on the line, Rosalind Highland. I think I just heard, I and mean, then I could be wrong. It sounded like seven, seven minutes left for a car place. Yeah, it looks like they're almost ready. I, I, I don't think they're still working on it back there. They're lo- heading over to the ladder, so uh, yep. I'm assuming they're going to put the ladder in the back of that truck and get the run done. But before them is going to be the Roslyn Highlanders. And and we would like to see Carl Place be able to do that, obviously, to, to put a run up, but also to keep this tournament moving to uh, yeah. beat those raindrops we keep talking about. Nothing's showing right now, but the sun has uh, been overtaken by some clouds. Hoist Bay sitting in the lucky dog spot with one point right now, 10:36. bunch of those guys got their fingers crossed. It'd be, it'd be great for them to get a one point out of this contest with that shot there and knowing in their minds that there's a lot of room for improvement on that shot coming down the track. So... Oyster Bay Teddy's boys, chance to get one point. 
Alright, Rosin's been given the track. Of course, they would like to get the point themselves. Uh, yeah, these, <laughs> yeah, the next two teams can play with that 1036, of course. Alright, Rosalind's coming. He's got it straight, approaching the cone. Oh, he's off a good 30, 35 feet. Now he gets out, lets him go. Still and a little you can see the thrower just wasn't ready for it. It didn't look like the diggers were pushing down, Paul. They were I, just mean, I know they need help from the back, don't get me wrong. But no, I would say all four guys just were not ready to get off that truck. Time for Rosalind, 14.40, 14.40. Like you said, he got off it you know, well before the cones. That should have been controllable for everybody. Well, you know what it was? There was no hard break because no. they had lost so much momentum. He kind of went in and got out without ever having to give a hard break. Maybe that's what the guys in the back were waiting for because they definitely were not in a ready position. It looks like that might be the contest, guys. Yeah. They are pushing Carl yep. Place's truck off the track. So it looks like Oyster Bay is going to get out of here with a point and sea ladder with a 10.36. Yeah, and kudos to Car Congrats. Place for not uh, milking that to the end. If they know it's something they can't fix in five minutes. As uh, a host, I, we appreciate that, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, but, but the racing competitor in me says take the six, seven minutes, too. You know, but, but, uh, you know, it depends on what the issue it. is. Yeah, you know, exactly. you, you got to yeah, know what the issue is. and See what happens to Z Hose, you know, if that eliminates them for that. That would be unfortunate. Two, two uh, interesting things point-wise in ladders. Uh, the North Lindy rerun in three-man and the Copeg failure to Move the equipment. Failure to grasp and hold and be louder would change the dynamic of this uh, mm -hmm. drastically. Well, West Hempstead is out to a pretty good lead right now. Six yeah. points after the ladder contest up on the Northlanders. Prisonock is 14-8 total. And then you got Copeg lurking in a Port Washington, 7-6. After that, Hicksville with four. That rounds out your top five overall after three contests. But, yeah, I think that the number one thing about those three contests is West Hempstead's times. Their, their scorecard looks real good right now. Those are state drill times. 646, 520, and an 893, and you know they can bring it down lower in B ladder. Same with C ladder. And yeah, I would say in all three. General you know judges, I mean? local so. committee, and the rules committee to the track. Yeah, Please, I, for the I, water test. I agree. Those are three good times, yeah. and, and you'd be, it'd be nice to bring that to the state, but it's not going to beg them 14 points in the state. Might, I think it, it might be high single digits uh, with that, which is fine coming out of ladders in the state. I mean. They can run pretty much every race well, so mm -hmm. they, they would take that. All right, i got to go play a little host here, gentlemen. All right, 20. But, uh, Enjoy that. Yeah. Congrats to West Hampstead winning the Sham Trophy, dedicated in memory of Tommy Bramski Sr. So, Jack, enjoy the trophy in your, in your trophy case. It's a good one to win, one that we uh, take a lot of pride in when we dedicated that. So, Joey and Tommy, if you're listening. Trophy <laughs> pops going home at West Hampstead again. So. Yeah, Twan, take this yellow hornet with you too. Yeah, it's all right. Swarming around yeah. us. I mean, <laughs> might as well get rid of all these in one uh, one swoop here. All right, we'll be back for Seahose, uh, everybody. The Bill Fox Company has been in business over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for the past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and the Yellow Hornets, as well as the Firefighter Combat Challenge Competition. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal 
personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 43rd year of publishing, they are honored to be the official publication and online coverage of the New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The 2017 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 18th and 19th at the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. The new venue was a huge hit in 2016. It's bigger and better, and 2017 will deliver many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product line and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Attention firefighters, are you still tracking your SCBA cylinders using paper and pencil? Stop the insanity and get the CAT Cylinder Accountability Tag System from Coastal Fire Systems. The CAT makes refilling cylinders simple and easy, ensuring that your members never overfill a cylinder or fill one with an expired hydrostatic testing. Let the CAT system handle the wrecking keeping, inventory, alerts, and OSHA paperwork for you. There's only one place you can get the CAT system, and that's Coastal Fire Systems. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com for details and information. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola, and SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Titan Group is back, supporting Drill Team Racing after a strong off-season of our own. Our new headquarters, now located in Bohemia, Long Island, is now fully equipped with an in-house screen printing operation, coupled with our embroidery setup that you've come to trust. Become a member of Team Titan to take advantage of our new custom team website ordering system. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing and search Titan Group DTR on Snapchat to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. With 20 years of experience in the apparel industry coupled with 20 years of racing experience, we know what you need. Pants, jerseys, jackets, helmets, we've got it all. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind on the arch or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up, get on the Titan Group. Not every evolution in vehicle rescue technology costs tens of thousands of dollars. The Beluga glass cutter finally makes windshield removal quick and safe, and fire departments can add the Beluga glass cutting kit to their rescue setup for only $5.95. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com to check out the Beluga in action. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's Wings. Integrated Wireless Technology is proud to be part of the 2016 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets and sound-off signal emergency lights. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom-engineered radio solutions, licensing assistance, dispatch solutions, and top-notch reliable service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com.
Coastal Fire Systems is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Scott Air Packs, cylinders, RAT packs, refill compressor systems, gas detectors, Hyatt's boots, Protec and Dragon Fire Gloves, as well as the future in thermal imaging technology. Coastal is also the one-stop dealer for Petzl, Scott, CMC, and Colorado bailout systems, along with professional training to keep your members sharp and meet New York State requirements. For more information, check them out at www.coastalfiresystems.com. Rosenbauer Fire Apparatus is proud to be named as the exclusive fire apparatus manufacturer of New York State drill teams. Rosenbauer is the number one manufacturer of fire trucks on the planet and the industry leader in the next generation of reliable safety evolutions like the Smart Aerial Control System. If your department is considering an apparatus purchase, start the conversation with the local team at Eagle Fire Equipment and ensure top-notch service with their partners at Nassau Fire Apparatus. Call area code 855-222-1075 or like them on Facebook. All right, everybody, we are back here at the Weir Street Track in Hempstead, Long Island, New York, getting ready for usually what we consider the second half of the day. Ladders are over. Hose is about to begin. Just a little recap. West Hempstead's winning this drill so far after three contests, 14 points. North Linehur, second place with eight. Third place is Copaig, seven. Fourth place, Port Washington, six. And the Hicksville Hicks with four. Looks like our water time has been in the mid-four sixes which is always exciting here at Hempstead. Going to see a little uh, East Islip Guzzler into the mix here as they're going to run CNB hose. They did, made the attempt at the CI invite to do that, but B hose being rained out, they didn't get to put their shot down the track. So East Islip as they're gearing up to run in the state drill. That, that is a little bit of a monkey wrench, actually. That throws another another team in there oh, that yeah. can really, uh, really run the events. Absolutely. I mean, it's when you think about it, I mean, you know, their goal, obviously, is 10 points. And 10 points, it puts you in a good spot to go down the track. You never know, especially the way things are today. To exactly. Well, they're not even going to run buckets. <laughs> Talk about hitting yourself in the ass for that. But, uh, no, you're exactly right. I mean, it, it is going to throw a monkey wrench if they can put up their shots because, as we've seen in the last bunch of years, East Ice Up and Hose is as good as anybody. Yeah, that could be a, an extra added thing right now for uh, anybody here in Hempstead that hasn't seen East Islip run hoses, and they, they haven't run the ladder contest, but that's always a show in itself. Well, we're all set to run, but there just aren't any teams up at the start line. <laughs> yeah, that's all we need is uh, some teams that are ready. That was one of the quicker uh, transitions from ladders to hose. There wasn't much testing of the water, that, you know, as it is today. We do do it before the drill, and then we just make sure it's correct, but... And let's face it, in Hempstead, you know, there's not a whole lot of uh, fluctuation uh, right. when you're doing that. And the guys are still, they're still trying to put a little hustle into it, as we can see some some darkness in the distance. All right, so I see they wet it at the nozzle line, which yeah. is actually starting to dry up a little. Aren't yeah. they supposed to do that at the hydrant as well, Paul, or is that not a rule? <laughs> no, they are, but okay. y- you are correct, Lenny. It doesn't look like there's much of a, a wet spot whatsoever. And, uh, Advantage East Farmingdale. I was going to say, East Farmingdale's not going to say it. Maybe we should keep our big mouth shut. They should hurry up and get to the stall line. Yeah. I was going to say that they're going to have to bleed the hydrant again in a second. If yeah, right. Up there pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know some of the officials listen in, so we've probably already said too much, but <laughs> the rules are the rules, right? I mean, yeah, you, it's you supposed would to be the same for everybody. It's like not wetting the ladder before buckets. I mean, it's, right, right, it's yeah, a disadvantage yeah. to every other team right. and an advantage to the first team. And that's why the rule is in there, folks. 
Get it wet. It's going to be wet for most other teams, or for all other teams. Get it wet now. And there's the East Farmerdale Hares as they make the turn at the top of the track, and they're going to take their position. Always a strange uh, start up here at the top of the track. I don't know about you, Lenny. Yep. Uh, just the way that curb runs, you know? Right, folks. And what Paul's uh, referring to is at the very beginning of this track for Seahose, from the Seahose start, it's straight when you get on the line, but just before that, there's a curve. Sometimes, I mean, our truck didn't have power steering, the sea truck. So we had to sometimes jockey it a little bit back and forth to get the line you wanted to be on because you're turning right at the last minute as you're pulling up to the line. So and lining that, up can be tough. And with that curve, with this hydrant off the track the way it is, and then you got the cone, which is sitting in the track, you know, it, not, not that it's a, a difficult proposition for you to undertake, but it does have its little things. Well... My, my gut instinct is safe. record for this event is 1193, held by East Islip. The first team on the line will be the East Farmingdale Hares. So my gut instinct would say, well, gee, can't you put the cone on the curb or on the grass? But it looks like the cone is protecting the timing equipment well, that's as well. Exactly the what timing it is. equipment is set on the, the outside edge of the track. Exactly what it is, Lenny. So, so we, you know, we, we could take a gander at this as, as the contest rolls on. How many guys are going to cross that cone light and then make a fade into the hydrant. Thing is here, if you fade too much, there's a little gully. And you get that gully and then you get that kick out of the back of the sea truck. In the house. I was, what are uh, you saying? Yeah, I was just going to bring that up, Paul. You, you, you know, you, you, the hydrant is set in, but you can't drive too far in or, or the truck comes in with you. you know? Yeah, it'll fishtail and, and you'll get that ask end coming around in towards the hydrant, which if you're in a good position is okay because I used to love getting thrown into the hydrant if the ass comes around just a little bit. So you're saying, you guys are saying about 50 feet out where the brake marks are. Basically, yeah. it starts to drop down a little bit yep. where the truck can get sucked in there a little bit. You can see right where that right yep. where that crack is in the street, which they have a little, I guess, yeah, filler on it, but it definitely has a little gully right there. There's a yep. crown as it is, and then there's a little a little gully from about 50 feet in towards the hydrant. Now, what do you think formed that gully? All the trucks over all these years hitting the brakes there and no, banging down? and Just the way the track was paved. I bet you when they put in the hydrant, it's just, just the way they did it. Or you could see it past the hydrant, too. What is it? Oh, the, yeah. uh, the 50 foot well, And it hits that hydrant. drain, you can yeah. see. And then the, the whole track looks like it then pops back up. Yeah. But see, I always thought that's what, uh, and 89 in Watertown, now I'm dating myself, um, when there were issues with the track, I, I wanted to keep going. Because every track is different. Some teams will complain, well, this isn't right, and this isn't right. And I agreed with no guardrails for the fans. I mean, to me, that was a safety issue. But every track is different. Yeah, it was a slick track. You, well, you it had was to dusty, man. I get it, it but every track is different. And you, know? and you know what? And you couldn't stop it because all of us in the infield, we were carrying the dust on the trucks back I out agree. there. I agree. It was even that we power washed it, right? And we did everything we could. But you still had from the infield on that baseball stadium, you were carrying all that dirt just right. out on the track again. And the word was street sweepers ran it the day before yep. and dragged more of that dust back. Uh, all right, here we go. East Farmerdale's got the track. Let's see what they bring. Right now, he's, he's got a line where he's heading to the hydrant. Here he goes. But now he fades a little bit to the middle, and he's squarely coming in there. He's in the middle of the tracks that have been set down before. Tough right-hand turn. He can't make it. Now he goes back to put it on. Throws the stick up at the top. He's got a straight lay to the target. And for those wondering, they did dampen the hydrant area a little bit. Right in front of the hydrant. Man, they, they did a lot of driving coming down there. Farmingdale, 15.90. 1590. I had 1034. Next team on the line, the North Lindenhurst Piston Knockers. You look at East Farmingdale shot when he gets to the hydrant. He actually straddles the brake marks that are there. You have your your brake mark, you know, that's near the hydrant, and the brake mark that's furthest away. He was in the middle of those, so his right side tire 
his passenger side was actually, or his driver's side, or you dri- how are we driving down you this? Make up my mind. But his right side tire <laughs> was in the middle of the normal brake pa- path that's there. And that's a tough way to stop hey, a truck. You know, now that you're saying that, I'm looking right at it. You could probably see it too, right, Jack? Yeah, you can yep. see the outside uh, portion of the tire as it came right through the middle. Good observation, Paul. Also, I, I mean, you're you're deep like that. Your, your hydroman has to make a direct oh. right turn. You know, if you're running if you're running out a little bit, maybe you have a little more room to cut over. But you yeah, don't want to be that far out. He was probably dropped the foot past the hydrant. Right, yeah, well. He had no shot. All right, here comes old Linhurst trying to get back on it with the sea truck here. They Disappointing their, shot in C ladder. They got their eight points, so they're uh, definitely in the thick of things. They've been given the track. As uh, most of our listeners and observers know, solid host team right here. So they're looking to add to their total and start making some uh, headway to get back to the Westerners. I think he's got that truck lined up as good as you possibly can with the turn at the top of the track right here. Let's see where he brings it when he gets in deep. I just got it straight. He's running a straight line. He's going to be real happy about it if he gets him in the right spot. Nice drop. Oh, right in there. What are those? As good as he gets right there up at the top. This is all going to be about a target hit. Oh, he doubles the nozzle. He just has it. Ooh. Man, I'll tell you what, he doesn't have that nozzle on too much. Take us through that nozzle at the top there, Lynn. Well, time for the hang piston on one knockers. 1-2.69. 12.69. I thought, uh, hang on. There's nobody, the There's nobody right. on the line. <laughs> All right, move the equipment. <laughs> All right, so uh, you say take us through it. I was actually watching Vinny, the breaker on that one. Thought he set up a little bit outside. He reached in to break the coupling. He got it off clean. But for you breaker men out there, you want to get over there. You don't want to be reaching way to your left to get there. You want to get your body in front of your nozzle man, make sure that thing is off clean and you're not tugging him. That being said, I thought he got it off clean. And then the nozzle man, first swipe missed. It didn't panic. Especially in C-Hose, you have the time. Hit it again, which he did. And uh, not the greatest hit, but he saved the run. Well, I thought he did have a little bit of panic going on. Uh, and okay. When he finally got it on and the water came out, he definitely wasn't looking for the target at that point. He was happy that he got it on. Oh, yeah. the water came out. It wasn't very fluid looking up at that target. And, wow. and, and it cost them. I mean, they ran a 1269. That had 1239 written yeah, all over it if he blasted away at that target. He, he also, uh, I don't know if you saw, it seemed like he picked that coupling up uh, in the air a little bit when he was trying to put the nozzle on. I, you know, I don't know. I know you used to lift the nozzle I shot at the to, target. Yeah, I, I was, when you I was in textbook with, uh, I was probably taught the right way, and I got into some sloppy habits, which happened to work for me. And, you know, again, when you're doing something long enough, Paul, your, your hydrant style wasn't the, the most textbook either after years. I'm sure you were taught a standard way, but you develop your own style. But, uh... I don't know if that's what they like to do. Ideally, you don't want to pick it up too high. I agree, Jack, because now you put the nozzle on and, you know, the water's pointing higher than the flap, so. I thought it's the water, as he the thought the water. The on the line will be the Levittown Rebels. I thought, as he thought the water was approaching, it got higher and higher. That's what, that's <laughs> he's, he's, I got to get like this on. Mark like Abrams, please go yeah, I thought it was, too. I, I, I probably mentioned it, you know, we're doing this how many years now, Paul announcing, and, and Jack's been joining us for a couple of years now, but, um, Mickey Mustapitch, for those of you old-timers that remember, uh, Mickey Mustapitch Sr. used to say, don't be afraid Out of it. your head. Don't be afraid of the hose monster. Nothing's going to bite you. Just continue. You miss once, okay. Put the nozzle. Don't listen to the air coming out or think, oh, my God, I missed once. The, the water's coming. It's the hose monster. Don't worry about it. It's not going to hurt you. Put the nozzle on. And in C especially, you guys know you have more than one shot usually. 
B, maybe not so much. Easier said than done. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, you're dealing with emotion, you know. And yeah. You miss once, and it's that, you know, oh, S, am I going to get this? Especially, you know, he knew he gave him a good drop of the hydrant, so you know you got water. Oh, you know you got a good run. Now, all of a sudden, the focus is on you, <laughs> and you got to get it done. And after you go across that face first, and you don't have that click of the nozzle, there's a lot that runs right. through your mind. Then you tend, instead of the, the, the standard click turn, now you're jamming it back. You're just, oh, my God, you're right. panicking, you're rushing, yeah. and that usually doesn't work to your advantage. Give him credit. He got it on, 12-69. Yeah. No, I said, he kind of saved it. But he cost himself a couple of tenths. Oh, yeah. I don't know if America's going to run this contest, but Levittown's up on the line. Uh, by the way, I had 696 on the hookup. Again, the light is a little tough to see, but I, that's a hell of a hookup. Uh, no, that's Whoa. good. Yeah, they were a little squirrely here for Kermit. He's coming in. They're all on the hard break at the hydrant. He goes past. He's going to have to back it up. Now he's got water. Oh, 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 oh. The breaking man held on to that bar way too long. And the, the anchor man for whatever. And you know what? I don't think that's the anchor man's fault. I think some hose dumped yeah. at the hydrant. It's past the anchor man. The breaking man, though. the Rebels, 15.03. Doesn't let go of that barn. He gets pulled over yep. up at the top right here. Has to really scramble to yep. get back and get it broken. He's up on his feet, and he's okay for all you Rebel fans that are home listening. So he's all right. He's rolling up his hose. And no issues there. But, uh, you know, we talked about it earlier, your head being the heaviest part of your body and following it. That looked like that with the Hydra Man. Looked like he was maybe leaning a little too far forward, and he had to stumble down the track a little bit and then drag it back. I. You know, I always Next team on the line, the Port Washington Roadrunners. I always told guys you got to commit to getting off the truck, man. You can't you can't be hands on hands on feet off. You know, it's it's got to hands got to go, and and then you're always better off like that. Even if you do take a tumble, it's not going to be that bad. But when you start holding on to bars, or as Twan was saying, the thrower still holding on to the strap, that's when you get yourself into trouble. When you hold yeah. on too long, nothing good happens. Nothing. You think oh my god, it's too hot, or we're not in the right spot, or we're a little bit sideways. But if you hang on that split second too long, you're in way bigger trouble than if you would have bailed when you were supposed to. I Paul Washington coming off four points with a 9.06 in, in C-Ladder. They would like to continue the work with the C-Truck right here. 12.69 by the Knockers is the time to beat currently. Looks like the track's clear and ready to go. Doc's put the adapter on. Oh, look at it. He's staring them down. Yeah. He's feeling it. Look at Doc. Tells him, you better it. put this on or I'm coming Show after you. time, you guys. Let's go. I did my job. So, really, this is a, a contest where you, you talk about the five guys on the, the vehicle, you know, or on the truck, rather, you know, with the driver and the four guys, but the adapter man plays a little uh, a key role in this yeah. as well. So, well, it's, it's really a six-man race. Well, he plays a key role in this, I think you got Well, he yeah. shouldn't. Again, it's like an offensive yeah. lineman. Everybody, ba everybody back to the tent. We got a problem. <laughs> but uh, Doc putting on that adapter with authority. All right, Paul Washington, he's lined up in a real nice spot right there. He's going to hug it tight. See where he brings it when he get down here. Truck sounds real good, folks. And they're off. He jumps a little bit left, but now he straightens it out. Starts to fade in towards the hydrant. He's over the cone. He's at the hydrant. Smallwood's off. He's got water in the hose. Up at the top, this is going to be a target hit, whether they beat Northland or not. Nozzle on and target. Woo! Awesome drive by Danny right there. Everything you could want out of, out of the ride. Uh, and Time the for the Roadrunners. 12.55. 12 12.55. 12.55. I mean, the line the Manhattan Lakeville Minutemen. You look at that shot, I mean, uh, I don't know where they lost it. It looked like the hose water had a lot of time. Didn't it seem like they waited forever at the top? It could have been the fact that he dropped them really good up the, at the hydrant and the top. 
dropped him good, and I, I don't know, not, not, you know, just to critique a little thing, Donald looked a touch late with his stick. His stick hand was coming out of his back pocket. A touch late with the stick. I agree 100%. He got there, and he really swung around that arm. He, he waved about 15 people at the crowd, <laughs> and then he put the stick down. But overall, it looked smoother than the first place run to the naked eye. Yeah, but I'm telling However, you. However, they lost some tenths here and there. North Lindy hits the target. North Lindy beats oh, yeah. that by two tenths. Yeah. But, uh, again, I didn't pick up the uh, the stick issue. but yeah, if you, if That's you watch, why there's three of us. Yeah, if you watch Chris, I mean, that's the way I, I would teach people is really compact. You know, yep. no wasted movement. Right. No, no windmilling. You know, right tight, right to the stick. Yep. And, folks, what we're saying, instead of that uh, Hydra Man, Having you know, hook, he's hooking up, but instead of having that stick hand right there, as soon as you know that thing clicked, you got to be reaching for that stick. Paul, you could probably speak best of it, but if you're coming around, same thing with a ladder climber. If you're reaching way around to the top rung, you're losing tenths. You want to go straight at it. I'm in Hassett Lakeville. Two twelves up on the board of the first four shots here. So Seho's looking good thus far. Let's see where he brings them. Here at the 68th annual Hempstead Invite. 68. I don't even think Fred was at the first one. Fades a little bit to the center. Now he's got it back in line. He's over the cone. It's a hard break at the hydrant. He's off at the hydrant and looks like he double clutched it a little bit, but he's got water in the hose. Up at the top. Oh, he drops the nozzle. Can't find the mark. After oh. he dropped it, he didn't pick it up and have the mark in the right spot. That's that's tough when that happens, Paul. I mean, you go to click and turn, and it falls out of your hand. That's that's rough. There's panic then. Oh yeah, <laughs> now you're panicking. You know, that's Time not for just the minute then. One nine point eight eight nineteen eighty eight. That's a miss, and you don't have your tool in your hand, and I mean that in the oh. nicest way. But you don't have your um, necessary. Uh, equipment. That's another bad word. <laughs> Rizzo, what am I doing? I can't wait. Give it one more. Give it one more shot. Like. You know the old man. One more. You know the old man sitting listening to this, laughing his, uh, you know what, off. Jesus. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Let me look up the groupie. <laughs> yeah, Rizzo. Maybe he's he came on up already. He's on there. The, the, uh, what's the right Stay word? On the line, no oyster bay, Teddy's boy. You can't even say you don't even have your nozzle in your hand. Even that could be uh, misconstrued. It seems as though you were describing your night last night as opposed to today's <laughs> drill. <laughs> Anyway, dropping the nozzle is never <laughs> pleasant for the nozzle man and panic. See, your wife's out in. of town. <laughs> <laughs> uh. All right, we're going to head over to now Oyster Bay. Oyster Bay coming off uh, a point, right? Yep. They got a point. Point and sea ladder. Sea ladder. See what they can do with the sea truck here and sea hose. Got to say, one of the things that I'm really, you know, impressed with today is the is the ladder climbing ability from that guy from Oyster Bay. Just looks like he's got it. That guy, maybe somebody on the group. We can guy. pass on that guy's name. We used to get the rosters, which which was kind of nice. Uh, something Chris doesn't really push anymore, but um, it was helpful at times. This would be one of those times. All right, Oyster Bay's got the track. Daryl's got it lined up. Correct. Here we go. See if he gives them a little bit more here with the sea truck. Usually the hose contest, you can get push it a little bit further with new guys. And here they come. Keeps it on a line. He's approaching the cone. Out at the t out at the cone at the hydrant. Hard break. Guy gets off nice. Oh, he sticks it. He's got water in the hose. 
tell you what, he stuck his arm out correctly and he caught it. Nozzle Man! Breaking it. Cowboy style! Somebody's been up there teaching him what to do. But Nozzle Man breaks it himself and puts it on. And he does, but the breaker, or the guy that rode in the breaker position, didn't get down on the hose behind him. He was standing up, holding it, and the Nozzle got away from Time the Nozzle Man. Time for the Teddy's boys, 1.4.32. 1432. I'm sorry. If the guy that rode in the breaker position is on the hose, and that's his whole job. I mean, he's there for ballast to a point on the truck, but he got there. He got Your behind him. please. He asked you nicely. People that are standing against the fence, please find a seat. There are people in the stands that can't see. Again, we're asking you nicely. If you're standing against the fence, team members or not, please find a seat. There are plenty of seats in the stands. I guess Carl Place had a bigger problem than we thought. They're not going to run. Westbury's going to be up next, but keep going, Lenny. What do you say? Yeah, but, I mean, Jack, you see it. The guy was standing up, holding the, like, he was more concerned about watching the target and if this guy was going to hit it than helping him hit it. And of his job is to hold the hose down. You didn't even have to break the coupling. You know, sometimes when the water's, water's right on you, you don't get a chance, but if that's your only job. And, and he was in position. He could have, all he had to do was get off his feet. And of all places where you need that guy to support oh. you behind, Hempstead's one of them. But let's talk about the rest of the run, the positives. I thought Darryl brought him in nice. Thought the Hydra Man did a nice job. He just, you know what? He, he charged off, it. right? He almost looked like Gary uh, Irish from years yeah. ago. He charged off the back while the driver was still in the brain. And he Next stuck his arm out. The Westbury Turtles. It's a great job. Sticks his arm out, catches it, but doesn't get the stick. Has to actually go back and throw the stick, so that cost him a little bit of time as they run a 14-3. But up at the top, a la Joe Boy style, yeah. breaks it himself, yep. nozzle on, a little bit of trouble hitting the target, but... Uh, well, the thing got away from him. We all know here in Hempstead, and, and, and Jack, you can attest to this, that the, the pressure is there. I mean, you got to be set. The theme we've been saying is they got a lot to play with there in Oyster Bay. Yeah. I think I think even that hydrant break, uh, they could work on getting that truck out of there a little early because he could definitely yeah, he ready. He kind of jumped around the truck, actually, while he was still in the break, so they might want to work on that. Yeah, once again, that's like two out of three for driver error. Maybe they get a driver over there in Oyster Bay. They'd be all right. I didn't think there was any driver error. All right, here comes Westbury. Yo, he's really squirrely. Now he kind of settles it down at the going at the hydrant. They're off. Water in the hose. Kenny G. Get done up top. Oh, to have a tough time breaking it. Nozzle on. Oh, high left and then target. Yeah, it didn't look fluid at the at the top end there. I'm not sure exactly what it was. It just didn't flow. Time for Westbury. 1-3.26. 13-26. That's going to be third place. 13-26 currently. 55 port, 69 knockers. line, the Copake Yellowbirds. Westbury 13, 26. And I don't think it's the Yellowbirds. It's going to be the East Islip Guzzlers. East Islip's going to be taking their second shot of the year. Corrected. Next team on the line will be the East Islip Guzzlers. My apologies. All right. So we talked about it earlier. A couple guys only making their second trip down the track right here. Mike Otten. Mike Otten's going to be uh, dragging here for... Uh, Chris Treglier at the hydrant, and Mike Barnes going to be breaking for Eric Flynn up at the top. So, two new guys with two vets, and a vet behind the wheel, and a vet putting the adapter on. East Ice up counting on these two races. Uh, yeah. So, Paul laying it out there for you folks. Um, East Islip back on the track. Started up last week again, and Always good to see the Guzzlers out here. But, uh, yeah, a, a mix of new and old. And yeah. um, we all know they know how to run hoses. Let's face it, they hold the record. Yeah, they yeah, and the, the record actually at this track is West Sable at 11.99. So, but the 11.93 from the East Ice of Guzzlers is the state record. 
Looks like they're almost ready. Yeah, everything's all set. Track's been given to him. A little high-fiving going on back there. Jay Skidmore watching anxiously by the hydrant. See what his boys can do. Little deep last week in, in Seahost for their initial shot of the year. I'm sure they made the adjustments this week of practice. Practicing over at West Sable Thursday night. All right, guys are on the back of the truck. Looks like we're ready to go. Chuck throws the leg out. Tom revs it up. And they're off. He's got it on a beeline. He's out, to, out just over the cone. He's at the hydrant. Chris is going to have to make a big right-hand turn. It's just too much. Just too much. Now he throws a little bit of water on his lap. Up at the top, Eric's ready. Tell you what, Barnes better throw that coupling a little further out of the way there. He's leaving it in front of Eric a little bit. But uh, good speed at the hydrant, but this hydrant being off the track. It, the Time for East Islip, 16.71, 16.71. Truck was just too far out in the middle. on the line, the Hicksville Hicks. You know, we took those little pitter-patter baby steps trying to stop in a short amount of time, Paul, and it just, I mean, he made every effort, but it just wasn't enough. You know, when they, 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 they're <laughs> what you want to call a professional host team, you know, so when you're running that hot and that quick and you're trying to score with those times, Little room for error, and if that truck's a little bit out in the track, boy, it's going to be hard to make that right-hand turn because it's more than usual with that hydrant being off the track. Hey, you keep saying it's it's off the track, Paul, and I and get it a little done. bit, but what are you talking, three feet? Well, I mean, some you know, some tracks are a little more, a little less. What no, when you put the wind, with, uh, that hydrant is off the track. Normally that hydrant would be on the line of the track, so you're talking two feet. So all right, because, the, because of the curb, I guess. Yeah, Because yeah. of the curb, right, the curb That's all the way down, folks, yeah, the... Right. That it, truck's got to sit outside. Yeah, so you got to give your guy a little running room. You can't have that right-hand turn here and make it work yeah, so often. The curb doesn't break in to, to, to open up for the hydrant area until about, what, uh, what are we talking, 30 feet maybe? Yeah, and that's, you can't pull a truck right in there. No, you can't. you got to be going that way at that point. Yeah, you can't ride the curb line. That's just too dangerous. All right, Hicksville Hicks, and uh, I guess Kopeg not running here. Hicksville, four points. Opportunity to climb up the scoreboard right here. Two 12s on the board, a 55 and a 69. Those are solid 12s, too. Yeah, I mean, we, those talk, are we talked about 12, earlier. 8, 12, we talked about earlier, you know, Hicksville breaking out with the C-truck. Maybe this would be the opportunity for him. It's wide open right here. Four points on the day. Love to put a couple more up there. Here they come. Makes his approach. He's out before the cone at the hydrant. He pulls it in real nice. Oh, they're deep also. That truck maybe just isn't stopping the way they wanted to. Remember, they were deep in ladders as well. He was yep. deep at the hydrant right there, and he was out before the cone. A little deep, and that caused the hydrant man to stumble a little bit. That's going to cost him a chance at a real good run there. Time for Hicksville. 15.31. 15.31. North Belmore is going to be up next. I'll give you a rundown as soon as he calls them of the top five. Next team. Maybe not. Next team on the line will be North Belmore. Wow. Tandem working going on over there. Yeah, I don't know if they, did that come through on the radio. North Belmore group, is group next. work. All right, so we're looking at the uh, top five. 12.55 by Port Washington. North Linderhurst, 12.69. Then Westbury's 13.26 is third. 
from there we jump to a 14-32 by those Teddy's boys as fourth. And I think Levittown's 15-03 is currently on the bubble with North Belmore about to take track. Hardest, hardest working man in racing, that Joe Annarella. It's all over the place. Does nice work. He likes to listen into us. I think that's why you're sucking up to him. You know, we spoke about the curb earlier. A lot of teams have come out and almost made a little, little bit of a left turn coming off that starting line. Yeah, if you look at North Belmont, they're as tight as anybody, right? Is that what you're saying? Wow. They're tight, but they, they almost look angled. They're pointing out. out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're out away from the hydrant. I would imagine this is where Bayshore, we used to line it up this oh. tight as well. Right, and again, that cone and the lights, you know, you can only go so tight. You need to hey, clear that by a foot, a foot and a half. So, uh, so really yeah, the North really Belmont definitely pointing out. You got that? You got the hydrant offset in. You got the cone on the street. Yeah. Chuck, Chuck facing north. <laughs> All right, he goes north. Now he straightens it out. He's actually in a good spot if he can leave he it is. before the hydrant and not deep. He does. Right hand turn. Oh boy! What on the hose? Oh. Man, if he can hit this target, they're going to be really thrilled. He's got nozzle on. He hits it. Oh. Good shot. You know, the truck got a little squirrely at the nozzle end. Uh, that it's can a hurt good the shot for North Belmore, I think. That can hurt the nozzle man sometimes. It throws him away from the coupling. But uh, good awareness. Nozzle North Belmore, 12.99. Nozzle man Sounds a lot better than the 13 flat. <laughs> and he he <laughs> yeah, was able to get back to the coupling. Good job on the top end by both the nozzle man and the breaker. And a good run overall. 12.99 is going to put him in third place right there. That knocks Levittown's 15.03 off the board. It's going to put Oyster Bay's 14. The next 30 final line, the West bubble. Hempstead Westerners. With the Westerners coming to the line. So far, the slash line for the Westerners is impressive. Take it on any day of the year, including next or in two weeks. See if they can keep that mo going. Up by six points in the drill overall, but North Linnerhurst currently sitting in second place in this contest. All right, Noyster Bay with their 14-32 hanging in fifth. I'm sure they're giving them the... The whammy a little bit here, uh, along with a bunch of other teams in this tournament looking to make up some ground on the Westerners. Well, Pat, Pat Cloudman is running Hydrant, so he's, he's gotten a crash course the last week, so let's see what uh, let's see what he can do. <laughs> By the way, North Belmont, if you, if you see that truck talent, the driver did a good job getting out of the break because I think if he stayed any longer, it keeps, it coming, around. keeps coming around. Yep. I thought, I thought it was one of the better drops at the Hydrant all day. He left them with enough room to be able to get across and get to the Hydrant. And just quick, we talked about him being pointed out a little bit but lined up on the curb. It actually worked to his advantage yep. being towed out just that little bit. So here come the Westerners. All right, Westerners. Now, now Kenny would have to keep a straight line, and he would end up exactly where North Belmore was when the time came at the Hydrant. So let's see what happens here. Westerners are coming. All right, he's got it on a rope. Off at the cone to see if he gives him room to get over. Got to make it right to do it. Oh, like, it never, like he's never missed a beat. Like he's done it a million times. Target hit. Target hit was a little bit to the right, but uh, they're going to like this time. It's going to be in the money. That's for I think sure. Andrew Brome would throw that cup on the way a little bit more. 12.59. He's kind of new at that spot, little, right? A little enthusiasm on that call. Yeah. 59 is going to be second place behind Paul Washington's 55, but... Yeah, despite the lack of enthusiasm, if he hits that target, we're talking 12 fours right there. I was, I was waiting for 13, 13, 20 to win. <laughs> yeah. All right, so all of a sudden, we got four 12s in the contest. Uh, yeah, you got to give him credit, man. Uh, Pat did a nice job. He had to make a really quick, quick right-hand turn. He didn't have as far to go as some other people because the way Kenny brought him in, but he made a real nice, and I have to say, his stick was Next bang, bang. Next line, the new Hyde Park termites. 
before before we give Pat too much credit, I, I'm gonna give Kenny the credit there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, Pat did a good job. Pat did Kenny, a great that's job. Such a perfect drop, though. I mean, just just perfect. I'm telling you, the fact that his hookup and the stick were so in time with each other, that's you know, that's either comes natural to a lot of guys or it doesn't. It's not something you can really improve on a lot. You can improve to a degree, but some guys just have it. And that makes a big difference in the right. water on. So we, we talk about trying to help teams up here when we do our um, analysis, I'll say. Uh, Paul, leaning on you, you were on the rules committee for many, many years. Um, what is the rule about unbuckling your helmet? After the target's tripped. It, no matter what position you're in. Yep. Okay. Well, West Hempstead better go back and watch that tape <laughs> because um, they may have some issues, and I'll leave it at that. I know they have issues. So... It's something that you better learn from Can you now. throw it out there a little bit more, Lenny? <laughs> All right. The anchor man unbuckled his helmet before the target was tripped. I just it was, I saw it. He was walking down the track, and he unbuckled it. So. I think we have a protest from somebody no, bringing out a videotape. I don't think anybody's going to do that. Videotape. Let's not be silly. But it's, the, golf, it's, the golf network. Again, it's to improve for the future. You know, and, and don't get nailed in the state on something stupid like that. Yeah, tape it so he can't get it off. Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly right. I knew I'd park. 412's up on the board. Mike Athenas has run plenty of 12s in his time. Here they are at the hydrant. Let's him go. Under control. Oh, he handcuffed himself, but now the coupling's out. A little bit of alligator on. Now the stick's only yeah. halfway, and he doesn't even know it's halfway. Look, there, now he gets it. Now he gets on it. Uh, it was going south early. That yep. coupling ended up in his waist, in his lap. Time for New Hyde Park. 17.85. Rosin will be up next. Yeah. Currently 1326 by Westbury is your number. Yeah. Looks like Merrick had a breakdown or something because they appear like they're going to take a spot behind Rosalind. So maybe two more teams to go. Not a bad Seahose contest. Next team on the line, Roslyn Highlands. To perk up the call a little bit. 12.59. That was a little uh, lackadaisical, right? A little you think on the home track with the home crowd, you know, 12. beef it up a little bit. Rizzo saying the announcer's a little new. I've, I've heard him announce before. Well, you know, Paul was calling him out on it in ladders, but, you know, Paul's got so many skill sets. He's he's done the announcing at the tournaments, and let's face it, he's loud on the radio. We show don't up, know that. Show so. up in two weeks. See, <laughs> see where I'll be. Uh-oh. I'm just saying, I don't know. That's all right. Jaffairs wants your headset anyway, so. That's all right. Shout out to the Pope. Sure, he's listening in down in Florida. All right, Rosalind has the track here. Westbury's 13 26. That's fifth? Fifth place. Okay. That's a respectable fifth place time. All right, here comes Rosalind. He's got it going a little squirrely as he approaches. Now he's in the right spot. See if he can let him off before the hygiene, and he doesn't. Been a problem for a lot of people today. They're just too deep at that hydrant. You know, you got to give that hydrant man an opportunity to get his arm out and approach. Yeah, I, without knowing that much about Rosalind, I don't know how much experience he has, but he didn't seem to be able to make an effort to get back to it if he could, Paul. Maybe he could have. Time for Rosalind. 16.91. 
1691. If you were a little deep, would you try and bail a little early to, to save the run? Uh, yeah, especially a state <laughs> tournament. Well, we're not that here, but no. it, it didn't seem like a, a much of a. Still got to be the 1326. Oh, he, he looked like he actually dropped a couple too. Yeah, when he got off, he did. He didn't look like he was ready. But we said that in Sea Ladder, remember? We said the four guys didn't look ready to get off the back of the truck. So that may be um, an experience factor or a reps um, factor affecting all that. All right, we're going to have Merrick take their spot, number their five on your program. The Buckeyes coming into the Next contest. Next team on the line running out of turn will be Merrick, Buckeyes, Freeport Nighthawk without, combined. Without permission. Helpful. I didn't hear permission granted, so this could be the first. Come on, Paul. Let's Suffolk guys know we're in there, so anything goes. Anything goes. <laughs> oh, boy. Young, young Rizzo giving us some garbage up here now. Him telling us now to go back east. Then it's you and Jackie. Is that really what you uh, want? Now, look, we're getting it from all sides. <laughs> I just, now Annarella's giving us stuff. I thought you guys were the only two people from Suffolk that were here. That's we're right. just about. <laughs> us North, well, that's not true. North Lindy, no, East Farm. Actually, there's a couple, east couple teams, uh, four or five teams, actually. So. Yeah, so that's that's good. You know, this this equates to, like, racing in Ridge in the middle of the summer. Not how many Nassau teams. And how about Rocky Point last night? I want to give a little credit to Rocky Point. Uh, for their their third place, I believe, finish yeah, at the uh, Old Fashioned State. You know, yep. they're only a team that's been around for a few years, and I give them a lot of credit for for they show up to a lot of fundraising events and stuff like that. They got a, got a nice group of guys. Well deserved top five. I heard some rumors they were looking at maybe getting a B truck over the last year. Or I so. tell you, another B truck just went upstate. I mean, Brentwoods went to Carthage, so Carthage has two of them. Maybe Carthage can get one over to Rocky Point. Yeah, you get you get started. Or by Miller Places. <laughs> it's much much shorter trailering job. Ah, here comes Merrick. Making his way in towards the hydrogen right here. He's going to give him a shot at it. Let's see. Oh, he stumbles when he gets off. Looked like he got off not balanced, and he really stumbled on his approach and went right past the hydrogen. Now he's having trouble with the nozzle. Wow. And, boy, he solders it on at the end. <laughs> Good term. <laughs> Well, what happened, Paul, was the breaker went a little bit by, and the Nozzleman started to break it himself. Time the American Freeport, 16.32, 16.32. The breaker brought himself back into place, so the Nozzleman let him grab it, and then they struggled a little. And I don't know if the Nozzleman twisted his hand or anything, and then he struggled getting the nozzle on, but at the last second, he did and was able to hit the target. All right, Paul Washington's going to win that contest with a 55. Second place is going to be West Hempstead with a 59, so they're going to still stretch out their lead right here. Third place will be North Lindenhurst. With a 69. Fourth place is going to be North Belmore with a 99. And fifth place is going to be that shot by Westbury. 1326. So I'll give you the totals as we are officially halfway through. Uh, 18 points for the West Hempstead Westerners. They're going to be 7 up on the two teams that are in second place. We have North Lindenhurst 11 and Port Washington 11. And then we're going to go down to Copeg with seven. And North Belmore and Hicksville with four. Move the equipment. The top five still wide open, but it looks like three teams are really leaping out there. Port, North Lindenhurst, and West Hempstead. Just wait for the official tally here. Copeg uh, <coughs> taking a step back, not running that yeah. contest. Would have been nice to see that C-truck out there. They probably could have stole a couple of points there and stayed in the mix. 
Next up, B-Hose. We haven't run that in a couple weeks, right? Didn't get to run it really last week. See, I had a nice shot, but then we had to put it away because of the rain. As soon as we get a score here, Fred, we'll take a break, I believe. Unless you want to take it now. Yes. The results of the C-Hose contest. First place, five points, Port Washington Roadrunners. Second place, four points, West Hempstead Westerners. Third place, three points, North Lindenhurst Piston Knockers. Fourth place, two points, North Belmore Rinky Dinks. And fifth place, one point, Westbury Turtles. Ladies and gentlemen, I have a few announcements. If you give me your ears for a minute. Uh-oh. There's food and iced coffee on the north side of the track. There's a 50-50 going around. All proceeds will go to the Jonathan Perot Fund from West Hempstead. Also, there's T-shirts left uh, for the John Perot Fund. There's a 50-50 going around. I think I said that already. Just a reminder, because I'm stupid. Whoa. And there's wow. been an iPhone found. If you can identify this missing iPhone, please see Chief Scott Clark. Describe it, and you'll get it back. Give me your ears, he said, and we listened All to All right, Fred, I think we're going to do a little business here, no? Uh, we'll be back for the second half of the drill. The Bill Fox Company has been in business over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for the past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and the Yellow Hornets, as well as the Firefighter Combat Challenge Competition. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 43rd year of publishing, they are honored to be the official publication and online coverage of the New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Attention firefighters, are you still tracking your SCBA cylinders using paper and pencil? Stop the insanity and get the CAT Cylinder Accountability Tag System from Coastal Fire Systems. The CAT makes refilling cylinders simple and easy, ensuring that your members never overfill a cylinder or fill one with an expired hydrostatic testing. Let the CAT system handle the wrecking keeping, inventory, alerts, and OSHA paperwork for you. There's only one place you can get the CAT system, and that's Coastal Fire Systems. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com for details and information. 
The 2017 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 18th and 19th at the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. The new venue was a huge hit in 2016. It's bigger and better, and 2017 will deliver many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product line and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola. And SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Titan Group is back supporting drill team racing after a strong off-season of our own. Our new headquarters, now located in Bohemia, Long Island, is now fully equipped with an in-house screen printing operation, coupled with our embroidery setup that you've come to trust. Become a member of Team Titan to take advantage of our new custom team website ordering system. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing and search Titan Group DTR on Snapchat to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. With 20 years of experience in the apparel industry coupled with 20 years of racing experience, we know what you need. Pants, jerseys, jackets, helmets, we've got it all. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind on the arch or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up, get on, the Titan Group. Not every evolution in vehicle rescue technology costs tens of thousands of dollars. The Beluga glass cutter finally makes windshield removal quick and safe, and fire departments can add the Beluga glass cutting kit to their rescue setup for only $5.95. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com to check out the Beluga in action. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's Wings. Integrated Wireless Technology is proud to be part of the 2016 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets and sound-off signal emergency lights. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom-engineered radio solutions, licensing assistance, dispatch solutions, and top-notch reliable service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. Coastal Fire Systems is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams, Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RAT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyatt's Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves, as well as the future in thermal imaging technology. Coastal is also the one-stop dealer for Petzl, Scott, CMC, and Colorado Bailout Systems, along with professional training to keep your members sharp and meet New York State requirements. For more information, check them out at www.coastalfiresystems.com. Rosenbauer Fire Apparatus is proud to be named as the exclusive fire apparatus manufacturer of New York State drill teams. Rosenbauer is the number one manufacturer of fire trucks on the planet and the industry leader in the next generation of reliable safety evolutions like the Smart Aerial Control System. If your department is considering an apparatus purchase, start the conversation with the local team at Eagle Fire Equipment and ensure top-notch service with their partners at Nassau Fire Apparatus. Call area code 855-222-1075 or like them on Facebook. And we are back for B-Hose. 
First team on the line, about ready to go, be the East Farmerdale Harris. Currently no points on the day. State record in this event, 755, held by the West Hempstead Westerniers. Westerniers, I heard that earlier. It's not the first time I've heard that, so I'm starting to think yeah. maybe it is. Yeah, maybe the Suffolk guys don't know what we're talking about, Paul. Track record and the all-time Beho's record, 738. Patrick 40 Thieves, set in 1993. Ah, here comes East Farm at the hydrant. Chuck Fishtail did not submit to He's got water in the hose. Man, put the nozzle on! They're going to be so happy! Oh, he doesn't get back in time. You know, Paul, you made a great observation. Fishtailed a little bit at the hydrant, which you said you like, because it did it through the hydrant, man, just, and just a little bit at the hydrant, but it did the same at the nozzle, a little more exaggerated, but the nozzle man's got to feel that, maybe bail a little earlier, I and think really gotta, get himself back. Lenny, I think he's got to break that Time back. Time Farmingdale. Let him run it. 0.29, 2029. Well, I'm just taking it from the aspect. Hell of a bucket Next team on the line in North, Lindenhurst Piston Knockers. I'm just going uh, from the nozzle man. Once you feel it sliding like that, you got to go. I just thought they were so deep. I don't know if they were going to have an opportunity to get back or not because yeah. he really threw the handle down. I mean, he had the water in the hose ready to go. Yeah. That's a hell of a shot for East Farmingdale if they can get it on up there and hit the target. Again, the breaker man gets thrown toward the coupling a little, so he don't care. Yeah. But the nozzle man, I mean, he was he was he dancing was, on that new drainage, drain. I think. He was yeah. in a drain over there. Yep. But he's got to recognize that and just bail a little bit earlier. Yeah, I think the driver's got to recognize it and let him run in. <laughs> I, yeah, I agree. He's got to drop him out, out a little bit and let him let him. Yeah, why, why put it on the edge, you know? I mean, I know it's the water here at Hempstead all, but, man, got to know your personnel. Well, that's definitely a contributing factor is the, the excellent uh, water time here. What was announced? I didn't hear it earlier. It's in the mid-60s, I yeah, believe. 66, I think. 66? I, North Lindenhurst currently second place with 11 points, so big shot for them if you're thinking about the overall totals for the day. Looks like we're almost ready. Track's cleared up here at the top. So if you are here at the Hempstead Invite, get to the edge of your seat. One of the better B-Host teams in the state on the line right now. Really one of the most consistent uh, overall drill teams for, what, 40-something years now, Paul? I mean, no doubt. North Lindy year in and year I mean, there's other ones. You know, CI's, CI's done the thing with Sable and all, but North Lindy since the late 70s, early 80s, just always bringing it. Bringing it right down, B-Host. They take off. At the hydrant, he's off, hand out, water in the hose. Now that's how you run in up at the top. He drops him in a good spot. Nozzle on. Oh, he blasts the target. Nice. They are going to be thrilled with the number they hear right now. Let's see if he's thrilling telling it. Time, Time for, for North Lindenhurst. 7.82. Like a walk in the park. Yeah, yeah. They look like there wasn't much effort to it. I know there is. Maybe it's a Sunday. Maybe it's Sunday. A lot of practice time goes into that, but they made it look easy right there, folks. That was the Sunday 782 call. <laughs> Nozzle Man shut up. He had all day right all there day. to tell you. Really? Leave out a line of combination team of Merrick and Freeport. That's Excellent. a great point. Excellent observation, Jack. You're right. He was he was waiting. 782. So if Northland is coming here and they're trying to get themselves going, outside of that C ladder shot, they're having a decent day. Probably all set up by that rerun, right? And three-man ladder. Had a inauspicious start to the day, but came right back when they got the rerun and put some numbers up on the board to get some points. So again, we have a handful of seconds here. Just a reminder, the Roadrunner raffle is going on as well. And 
Again, anybody else that wants to get their fundraisers out there, let us know about it. But yes, raffle tickets are on sale for the road. Is that the best Beho shot of the year? What is? Somebody look that up. The best Beho shot of the year? Really? Is it? You know, with all of your critiques uh, of our announcer who is donating his time, the word is out there, Paul. They're calling for you to take over the mic. What? I don't know if that means they want you off the radio or they want you to be announcing the tournament or maybe Who a little bit that? of both. That is from Bill Henry. Oh, yes. Ah, here comes Merrick. Makes the approach at the hydrant. He's off, hand out. Oh, he caught it. Now he throws down the stick with the same hand that he caught it with, but up at the top. Drops him deep. These guys need to get out of video with North Linderhurst's drop and, and slow it down. And see where they're taking that step off the truck at the top. That's where you got to be dropped. You could see that hydrant push off the bar pole and do everything he could to get back, and, and, and he just catches the hydrant. And I don't know about you guys, Lenny, but man, I'm back in the day. 17.35, 17.35. Next team on the line, the Levittown Rebels. Back in the day when we were trying to become a really good team, late 80s, early 90s, uh, we had to go out and buy a four-head VCR so we can get it in super slow-mo. We only had a two-head VCR at the time. We spent the money one night after practice over at PC Eight Richards and we get one. But we were so critical of where people were taking their first step off the trucks on the drops that we wanted our guys dropped there. We were looking at the best ladder teams. We were looking at the best hose teams and at all the placement. Where are these guys getting off the truck that they're able to run in and do their job? Yep. And, I mean, there's a, a certain scenario right there with Merrick. It once again, just like East Farm, it was just too deep. Yeah, definitely too deep at the top end. I don't know if the Nas man pulled a hammy. I'm going to see when he walks away if he's limping a little. But he looked like he tried to plant. He could. There was no way he was stopping in time. I don't care who you are, but he might have might have popped a hammy there. Uh, ah, walking gingerly, but seems to be all right. If you want to, if you want to get better though, you gotta, you know, if you're not there yet, you gotta watch a good team. You gotta, you gotta look at a. I mean, everybody does things a little different, but generally speaking, there are there are certain similarities that that you need to be doing. And, you, know. you know, it's an interesting uh, point you bring up, Paul, about videotaping and all. It really revolutionized the sport, I think. I mean, we've been able to tape it and go back right. and, and critique it, and then you know, a guy can't BS. Paul at the hydrant can't say, oh, you dropped me deep, right. if it didn't really happen. The tape don't lie. And we, we would time guys nozzle on. We were trying to put the nozzle on in 6-2 or whatever it was in B-Hose, and you had to have the right drop to be able to do that. Now, if you're watching a North Lindy tape, you can see what they're doing. Levitown at the hydrant. He's off, right-hand turn. He's Oh, he double-crossed it. Now he's got water in the hose. He drops them real slow, so they're on top of him. They got, oh, my God, he thought he had the nozzle on. Now he's got water on the track. A lot of snake in the hose all the way down, so it came up a little bit short yep. at the top end. Now he's on the target. Thought he had it on. Popped off with the water. Time for the Rebels. 1-5.36. 15-36. Next team on the line, the... Port Washington Roadrunners. I right, Port Washington and currently tied with 11 points North Lindy. North Lindy has that 782 up here. Let's see how Port Washington will respond. You know, these teams can run hard all day unless West Hempstead struggles a little bit and has a little hiccup. They're not going to be able to catch them. 
it's, it's again, it's it's one of the tournaments where West Hampstead really just they have to point out. You know, there's yeah. not that many teams that can come in between and, and uh, knock things down. But if they blow an event, that's where one of these guys can get right back in the tournament. Yeah, we say it often now in these 15-team tournaments. That's it. First, number one, get out to a lead. Because if you can get out to a lead, boy, it's tough to overcome because you can point out the rest of the day. Did you guys go through um, the Western Tournament three-man ladder? Did Not yet, but give it to us. It's the okay. 1 o'clock start, so I guess yep. they got it going. Point Pleasant, first place in three-man ladder, 679. Henrietta right on their tail with a 681 in second. And then Main Transit with a 686 in third. So those three teams, real tight, Spencer Port in fourth. All, all, all three would have placed in this drill. Yep, Spencer Port with a fourth with a 771. And North Greece, Lil Squirts with a 781 in fifth. So, uh... Jessica, we appreciate the info. Pass it on. And 679 was first place, Lenny. That would have been fourth place here, yep. so two points. 79-81-86. Yeah, 79-81-86, so pretty tight. All right, looks like the track's ready for the Port Washington Roadrunners. 782 in their wheelhouse. They need everything to go right from water on to target up. I don't care what team you are. You want to run a 7, it all better go right. Yeah, it's your story. Story, Michael? Let's, let's see. We're going to go back to that that stick hand. Let's see if Donald can make a little bit of correction on it. He's coming in. Dropped here. Oh, truck goes out to the middle of the street. Much better on the stick hand there, though. Not as good as he could have been. Up at the top. going to be able to target it. Nazalan. Oh, he's a little bit right. A little bit right. Man, that truck. Every truck slides down the hill here into the hydrant. That one went out to the street. Roadrunners 8.09. 8.09. Oh, I thought Donald made a nice adjustment. To, uh, you know, Next nice team on the line on that Hassett Lakeville Minuteman. It's not easy as a hydrant man. When that truck goes the opposite direction of the hydrant, he had to give a little extra leap. His, his, his stick hand was much better on that one. What would you think, Jack? Definitely yeah, better? I, I definitely think it was better. And, uh, you know, the, the truck's sliding away from the hydrant, and then you got to go back towards Ooh. it. He made a really nice adjustment. It looked like he uh, the dragger, I don't know if he dropped the hose, but he, he almost ran out of hose yeah. there, too. Yeah, well, they went probably another step or two further than they thought they were going to, based on where the truck went. Up at the top, a little low right on the target hit. It definitely wasn't in the caliber of North Lindy's shot with terms of target hit. But even if he blasts that target, I don't know if they beat North Lindy's time. It would be very so. close. I, I believe it could be high 7-8. I don't think it was low 7-8. So and that nine. probably goes back to the water on. Did you get any water ons here, Len? Yeah, I was off on the overall time. I'm trying to go by the line because I can't see the light, but I was way off on the overall, so I'm not even going to give you a number. All right, so second place so far for Port, 8.09. So, yeah, for, for everything we just talked about, an 8.09 still a, a very respectable run. Yeah, and it's, you know, that's going right to be pretty good points here overall. I mean, we do have East Ice up in the mix here. Yeah, you see them you got West warming Hempstead, up in the back. But, you know, there's only a handful of teams that can run an 8.09. Oh, yeah. That's that's out. I'm actually curious how that how that ended up going that way. I, you know, you don't see that too often. I've never seen it <laughs> at Hempstead, especially when you always slide down the hill. That was really crazy. They like leap to the middle of the track in the break. I've been has it now. There, I'm telling you, he has to really be particular where he drops him because this truck is out in the track. He's got to give him room to run into that hydrant. Here they come, and he does. And he's, nope, nope. Double clutched it at the... Oh, his form looked pretty good coming in. Yeah. Oh, he just, I don't know if he jammed the coupling or what happened. Has a tendency to roll his wrist a lot, and he rolls it right under the coupling. Time for the Minutemen, 12-16. <laughs> Next team on the line, Oyster Bay, <laughs> Teddy's Boys. All right, Oyster Bay, 
talked about him a lot today. Daryl's going to be excited when he goes back and listens to this. <laughs> they like me. They really like me. Outside of his performance driving, though, it's been pretty good. <laughs> Where's Minnie when you need him? Dude, I saw him floating around. Yeah, I saw him as well. Hard to miss that hair. Yeah. And the new tattoo, you know. Yeah, he's all tatted up. I think we have a plane landing behind the start line, do we? <laughs> a jumbo jet. Looks like we might even get a peak of sun. I hope we don't, because this cloud cover is actually feeling pretty good. It would be a hot day without it. Keeping it bearable. we got a nice breeze up here in the arch. A little more humid when you go down uh, trackside. How about that drain system doing its job, right? How many years, Lenny, do you have to come here and you have to pull the hose this way and pull the hose oh, that right way over. before you can roll it up, right? Yep. Well, that takes time. Now they're just laying in the drain. Yeah. So what Paul's referring to is they have a drain, folks, that they put in a trench drain that last that starts about 10 feet past the hydrant and goes till about 5 feet in the nozzle line where it doesn't matter where your coupling is, it, it's going to catch it. And then there's two more drains down at the nozzle end and two more or three more drains uh, on each end at the hydrant and the nozzle. So... Again, Hempstead, uh, Twan told us, making some improvements here each year. Um, nice to see them chipping away each year, improving on something. And like like he said, they got the state coming up here. What it was it, 2017? If they get this thing paved, man, it's going to be it's already back a good, in its heyday. It's already a good facility, but back to its heyday. Still some issues with the north side bleachers, I guess, which is something they want to address. And uh, I'm sure they will before the state uh, next year. Gives them a year and two weeks, but who's counting? All right, Oyster Bay has the track. One point on the day. With the sea truck, first time out. Here come the boys. That went out to the middle a little as well. Gives them real good room with the hydrant. Oh, he misses the stick. Now he's got the water down. Up at the top, breaks it himself. Now, now this time he had a little bit of trouble. Water in the dummy lane. Water out of the dummy lane. Yeah, we have a sprinkler ah, system going on down good. here. Now he leaves the cup and Oh, he gave him the high sign, but he doesn't have the nozzle oh. on. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh. Sorry. He says I got it, yeah. but he didn't have it. Now he's got water all over there. Now he gives him the high sign now again. Remember, there's the no point. overtime. This is going to now misses it. Now he shuts off the water. This the is going to be a hefty sea hose. Wash some of the paint off the lines here. Not making fun, just describing what's going on. That was a... Uh, Time for the Teddy's Boys. Series of errors. 2-9.65. As excited as the 782 right there. So it seems like I a while ago. Line, the call plays frost. Seems like a little while ago, but the start of that race, at the hydrant again, the truck seemed to jump out to the middle a little bit, Paul. It's I'm wondering, are these drivers cognizant of that little drop-off like you talk about, or that slide in there doesn't look maybe like steering out a little? I don't know. Well, that might make it worse, though, if you... Pulling the wheel it's, a little it's, left. It's it's weird that it's happening in the brake, actually. It's yeah. Really, I don't think that they're steering out. Me I, don't, neither. I don't know. 20 years from now, someone's going to pull out this scorecard and say, 29.65. <laughs> I think I made an error. Super That's not even a good bucket run. That mu must be a 9.65. 9.65. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, call place. Call place a little downer because the sea truck went down before sea ladder. They haven't run in the last two contests. So they're well-rested. Anxious, I'm sure. Jumping I bet you they were anxious for that sea truck today with Sean Brody jumping in it. The first tournament as he's driving that sea truck, I'm sure they were looking for good things to happen. And then it goes down. It's got to be awfully disappointing for the Frogs. 
little cleanup going on here at the top of the track where we just had the mishap with Oyster Bay. Yeah, I think you're underestimating that. I think it's a lot of cleanup more than yeah. a little. Actually, you know what? That that whole north side of the track past the crack in the road right there, you shouldn't even worry about because if they're over there, they got bigger problems. Yeah, but the nozzle line, from the nozzle line back 20 feet, is soaking wet, mm. and then obviously past the nozzle line, not just in front of the target, but in the middle of the track. So might have to keep a watch on these last couple of B trucks, see if they uh, have the butt end of the truck coming around a little more than they normally do. Good drivers and being observant is a big help in a situation like this. Yeah, going back to what you said before, you got to keep them, drop them back a little bit, let them run in. Exactly. With Don't speed. With speed. With speed yeah. yep. right. And that's again the what the better teams we're going to see them do it. I'm quite sure. Uh, and what we're talking about, folks, that nozzle man's going to have to get off a little bit hotter and attack that coupling and then get under control just in time that you're not slip sliding away. Uh, you know, your feet right. are sliding out from underneath you. Track's been given to the frogs. He's lined up tight. I like where he's lined up. Let's see if they can keep him back so he gets a run in on it. Jumps a little bit to the center. He's still out there. Oh, he's off hot. Oh, he got the stick down. Let's see at the top. He clicked it, then he went back, got the stick. He's got to get that nice. Oh, all right. I tell you what, it's not a bad shot overall for the Frogs. Frogs wearing Islip Wolves shirts. Yeah. Time for call place 8.56. 8.56. I thought that breaker man was going to be in trouble. He looked like he was stumbling a little bit. Next team on the line, the Westbury Turtles. Did a fine job. Got in and got out. Reached in a little more. I think he's got to throw like, that coupling, though, man. He left it there yep. a little close. Nice job at the hydrant. He stuck his arm out even though they went towards the middle of the track. He gets it, then has to go back and get the stick. So, I mean, 8-5, they can improve on that. I, I've been noticing that uh, C-Hose and B-Hose, a, a lot of breakers just leaving a coupling almost All right day. in front of the nozzle. A lot. And it's just a real basic fundamental thing. Is, you know, if, you just, if you're just cognizant of it, it shouldn't happen, you know? And again, I, I, I was never the breaker. I think you broke a little bit, didn't you, Jack? Broke a lot of hearts. <laughs> but yeah, uh, a lot of phones, a lot of hearts. You got three jobs. Right? Oh, 9.50 again. But you have, yeah. Oh, Mr. Tom. Three jobs. Get the coupling off, get it out of the way, and then get behind the nozzle man in that order. And, you know, nobody's going to bitch if you do the first two right and you don't quite make it there for the third. I mean, you'd like, ideally, you want it to get there, you but. You bitching earlier about it. <laughs> wow, that guy didn't even break the coupling. <laughs> So he only had two jobs. He had one job. <laughs> get off the truck and get behind him. Uh, Westbury, 2.782, 809, 8.56 by Carl Place, third. So the familiar Westbury Turtles B-truck with the American flag blazing across the hood. Making the approach. Burke drops Kenny with a lot of room. Whoa, he's got water on. Going to be about the target hit down here. That's Danny Cornell. Oh! But the breaker man was a split second late getting it off. Danny Cornell there. making an appearance. Now he's on the flap. He, he, he tried to turn it on, and he rolled it right to the ground. Yeah, I thought the breaker man froze just a little bit getting it off. Time for the Turtles. 1-6.10. 1610. Also, I think if you watch video of that run, you'll see that Kenny might have been dropped a little bit back at the hydrant, and he lunged forward. He knew it. He knew he had to attack. And that's what we talk about, maybe making up for not the perfect drop every time. Yeah, good experience right there. He also had a really good, that might have been the quickest stick hand of the day in terms of a bang-bang right there. He's fun to watch right at the hydrant. He's uh, one of the good ones. I see him on the line, the East Islip Guzzlers. All right, East Islip. 
First time they're going to put B-Hose down the track this year at a tournament. They're tight. Where did Danny wow. Cornell come out of? Did he jump on the truck halfway down? He didn't run C. He's looking spry, though. Look at him, cat-like. Yeah, I'm Getting sure over that guardrail. Looking to uh, take advantage of his experience and quick hands. Yeah. Didn't quite pay off for them right there, but... All right, East Eisterman, yeah, he's playing it real tight. This is the yeah. Bay Shore style. I mean, he's he's got to be lined up, what, six inches or Wait, less than you, a foot from the clock? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the one thing they could worry about right here is sometimes if Tommy keeps this a real dead straight line, he's not going to have any rubber, and the truck is going to slide and fishtail of the where, hydrant. Where he's lined up now, where, I yeah, agree. Yeah, he's going to come right past that timing light, but if he doesn't hop out a hair, get a little bit into that rubber, I know this from experience. It happened to me. I lined us up too tight, and we slid right through, and didn't work out. We keep using that E-word, experience, and we know Dry was got it. So, see what Tommy can do here for the Guzzlers. But yeah, he's he can't be more than a foot yeah. off the lights, right? Yeah, yeah but I mean, he's he's Chuck's Chuck's if he can just drive this right and give Chuck a chance, Chuck's going to be dead on that. Oh, this is going to be just a what lightning. you need. Yep. Less real estate between the guy getting off the truck and the hydrant. First time this breaking man and slack man have got off in a tournament situation at Beho, so I'm sure they're a little anxious as well. East Islip. See where they end up. Yep, he's just going to nip it. He is just in that out there. It's hot. It's hot. Oh, he had it, but he missed the stick. Thick. He, he connected, but just didn't get the stick. He had so many hard stopping steps. It was so low, he actually went under the stick. And then had to go back and get it. But you know what? Time for East Islip. 8.69. 8.69. I think I know where you're going, Paul. There was two swipes on the nozzle there. Next team yeah. on the line, Copay Yellowbird. I don't know if he would have had the nozzle on. if. Uh, They're if close to running a heavy B-Hose number, boys. That was a hot drop. That was a hot drop. And you can see the truck. It just got out where I said it needed to be, you know? He's created, looks like, new, new tracks right there on the inner side, but he is within that rubber. But, boy, did you see those stopping steps by Chuck? His feet were going a mile a, mile a minute. Uh, still, to me, the most exaggerated one maybe was, and I can't remember his name, the guy from New High Park that ran a couple of years ago with those pitter-patter yeah. steps. Yeah. Uh, but it worked. And, and now you're not doing that hard one plant that if you are in water, your feet aren't going out from under you. But it is relatively dry there at the hydrant, actually. Yeah. It's not too bad. All right, we're going to go to Copig. That 8.6, I believe, is fourth right now, fifth? Little rundown. 7.82, North Lindy. 8.09, Pro Washington. 8.56, car place. Yeah, fourth place, 8.69. Lucky dog. Anybody want a gander? 12.16. Wow. wow. That's another half of a run, right? Should do it in eight flat. That's another half a run, another four seconds. <laughs> Running ahead. Seahawks. Seahawks time can sitting in fifth place. Copig. <laughs> Driving it in. That truck goes a little bit to the middle. He's off. He's got water. Oh, water across the track. Put the couple in. He hit. He hit metal to metal, but it just didn't click. Yeah, it's water curb to curb now at the hydrant, and only a handful of Ooh. teams left. Time for Copake, 11.80, 11.80.
That is yeah, that's your fifth place shot. I saw one of our fine officials, Sully, out there. He was Next team on the line, the Hicksville Hicks. Looking to shut that water flow off, try and save a little bit of water on the track. You used to get mad at the officials when they would do that to you, Paul, when you were washing the track, they would come running out and try and help you? Never noticed. <laughs> <laughs> Too much other crap going on by that point. <laughs> Learning new curse words. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Screaming at Harry. <laughs> no. Yeah, ironically, I don't. I don't think that water affects the hydrant man as much as it's going to affect the driver yeah. trying to get get away uh, from agree. there and get down the, get down the course. Well, it depends. You know, you run a 45, that water comes back a lot more than if you run a 33 or a straight. Then you're aiming that water down the track. You run a 45 and it hits your lap, then you're then you're in the way of the next guy that runs hydrant. But if you miss and it's going down the track with your adapter, you're right. It's going to affect the driver. We have a little bit of extra cleanup. I want to promote one more time the Survivor Racing Pool. We just mentioned Harry Penny. It's uh, the proceeds, half of it is going to the winner, half is going to Harry. It's the Wildcat Survivor Racing Pool. Uh, either come see me on the arch today or anybody from Bayshore will have sheets. And a lot of people have done it over the years. <coughs> We've raised some money for some good causes. Uh, some of the winners were Tim Nazowitz, Daryl Ronaldo, Richie Cotty, Dr. Jennifer Harrison Tanzi, and uh, Corey from Copeg. So. This is our sixth year, and uh, again, the money's going to the winner and to a good cause. So uh, come on out, play often, and, and good luck. All right, looks like Hicksville's about ready. Four points. Hicksville could use a good shot right here. Somebody needs to get themselves in the mix for the top five. There's a whole bunch of teams coagulating down there. So coagulating. Who's it going to be? Maybe it's going to be the Hicksville Hicks. Quiet has come over the crowd. Where's the orange crush? They used to have a group, right? There's, yeah. there's a small group of crush. The only bright orange is Chappy Shoes, I think. Nice. Ah, here comes Hicksville. He's going to have to leave him back a little bit, especially if they jump center. Brings it into the hydrant. They go in. Oh, he stumbles in the way. Yeah. He got recovered. top heavy. And just, yeah, you're right. He almost got it before he got to the hydrant. Yeah, but he was still gaining his balance, and yep. then his hand wasn't lined up pole, and he just didn't hit it square or round or whatever you want to call it, but bounced off the Time for Hicksville. 9.35, 9.35. Point. So far, that'd be your fifth place shot now. Next With on the line of North Belmore Rinky Dink. Maybe North Belmore will take a little jump forward into the top five. Yeah, Somebody, anybody. I, I thought we'd see a little more from the Rinky Dinks today. It's a great opportunity to... Uh, they ran a 12.99. Lenny, what do you want them for? 5.65, 12.99. You're hammering them. I understand. They got four points. Jesus. Thought you'd see a little bit more. They're 14 behind first place. And I'm not hammering them. <laughs> oh, my God. It's so sensitive now. One wash the track comment at the hydrant, and now all of a sudden you're getting all pissy on me. Look at Darty work that roller, huh? This guy does it all. He's on the radio. He's on the roller. With precision. He's a freaking digger. This guy's insane. Is he listening? Looks like, looks like he's listening. He, he officially made the transition from old-fashioned racing man to uh, motorized yeah, racing. Yeah, yeah. Well, don't tell him. No, I won't. Not Look for a couple him. weeks, at least. You wouldn't see the old Darty sprinting back to the Hydra, would you? You know, I was going to make a comment earlier. Be a I mean, anyone that's been around racing knows uh, John took off quite a bit of weight in the off season. I wonder if that's made him more athletic in some of those other races. He was always fast. 
you know, he could always get down the track. He was the fastest man at his weight. Credit to the big guys right there. Well, it, it, it probably it's, it's probably gotta help, help him digging. It's gotta help him. So hats off to him. These other Westerners up here, though, they don't seem all that impressed. Western ears. <laughs> Western ears. I'm not so sure that he voluntarily took off the weight. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> here comes the double. <laughs> They're going out. Now he straightens it out. Let's see. Off, hand out, water in. Man, it's going to be about a target hit up here. They do a nice job creeping in. He's off. Oh, he struggles with the muzzle, uh, and he doesn't get it on. I'd have to watch again. He still has it sideways, Paul. Look, you see a half Do you think he's right? a little bit too far back and not over? It looked like he was leaning back a little bit when he got there. It's possible. I don't think it came up. Uh, Where little, I'm assuming he wants green up, red is down, upside down. And of Time course for North Pole Ball, 1-5.75. 1575. Had well, a good run written all over it. Well, well again, what we're talking Next about. Team on the line, the West Hempstead Westerners. Is when the starting thread is up, most, almost all teams have one side of the hose painted one color, the other side another color. And that tells the nozzle man, yes, the starting thread is up, and that's usually the green side. Red, it's upside down. You have to take it and either move, twist the nozzle in your hand, or what I would do is grab the coupling and twist it a half a turn. And it, it looked like he had a little issue with that, and he didn't quite get it around enough. Yeah, I got it. I think he uh, also, you know, the old adage in football, you took your eyes off the ball before you caught it. It looked to me like he started to look at the target before the nozzle was on, and, uh, you know, he swiped through it. I, I, yeah, I thought he was a little laissez-faire. Like, he wasn't <laughs> attacking it as much as, you know what I'm saying? Like, it just seemed like he thought he, it was not, like you were just saying, he had it. It was in the bag. Right, right. right. Paul, you spoke French. Oui, oui. <laughs> Yes, uh, but when you do it right, it might look like it, but it's not really a finesse sport. you got to no. attack everything. You yeah, gotta be yeah aggressive I agree. With everything. I agree. All right, West Hempstead, 18 points. Can they keep the streak of 5-4? Uh, 5-4. Five, four, five, four. Will it be 5? 782 is the number. It's a solid shot. As the sun makes an appearance here for West Hempstead. Talking about Rizzo or the one up in the sky? Shining on Pat Cloud. The sun. <laughs> well, let's see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you in about nine seconds. There we go. <laughs> Makes the approach. He can bring it in a little bit. He's off. Right hand turn. Oh, click right across the top. I don't know if he had enough slack right there. I'm not going to blame it on the slack man, but he definitely short-armed it when he got to the hydrant. Now he leaves. He's got coupling. He left it right there. I don't think Brom's strong enough to throw that. That's a heavy coupling. Well, Craig struggled getting the nozzle on. Right, for the Westerners, 10.80. Sometimes that Hydra man can make you look good when you're not so good. Uh, and as I don't think Craig would have had that nozzle on. Uh, yeah. Patrick got the handle on, or the coupling on and the handle down. By the time he got to the Hydra, he short-armed it, and he just clanked off the front. Andrew's looking for a little advice. Throw the coupling. <laughs> Next team on the line, the North Merrick Stump Jumpers. So the sun did not shine nope. on Patrick. At the Maybe it shined on the coupling and was a glare. Maybe that's what it was. Maybe you got to go to shades in this contest. What's going on with these breaking men? You're right. That was ridiculous. You're leaving it right in front of the nozzle. Lenny, what, what did you do to your breaking man when he did that? <laughs> he, got, he was able to do it once, but after that it was, you know, caught a, a rash of stuff. Next. <laughs> and you make him aware of it once. But, again, if it's happening continuously and – and then again, when you you know when we were deep in the pack, we come up and watch the first handful of teams. How slick is it? Has the pressure? Is there a blast? Whatever, and you point that out to each other. You know, you say you break them in, you're down. Hey, just watch. Don't forget, little thing, right? Just a reminder, friendly reminder. But uh, we're seeing it all day here, and and we've seen it all year, really. I think it's it's stuff. Guys, guys get in a habit of doing it, but really, realistically, you should never let someone get into that habit in the first place. That's you know. That's a good point, Jack. And and 
for my whole career, and I ran it uh, 29 years, I practiced every practice. I practiced what I called dry breaks or whatever. I'd break it myself, and I'd break it with my breaker man. And even on those, I had him tossing it, right. you know, not just holding it in his hand. So it's, you know, you do what you practice. And if they're not doing it at practice, then they're not going to do it in the tournament. Uh, North America, Hicksville, set at 9, 35, fifth place. Stump jumpers, they're out in the track. Hopefully he's back. He's got his hand out. Oh, he double clutched it. Now he's got water on the lap. Thought a little long on the break. He wasn't sure if he had it on, Paul. And see, you when can, he did yeah. pull the handle, he was right. He didn't have it on. Normally you don't if you're not sure. No. That hand stops because that hand is yeah. automatic normally. Yep. He it's very hard sure. to stop the hand, but you can tell the cross it. 1-2.09. 12-09. In the, in the amount of a second, he said. Yes, he might align the new Hyde Park termites. He was going for the stick. Do I have it on? I'm not sure. Oh, well, I'm hitting it. And unfortunately, it, it held for a split second, but that was it. I had it hold once when it cross-threaded once. Yeah, not a good percentage. Some, sometimes it's, it holds for a split second like that. Well, the, at one time at Merrick, I was barely on, and when the water came out of the nozzle, the back pressure blew it off the hydrant, oh. but already hit the target. So it was like a 769 or something like that. You didn't, didn't give him much... Uh, no, he had to hit it the first <laughs> drop. Fans love that, though. I, and again, what Paul's talking about, the back pressure hits that nozzle. And you get one blast out of it, and, and you said your brother already smacks the target. Yep. The fans love it. I mean, you light up the target, the hydrogen blows off. Lenny, I first place. I loved it. <laughs> you go up and give him a big brotherly hug? No, I was laying on the ground, seeing all this water pour over. I look up, I see the red light was on. I'm like, what the hell happened? I see the target up. I'm like, he hit that? <laughs> I don't have a complete rundown, but it sounds like 531 might be first in B ladder. Point out for west. Henrietta. Again, I didn't get the full rundown. That was somebody just sent me that little bit of information, so... Uh, Jessica Champion had sent the copy of the scorecard from Three Man. If she could uh, continue to do that, or someone else up there in Western, we'll let everyone know what's going on up there. I uh, knew I'd park. I mean, there's a nine up there that's getting points. New I'd park's got to say, hey, let's put an eight. Let's make it an eight. Let's get it done. Get her done. So, folks, with two teams to go and the sun shining, we're going to get through this today. 145 here on the East Coast. Moving this tournament along. Here come those termites. Makes the approach and the break off. Whoa, he had a long way to go. There was, that was an example of not running over there. He just stretched his arm out. you got to get your whole body going in that direction. He was reaching hard, Paul. I think his arm stretched an extra inch than it ever had, but it still wasn't quite enough. you got to move your, your whole body. 1-2.86. 12.86. We were always conscious here. If we ended up on a line of Roslyn Highland. If we ended up towards the middle of the track, you'd actually have to get off the truck and, and run that way. Turn, go sideways. Maybe jump off the side of the truck a little bit. Yeah, throw yourself on a little bit of an angle from the start instead of dropping off the back. Angle yourself right from the start. Yeah, that, that will depend on, on how close you run. I mean, your, your first two steps are everything, because if you can get the control on the first two, then you can then you can make the hard right if you have to. But you know, if you're, if you're going forward, you can't you can't turn and try and reach. you got to get your whole body going in that direction. Think for how many years, uh, be both B and C hose, before Pacho put the hydrogen on the outside, Hydrant would be the fir the second man in. In other words, the nozzle man was on the outside, then the hydrogen man, and you would drop off the back. And North then Patchogue did it. No, they're in a 750 like that. And then, right, up the but middle. Patchogue changed the, the way people think and started not only going from getting them that much closer, but Gary used to charge off the side of the truck. You know, I, I remember seeing him go past the back tire. You know, 
charging and diving when he wanted to. And again, that just brought stick times down tremendously. So, uh, you know, here we are how many years after those dynasties, and we still talk about some of the, the changes Patrick made to the sport. Yeah. Um, Mostly innovative. Good. Yeah, innovative. Yeah. Mostly good. There, there were some negatives, which you know. No, I'm not I, I get would into, say mostly good is right. I yeah. mean, they, they, they are as much a part of making the sport what it is today sure. as anybody. Sure. Yeah, and it's just out of the box thinking I and trying it. I mean, the first time they, they were light years ahead of a lot of a lot of stuff. When they did that, I don't. It probably wasn't until the next year that we said, hey, it makes sense, you know, let's try it. I remember my first time as the Nozman with that hose going behind me and the hydrogen on the outside. I'm like, you better get off, you know, because like, you get that I hose never, right around I your back. I never ran off the middle, ever, and well, I started running late 80s. Okay, well, we were still doing it when I started it in the uh, early 80s. All right, Roslyn, last team to run here at B-Hose, 9.35, can they do it? Making the approach, he drives into the hydrant, fishtail at the hydrant, puts him in a good spot. Oh, and he takes it on, takes it off, takes it on, puts it on, takes it off, <laughs> puts it on, off, who said, off. Who said Paul likes the sound of his own voice? <laughs> on. Not yet. Off, twist. Now he's on, he's on. What? Water in the hose. What was the stick? <laughs> 23-7. Overtime. <laughs> Target. That's going to give that 29 by... Uh, Place the bear, run for that money. 2 24-22. So, again, Paul, you made a comment that the truck, you know, slid into the hydrant a little bit. I think it actually threw the hydrant man one step inside the yeah, hydrant. Uh, he yeah. had to come back out a little bit. He did, but yeah. I'd rather have that than going the other way. Oh, no, no, I hear you. But uh, And he did make the adjustment to get his body in the right spot, but uh, it didn't really go well. Something's obviously that. wrong with that coupling. Yeah. Didn't go well after that. All right, so five points is going to go to those North Leonard Hurst knockers run a 7.82, which we believe could be the time of the year so far. It's going to move them to 16 overall points. Second place, uh, Port Washington, 8.09. They're going to have 15 points overall. Third place is going to be the Carl Place Frogs. Gets them on the board for three. Fourth place, the East Islip Guzzlers on their maiden voyage, behose this year. Two points. And a one point... With a 9.35, actually helps them, puts them now to five overall points, the Hicksville Hicks. Points for the day with three to go. 18. Now, all of a sudden, we're a little closer, everybody. I tightened up a little bit. And you said, you know, you blow one of those contests, and then all of a sudden, everybody's back in the mix. 18, West Hempstead. 16, North Lindy. 15, Port Washington. Then we make a little bit of a jump down to seven for Copeg. That is going to be your fourth place, and then five for Hicksville, just outside North Belmore with four. So there's still some competition to go down the track at the end of the day with yeah. five points and seven points being teams that are going down currently with right. three to go. So the top three teams within three points of each other with three races to go. We're going to have a big finish here, folks. Going to wait for him, Fred? Start this tournament at nine. It'd be over right now. Everybody would be heading to Fire Island. <laughs> Looks like they're working it out over there. Yep. They're almost going to do it. Just about to do it. Team's taking the track for the efficiency contest. Bevy of racers. It's going to be an important contest for who's landed where at the end of the day here. This is motor pump because you know motor pump at Hempstead. Oh, that's a crap Wide open. Brings every, I think it brings more teams into the mix. All right, guys, we're going to go to a commercial. We'll be back for the final three. 
The Bill Fox Company has been in business over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for the past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and the Yellow Hornets, as well as the Firefighter Combat Challenge Competition. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 43rd year of publishing, they are honored to be the official publication and online coverage of the New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The 2017 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 18th and 19th at the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. The new venue was a huge hit in 2016. It's bigger and better, and 2017 will deliver many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product line and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Attention firefighters, are you still tracking your SCBA cylinders using paper and pencil? Stop the insanity and get the CAT Cylinder Accountability Tag System from Coastal Fire Systems. The CAT makes refilling cylinders simple and easy, ensuring that your members never overfill a cylinder or fill one with an expired hydrostatic testing. Let the CAT system handle the wrecking keeping, inventory, alerts, and OSHA paperwork for you. There's only one place you can get the CAT system, and that's Coastal Fire Systems. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com for details and information. The groundbreaking FDNY Electronic Accountability System is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola, and SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Titan Group is back, supporting Drill Team Racing after a strong off-season of our own. Our new headquarters, now located in Bohemia, Long Island, is now fully equipped with an in-house screen printing operation, coupled with our embroidery setup that you've come to trust. Become a member of Team Titan to take advantage of our new custom team website ordering system. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing and search Titan Group DTR on Snapchat to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. With 20 years of experience in the apparel industry coupled with 20 years of racing experience, we know what you need. Pants, jerseys, jackets, helmets, we've got it all. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind on the arch or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up, get on the Titan Group. 
Not every evolution and vehicle rescue technology costs tens of thousands of dollars. The Beluga glass cutter finally makes windshield removal quick and safe, and fire departments can add the Beluga glass cutting kit to their rescue setup for only $5.95. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com to check out the Beluga in action. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course, those famous Fatty's Wings. Integrated Wireless Technology is proud to be part of the 2016 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets and sound-off signal emergency lights. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom-engineered radio solutions, licensing assistance, dispatch solutions, and top-notch reliable service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. Coastal Fire Systems is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams. Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RAT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyatt's Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves, as well as the future in thermal imaging technology. Coastal is also the one-stop dealer for Petzl, Scott, CMC, and Colorado Bailout Systems, along with professional training to keep your members sharp and meet New York State requirements. For more information, check them out at www.coastalfiresystems.com. Rosenbauer Fire Apparatus is proud to be named as the exclusive fire apparatus manufacturer of New York State drill teams. Rosenbauer is the number one manufacturer of fire trucks on the planet and the industry leader in the next generation of reliable safety evolutions like the Smart Aerial Control System. If your department is considering an apparatus purchase, start the conversation with the local team at Eagle Fire Equipment and ensure top-notch service with their partners at Nassau Fire Apparatus. Call area code 855-222-1075 or like them on Facebook. All right, once again, we are back in 2011. The first team on the line will be East Farmingdale's Hares. Yeah, Paul, just a little upstate uh, update in B-Ladder. Henrietta taking it with a 531. Second place, main train. Got one more reminder before we get uh, too far into this. Food and iced coffee is available on the north side of the track. Benefit T-shirts for the Jonathan Perot Fund from West Hempstead. The shirts are available still. There's a 50-50 going around, which will benefit that fund for Jonathan Perot from West Hempstead. Scott, how do we make out with the phone? And we still have an iPhone found. Anybody missing an iPhone? And we can exclude Rizzo. He doesn't have one. So, again, an update from Spencerport, B-Ladder. Henry had a first place, 531. Second place was Main Transit, 722. Third place, North Greece with a 753. Henrietta, 531? Sorry, Lenny. Correct. Henrietta, all right. And that was it. Only three times. We had a no time. By 531 be third here today. No time by point. And then uh, I'm going to squeeze in C-Ladder just quick. Uh, five points for Point Pleasant with a 1035. Second, Henrietta with a 1210. Uh, third, Main Transit. And fourth, North Greece. All right, with that, the East Farmerdale Hare is going to take their spot on the line here at Weir Street for the 68th time. They're going to run efficiency down this track. Not them, but overall in a drill. And he's put water into the lap of the Hydra Man. Now he's put it into the lap wow. of the Hydra Man a second time. 
And now, as the nozzle man has found himself about four feet over the nozzle line, he realizes that maybe we're not attached to they the hydrant. Might have to pull back and they up. better get themselves ready because they have water coming, and the backup man, backup man is, is really going to cause havoc here. Now they put a hole in the hose. They're the first team to run everybody. They got a lot of teams behind them that are going to need this track. Plenty to describe there, Paul. Maybe a little too much. Yeah, you really want to in, out, done next, yeah, right? Yeah, be done. But um, and you bring up a good point. That Time for East Farmingdale. 2-2-point-2-2. 22-22. As he happily says that. Likes to talk about 2 Nothing exciting with his 782 and B-O's. Piston knockers. Well, he got to talk about a 2-2. So that was nice. Two of them. But, uh, again, back to that run, Paul. We both noticed the backup man uh, behind the nozzle was, you know, three, four, five feet further back than he should be. <laughs> Dangerously and too far here away. Here in Hempstead, it's critically important. I have to apologize. Uh, I have some uh, advertising I have to do. The ladder, uh, the trophies for the Seahose, first through third place, were donated by the Rockville Center Woodlands Drill Team. Fourth and fifth place by Protection Hose Company number three. The B-Hose event, the trophies were sponsored by the Volunteer and Exempt Fireman's Benevolent Association. Okay, so thank you to those organizations. That's from Hempstead. But again, um, here, if you've ever run any hose events, but especially efficiency here in Hempstead, that backup man is critical. Uh, yeah. He's got to be set to uh, give the nozzle man a chance to control it. All right, North Lindenhurst, big run here with three to go. They are in second place, two points out of first. So Yeah, they've moved right back into it. It's an important run. Looks like they're ready. They'll be about to call off. Good start. Chris Connell out first, making his approach. Brian Gaston puts water in the hose. Here we go. First lane's down. Second lane's down. Up at the top. Ducky. And he's on it. He's going to be happy with it. Good shot there by North Lindenhurst. I was going to say. Time for North Lindenhurst. 8.91. 891. There's some excitement right there. Eight's not it's on the line. The combination team of the Merrick Buckeyes and the Freeport Nighthawks. Time! Eight, for North Lindenhurst! Eight's not unheard of here in Hempstead again. We Eight! The aforementioned water. Point! Nine! One! I'm just watching Chappie yell at people. 840 is the state record, and it is also the fastest time ever run here. But I believe... Uh -oh. Somewhere down the road, there was an 8-3 run here. Uh, is that a charity there, drill, there maybe? No, a Hunter. Hunter, a hunter? Drill, okay. 8-38, maybe? 37 or 38, something. I like bet that. I can guess the team. <laughs> <laughs> Levittown Rebels. <laughs> yeah. All right, so out of the gate, North Lindenhurst throws an 8 up there. It's not the best 8 you're going to ever see at Hempstead, but you know what? With 15 teams, it's going to be fine and dandy. It's going to work for them. Unless West Hempstead can put up a shot heavier than that, that is a working yeah. shot for you the know, North Lindenhurst Pistonockers. Watching that run, I thought Ducky gave up a step or two early with uh, you know, with the full speed getting it out, but he had a nice head on the target. Yeah. So, you know, it's good to be on the control. I with that, the Merrick Buckeyes. How many of these guys ran last night for the Nighthawks? All of them. Oh, I think the middle middle dragon might have broken Yeah, he's right definitely there. far out there. They do have water in the hose, but you're right. That is going to hurt their overall time if that Hydra-Man isn't getting out first. And he hits the target as well. But you know what? That's going to end up, if he's really breaking the light, that's going to hurt them. Yep. Sticks his thumb in the nozzle, 
Out of respect out. to the Buckeyes Nighthawk combination team, 9.22, 9.22. Respecting the racers coming after Next him. Next on the line of Levittown Rebels. 9.22, and you, like you said, uh, Jack, I think he was out first. o'clock, where are you? Tenth or two. I don't know if it was going to beat an 8-9, but. I don't know if it's going to beat an 8-9, but, you know, a tenth or two is a big, uh, could be a big difference in it. So what Jack and Paul are talking about, for you folks at home maybe not um, seeing it, is one of the draggers with the running start crossed the timing light and actually started the clocks prior to. I think typically you want the Hydra-Man to break the light here in efficiency. Yeah. Um, so that might have cost them a few tenths. Kind of like the first or second man and three man breaking the light. Usually you want the third guy to do it or everybody together, depending on your team speed. I Levittown Rebels. Going to make their approach. So we await the Rebels as they <laughs> prepare to Van Halen's atomic eruption. Whoa! Is that part of your repertoire last night, Len? Yes. You had an atomic eruption. Yeah, there you go. Levittown, and that could have been the second team in a row that had the middle guy. That yeah, loop guy like broke it. it, yep. And they're fighting. Who puts the water on? Did the hop over at the His and her fight. Up at the top, the backup man is facing the stands. Now he hits it. Nozzle man really leaning way back from that nozzle. I don't know if that's... I don't think his body weight was dispersed correctly a, to hang on. 40, Time 40 for the Rebels. 10.90. You like to see the nozzle man leaning Next into it a little line more. Port, Washington back. Roadrunners. It almost like they were opposing each other. The way one guy was leaning one way and yeah. the other was leaning in a different direction. Again, you want to be pulling the hose out and sort of leaning into the uh, the hose and the, and the target to keep it as, as stretched as you can and get your leverage. Uh, look, in the look, right at, spot. look at where that water is too. It's how far away he was where he shot at the target. Yeah. All right. Now we're going to go to Port Washington. Port sitting with uh, 15 points, three points out of first, one point out of second. But North Lindy's already placed an 891 on the board. So what can Port do with that? Is it me, guys, or is there a residue on the track down here by the target? Something, right? We know in the past Levittown's had some pretty good hose. Trying to say, Lenny. Trying to say they get good water out. Is that what you're trying to say? Whoa, whoa. Rizzo making major accusations Alleged, back Allegedly. Here. Allegedly. All right, Washington's going to go through the call-off. All right, no more observations because Rizzo's crying back there. <laughs> The coupling is on. They hit the target. How's that work? Well, they're going to need that if you're Port Washington. 891. Let's see. They're off. Dan Slareno making the approach, and he's got water in the hose. Bang, bang. And that hose is all the way out. Boy, if he can hit this target on the fly, they're going to be real happy. He does. I think this is going to play with the 891. It's going to be in the vicinity. I don't think it's quite as good, but I'm going by uh, time for the Port Washington Roadrunner. It's exciting. Point seven nine. Eight seventy nine. Eight seventy nine. Almost some inflection in the announcer's voice on that. Almost. One. Almost. He's, he's tough to read. He's Next tough team to on read. the line of Manhasset Lakeville Minutemen. Eight seventy nine right there. That's a nice shot. That's a heavy shot. That's a really. <laughs> I mean, when you think about that, that's probably an eight on most tracks. And eight seventy nine here, you take into con uh, consideration the fact that we're at Hempstead, but 
879 is probably an 8 everywhere. The things we described to Paulo, you especially during the run, I mean, he hooked it up good. I had him three twos. Again, it's hard to see on the start, but that's about the only place you could possibly increase if you have a quicker hydro. Yeah. You might not get the hose out. But you know, but the you, hose was yeah, out great. A good hit on a real good hit on the I'm target. I'm not saying this is going to work for them at a place like Main Transit, but at a place like Hempstead, the fact that you put it on in 3-3-3-4 three, 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 and the hose gets the late flat, might be to your advantage. It yeah. helps. And he hit yep. the target. It all comes down if you can hit that target. Yep. He hits the target. And again, uh, sometimes too quick of a hydrant, the guys can't get the hose out, you get kinks, and you, and you don't get the, the water through the hose like you like. So Port Washington is going to place themselves in a position maybe right here with Ooh. two to go <laughs> to be victorious. They all of a sudden have to run a motor pump shot. Yeah, lean back. Still two to go after this. Oh, another Manhasset, yeah, he's way right out. There. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Water's still catching them at the top here. Runs through it, a little miss, and then hits it. I'll tell you, the, uh, the hydrant dragger there cut the uh, coupling guy off if you, if you saw it. <laughs> it was a, it was a, it Attention, was please. The Minutemen will get a rerun due to a digital error. Uh-oh. You know, Yikes. I, I've seen young guys on their team, but I don't think too many of them are on this efficiency team. There's a lot of experience out there, it seems. So we said this about North Lindy early. North Lindy wanted to use this day as a springboard. Well, I think Paul Washington's using it as a springboard as well. Anytime you can get your confidence up by running solid shots, you know, it's a good thing. Yeah, Port, Port had been in a little bit of a, a funk the yep. last two tournaments also, but this is a, a strong showing. So we continue to see a little residue on the track. I guess that's just the water coming out of the pump house then, because it seems to be yeah, for everybody, consistent right? for everybody. How's that for backpedaling? Uh, always very always good. thinking the worst. Sounded like, sound like a 10-speed. <laughs> 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 All right, here comes those Oyster Bay Teddies boys. Jack, just watch that score sheet. It looks like it's going to blow away there. Is that Ronaldo running out a long, far length right there? Wow. In the white shirt? There? Yeah, it is. Oh, boy. Is he going to make it? Is there CPR available I here? I was just going to say, EMS, be on alert. <laughs> Jesus, Lenny. <laughs> you started it. <laughs> I'm just making an observation. I think he broke the light. <laughs> he broke the light. Hey, Daryl, you can't wear red shoes and try and go on the Yeah, you, that's exactly <laughs> it. He broke the light with the red shoes. So up at the top, the back of man has let go. Wow, valiant effort by he the He does a nice man. job by himself. Oxygen to the middle of the nozzle length. Dude, that run just kicked Daryl's ass. First of all, he broke the light. He Second of all, he, he lost his glasses. <laughs> and then he tried to make the attempt Nine like he was going to go back Nine up the nozzle, six man. One. 961. So we got and he landed on his knees hard. Oh, that had to hurt. Not the first time he's been on his knees, but... <laughs> Car plays frogs. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I didn't even realize he was on his knees. And that goes right <laughs> over Rizzo's head. I make a few jokes. Rizzo didn't get any of that. <laughs> Jax was better. <laughs> <laughs> so we got so caught up in watching Daryl and having some fun. What happened to the backup? Call plays rock. Something happened to the backup man, folks. That the last I don't know Darryl 50 feet. Daryl tripped. The yeah, last right. 50 feet, the break. Uh, the backup man wasn't even holding the hose, and the nozzle man did a great job hanging on and and getting some kind of hit there. Yeah. All right, Carl plays frogs. Carl plays an outside shot here with three to go to be a participant in the parade down the track, parade of champions. Three points on the day. You know they can run a little motor pump. They've been running better buckets. Can they put up an efficiency shot right here? So 
Okay. He's battling down there. Go ahead, Len. I'm getting an update from Robbie Miller. Uh, we were talking about the best shot here, and you were guessing, Paul. It was an 837 to Joe Hunter drill in 2011. By, of, of course, the hobo. That is the same year I think they ran the 840 for legit, right? They yeah, the and I, I think actually the Hunter Drill Westbury ran an 840-something also that yeah. the same day. Imagine right? that. Yeah, yeah. Imagine that second place with an 8-4. <laughs> go home. All right, looks like Carl Place ready to go. Frog's been cold off. Let's see if they can get a clean start. <laughs> and they're off. Looks like the Hydrant did leave first. Yeah, Approaches the Hydrant. Water in the hose. Ooh, nice hookup. Yeah, it is. It's going to be up top. Mm, just low and right. Yep. Had the chance for a low nine or a high eight right there. Yeah. Time for call place 9.79. 9.79. I agree, Paul. The potential Next there. Next team on the line of Westbury Turtles. For an eight, I think. And you just, you got to finish the run. That 9.79, currently fifth place with Westbury coming to the line. There's Fuzzball down there, making the rounds, running for mayor. Turned out to be a, a pleasant day. Yeah, the uh, the threat of rain is has appeared to disappear. Actually, see some blue skies and sun's out. People that are here enjoying themselves never had to break out an umbrella, as you said earlier, Paul. I think it was the end of B ladder. We got a, just a few misty raindrops, but nothing to speak of, and it didn't delay anything. So, sun's out, guns out. Boom. <laughs> Wrong thing to say in upset. <laughs> Shoot 'em up, bang bang. <laughs> I talk about a few soap suds, and then you guys are going all gangster. <laughs> Is, the thing is, Lenny, they know we're joking. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I calls them like I sees them. It's just a joke, <laughs> yeah, is it really? <laughs> I thought I heard fireworks before, and it's pretty pretty sunny out. <laughs> I looks like Westbury's about ready to go. Daryl's still trying to catch his breath, walking down <laughs> the sideline. Looks like they let him carry the nozzle to make him feel important. Westbury's got water in the hose. He's holding that on, oh, and now he loses it. You could see it. What the call. water was spurting out. What a call, Paul. Yep. He got maybe one length of hose filled. Yep. And, uh, he tried his best. Yeah. Especially it doesn't work in the first seat because you get that big pull on the hose. Yeah. Now he hits the target. And at that point, I, again, it didn't seem like it was crossed, but maybe no. he only got a, a sixteenth of a turn or something on it. So Time for Westbury, 18.32. 1832. Depending on how good your threads are and how much you pay attention to that, it'll hold at an eighth, uh, you know, or a quarter most of the time. But uh, like you said, in efficiency, it gets a little tug or a little twist. Forget it. That's some of the little things that, you know, it's actually something we don't talk about often is how important it is pay attention to those threads, whether it's the hydroman or the nozzleman or even the coupling men. Um, after a while, folks have beating these threads together constantly, um, they do start to round, uh, is the term we used to use, right? They round off rather than have that sharp point where they grab real good. And once they start getting rounded, they go together easier, but yeah. they don't stay together as long. Right. In efficiency, I used to, uh, my, my turn on man, actually, I, I would hit the hydrant and then hold the hose off, and he, after the handle was down, put the extra crank on it just to make sure, you know? Next team on the line, the Copake Yellowbirds. 
Alright, Kopech currently seven points. They could use a shot right here to help them out to get down the track at the end of the day. The birds. Looks like they're ready to go. Call off happening. And they're off. Good start. Kopech makes the approach. He's got water across oh. the track. Did he have a chance, Paul? Uh, or does it stick yeah, me in a no, little? No, 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 no. I thought yeah. he had a chance. He just missed. This nozzle man stops at the wrong line. Yeah, yeah. Which any nozzle man should know. Every nozzle line is a double white, not a solid white. And he stopped at a solid white. So that's going to hurt Kopech's chances, even though they're still hanging around the top five. It's going to bring us to... Time for the Yellow Birds. 18.64. End of the Civil War. Um, 9.79. Carl plays Frogs. Currently fifth place. You know, I don't like to correct a school teacher, but it was 18.65. Was it 65? Yeah, 65. That was the year Fred was born. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> he teaches your kids, right? <laughs> well, I hope the kids from my class don't go on Jeopardy. <laughs> don't worry, they're not going to qualify. <laughs> What is 1864? <laughs> Fred, what's your answer? 1865, you're as born. Butter! What is 1864? Uh, Copeg's efficiency run? <laughs> <laughs> it's not funny, Lenny. Once again. Fact. I deal with fun. facts. All right, Hicksville. It's been a while for Hicksville. You know they got that? a point there with that nine in B-Hose, but... First two contests, they came out with four points. Another team trying to get themselves down the track. So what are they going to do here? You got them, North Thomo, West Hempstead. We've got some runs coming up. 979, currently fifth. Yeah, they got to get back on track. We were expecting more from them today. I'm sure they were expecting it of themselves as well. Team that we've been talking about for five years, guys, that, you know, we kept saying they're turning the corner, they're improving, and the approach for the Hicks. They got some big boys, don't they? Yeah, we Water in the hose. Goes through, goes through. Up at the top, it's going to be about the hit. Oh! Very good. Finds it! Yep. I don't know if it's going to be a poor Washington, but it's going to be pretty uh, good. I don't even know if Time for Hicksville, 1-1.79. 1 one Somebody broke the light. I didn't look that bad. Can't Next team on the line, the North Dolmore Rinky Dinks. And you look at the Hicksville Hicks, they're standing around. Yeah, they're dumbfounded as well. As well. Let's you know, I thought a low nine, you were talking maybe eight. I didn't you think know, so much. somebody could have dangled a piece of hose yep, in front of that right. light, yep. and then that's, that's what happens. Good. But uh, That was definitely it wasn't, a, a, it wasn't a low nine. It wasn't an 11, that's for no. sure. Did you get a number on that, Lenny? Are you I didn't. No, nah, I, I can't with the light, with the sunlight. So that's Yeah, that's perplexing right there. It's not even. What would you protest? You see Robert Lang. I don't know. Like you said, Paul, it might have been someone either standing yeah. or hosing the light when they turned it on, yep. maybe. See Robert Lang, their uh, driver and head coach, I would imagine. He's up there talking to the officials, saying, guys, come on. You know, what's going on here? So now they're backing off North Belmore a little bit, and I think he wants to see them maybe set the light and make sure it doesn't go. I'm not sure what Rob's asking Something for. Something had to trip the light. It's, yeah. not, you know, it's not going to trip on its own. Did it? You can see it in a video. 
How do you back this up? So Paul's checking out a, a small video Don't of the rowing. We'll, we'll go How to the uh, make the rule proposal for instant replay next year in, in our racing. It's a matter of time, I think. I don't think I'd want to see it, but... All uh, right, North Belmore. No, it's never going to happen. Did you see anything in that video? I didn't get to it yet. Okay. North Belmore with the opportunity. They're sitting with four points. And again, folks, what we're talking about, this electronic eye. You know, if you swing your coupling out in front or a loop man swings a loop of hose after the clocks are set, which is why you set them yourself. You Making the approach the at the hydrant. You know, there's a little delay between the, the click and the water on, yep. but it could end up helping him here at Hempstead if he can really hit target. He gets jerked around a little bit. I think it's going to be in money, but it's not going to be first place yeah, money. Yeah, a little slow on the stick. That might be by design. Time for North Belmore, 9.28, 9.28. That 9.28 is going to move them into third, fourth place. Next fourth. on the line to West Hempstead, Westerners. So... You still see Hicksville uh, gathered as a team trying to figure out what the heck went on. I don't know what you can do to, to change it. Right? Looks like it. I mean, we're seeing a little video clip of uh, Hicksville. It looks like when the hydrant man throws out his arm a little bit, that hose jumps up. I don't know if it broke the light, but it's definitely movement in that hose right before they took off. You know, it's weird because I, I thought I saw him with it up around his shoulder, so I don't know if maybe when he went to like pick like it when up. when he flew it up like yeah, this. That's maybe it, like. it swung out and broke the light. What, does he just kind of flex out and stretch yep. out a little bit yeah, right like before they take off? Go, yeah. <laughs> Sun's out. You know, Mr. Rizzo, I'm starting to understand where you're coming from about this son of yours. Uh, West Hempstead now to stay ahead. They're going to need a pretty good shot. We got a, we got an 8-7, an 8-9, a 9-2, a 9-2. And West Hempstead on the line. They're off. Approaching the hydrant. Good speed at the hydrant. It's got water off. Looked like he turned his head a little bit. Miss at the hydrant, folks. Turned and his head a no little bit. No hurry to get back to it, are they? So they are going to be out of here. That's going to put Port Washington in a sweet spot with yep. two to go. With North Lindy. Yes, with them. Time for West Hempstead, 15-32. <laughs> what is that, going to tie them up, Paul? Next team on your no. line for their rerun will be the Manhattan Lakeville Minutemen. Well, with some teams to go here, I mean, it's going to be, it looks like 2020. Yeah. 2020-18 with two to go. Got Manhasset, actually three to go, I think. Manhasset, New High Park, and the Stump Jumpers. Right? about ready for Manhasset doing a little extra cleaning at the hydrant right here. So again, after watching the Westerners struggle there with that efficiency shot, what was starting to look like a runaway earlier in the tournament is far from it. Yeah. And it's not just two teams. We got a little three-team battle going on yep. right here. <coughs> Looks like we're about ready to go. Off happening for the second run for the Manhasset Lakeville Minutemen. See if it turns out better than the first. First was a little little shaky, wasn't it? If we remember? Yeah. They're off. This time Stan does break the light. Oh, 
draggers out. Yeah, right? there's a couple of guys caught up in the hose. Miss They're at the really, hydrant. really laboring. Miss at the hydrant. Ooh. Now they got the water on. Stanley really ticked off at himself and I'm sure the, the whole team today. Time for Medhazard, 15-81. Stan just takes the coupling off, throws it to the Next team on the line, the North Merrick Stump Jumpers. Don't usually see that much emotion. Yeah. From Stan, but uh, probably more mad at himself than anything. All right, three teams to go. Fifth place in this contest is going to be a 9-61 by the Teddy's Boys. Teddy Boys hanging around for the top five all day long in, in a lot of the contests. Sixth place here, sixth place there, fifth place. North America trying to have something to say about that. So what you're saying is the Teddy's boys hanging in there despite having Daryl as one of their fastest guys yeah. pulling out that loop? That's pretty just, impressive. Just rude, Lenny. Did he come out of the ambulance and get off the oxygen <laughs> tank yet? I mean, he uh, it looks like North America's ready. Let's face it, Daryl's one of the biggest wise butts uh, around. I think so. so. Oh. <laughs> Thank God we don't give him a microphone. <laughs> I'd enjoy it. Uh, he's pretty witty. He's a lot of fun, anybody that knows him. I come the stump jumpers. They're off. Approaching the hydrant. Water in the hose. Red, white, and blue. Here they come with the blue at the top. Good. Just low to the right. It's going to cost him some points. I like this setup and his positioning, though, Paul. You, you know. Time for North Merrick. 10-12. <laughs> Been saying it for a couple weeks. They do a lot of stuff right. Yeah. Next team on the line, the new Hyde Park Termites. Good body English, I guess you could say, with the way the run looked. It just needs a little more spit and polish, and they'll be fine. Again, and, and, and we're not accusing anybody, but look at all that, that whiteness in the road. That's a lot. Maybe it's this something on the road. Maybe from them washing the road or something. Yeah. Street, street sweepers or... Two teams to go here in efficiency. First one will be the New Hyde Park Termites. Two points on the day for the Termites. Termites really struggling this year overall. Um, you know, teams rebuild and whatnot. We've seen them do kind of half rebuilds and, and hang in there and, and still be, you know, very competitive, if not right at the top. And, um, this year, they, I heard that they had some issues maybe with manpower and whatnot, but um, really trying to get back on track here. I got a lot of young guys now. I mean, with the help, I guess it's Garden City Park. They got us last year. I pretty good array. I don't know if they're still combined. I believe they are. Okay. And Termite's about ready to go. Kind of strange. You see Mike Athenas. He's calling them off on the opposite side of the track. He actually had to tell a couple guys to get going, and then they put water into the middle of the track. But did you see? Did you see Mike calling him off? Yeah. He actually said he's in the middle of the call. He goes, he starts waving his hand like, all right, you guys got to start running. I, think I see the hydrant man yelling at the hydrant loop guy for some reason. I don't know if he cut him off during the run. Or I think he was giving him some. Uh, well, that, he was one of the guys that took off when Mike was waving his hand. So I don't time know for the termites one seven four six seventeen forty six. Next team on the line, Roslyn Highlands. Roslyn will be your last team to compete here in the official contest. Nine six. Currently fifth place for those Oyster Bay Teddy's boys.
good shade over here on the south side of the track. Everybody's pretty much situated in those areas as the sun is coming down. Yep. It's going to be six events in three and a half hours. Like it. It's not too shabby. Like it. Even this event, which is usually a dead stop sometimes. Yeah. It's been moving along. Roslyn. Just about ready to go. Call off underway. And they're off. I think the middle guy might have broke the he was light here right as well. He got water in the hose. Makes way at the top. Back of man's got to get yeah, there. He's, he's a little bar behind him. Now he knocks into Oh, he hits target going across. Just too much hose in between. Yeah, but boy. Maybe but he that's knocked by into him. He hit it. Maybe that's by design because he's not quick Time enough to Time for Roslyn, 9.38. That's That shot's going to score, Len. I think that's yeah. going to be your fifth place shot, Roslyn. So does the backup man take credit for hitting that one? I think so. <laughs> Hard uh, to believe, but we, we would do that if there was someone that couldn't keep up with my blazing speed at the course. time. But you give you an extra loop or whatever, and sometimes they can slide up at the end. And First uh, place is going to go to the Port Washington Roadrunners. That's going to put them at 20 with two to go. Second place, North Linares, four points. That's going to put them at 20 with two to go. Third place is going to be 922. Merrick Buckeyes get on the score sheet. Fourth place is going to be North Belmore, 928. Gives them six. And fifth place, that shot by Roslyn, 938. So with two to go, 20, 20. North Lindenhurst and Port Washington, 18 for West Hempstead. Then we're going to go down to seven Copeg, six North Belmore, five Hicksville. Fred, do a commercial. I will be back for the final two. The Bill Fox Company has been in business over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for the past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and the Yellow Hornets, as well as the Firefighter Combat Challenge Competition. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 43rd year of publishing, they are honored to be the official publication and online coverage of the New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. 
The 2017 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 18th and 19th at the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. The new venue was a huge hit in 2016. It's bigger and better, and 2017 will deliver many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product line and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Attention firefighters, are you still tracking your SCBA cylinders using paper and pencil? Stop the insanity and get the CAT Cylinder Accountability Tag System from Coastal Fire Systems. The CAT makes refilling cylinders simple and easy, ensuring that your members never overfill a cylinder or fill one with an expired hydrostatic testing. Let the CAT system handle the wrecking keeping, inventory, alerts, and OSHA paperwork for you. There's only one place you can get the CAT system, and that's Coastal Fire Systems. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com for details and information. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola, and SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Titan Group is back supporting Drill Team Racing after a strong off-season of our own. Our new headquarters, now located in Bohemia, Long Island, is now fully equipped with an in-house screen printing operation, coupled with our embroidery setup that you've come to trust. Become a member of Team Titan to take advantage of our new custom team website ordering system. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing and search Titan Group DTR on Snapchat to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. With 20 years of experience in the apparel industry coupled with 20 years of racing experience, we know what you need. Pants, jerseys, jackets, helmets, we've got it all. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind on the arch or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up, get on the Titan Group. Not every evolution in vehicle rescue technology costs tens of thousands of dollars. The Beluga glass cutter finally makes windshield removal quick and safe, and fire departments can add the Beluga glass cutting kit to their rescue setup for only $5.95. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com to check out the Beluga in action. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course those famous Fatty's Wings. Integrated Wireless Technology is proud to be part of the 2016 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets and sound off signal emergency lights. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom-engineered radio solutions, licensing assistance, dispatch solutions, and top-notch reliable service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. Coastal Fire Systems is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams, Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RAT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyatt's Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves, as well as the future in thermal imaging technology. Coastal is also the one-stop dealer for Petzl, Scott, CMC, and Colorado Bailout Systems, along with professional training to keep your members sharp and meet New York State requirements. For more information, check them out at www.coastalfiresystems.com. 
Rosenbauer Fire Apparatus is proud to be named as the exclusive fire apparatus manufacturer of New York State drill teams. Rosenbauer is the number one manufacturer of fire trucks on the planet and the industry leader in the next generation of reliable safety evolutions like the Smart Aerial Control System. If your department is considering an apparatus purchase, start the conversation with the local team at Eagle Fire Equipment and ensure top-notch service with their partners at Nassau Fire Apparatus. Call area code 855-222-1075 or like them on Facebook. Fire Apparatus is proud to be named as the exclusive fire apparatus manufacturer of New York State drill teams. Rosenbauer is the number one manufacturer of fire trucks on the planet and the industry leader in the next generation of reliable safety evolutions like the Smart Aerial Control System. If your department is considering an apparatus purchase, start the conversation with the local team at Eagle Fire Equipment and ensure top-notch service with their partners at Nassau Fire Apparatus. Call area code 855-222-1075 or like them on Facebook. The state record for this event is 5.47 held by West Islip and Central Islip. The first team on the line will be the East Farmingdale Hares. All right, so we are back here, top of the arch. The 68th annual Hempstead Invite, waiting for Motor Pump to get started. It's uh, Lenny Gombert, joined by Jack Cloudman and uh, Paul Suskind, ready to mic it up again. Of course, the show wouldn't be possible without the wonderful Fred Benzabenga. We've uh, got a little bit of a bond burner here, fellas. Two teams tied at 20. That's North Lindenhurst and Port Washington. And then right behind them is the West Hempstead Westerners with 18. So should have a nice finish. And now we're into the great unknown, Motor Pump. (laughs) Motor Pump at Hempstead, the great unknown. Again, I think it really evens the playing field in Motor Pump uh, here at Hempstead, more so than any other track. You just don't know what to expect. Oh, you can expect a, a low seven to take major points. Yeah, right. There you go. Think we're going to finish this before the sun peeks around and bakes us on the arch? It's, it's going to be close. It's going to be close. Getting there. The legs are getting a little tan now. It's coming around. Uh, he's Farmingdale. Looks like we're just about ready. Something's going on back behind the truck. I don't know if they're waiting for one of the guys to be ready or what, but... Seems to be a discussion. Uh-oh. Ah, uh, here comes East Farm. Uh-oh, guys. It looks like we got help up here, Paul. I know. A professional. Certified. We've been talking about him all day. Now he's going to have a chance to fire back at us. Talk about that in a little Good bit. Good approach here. A little speed here for East Farm. See if he can put it on. He does. A little late on the stick. Straight to the target. Let's see. He's, he's already a little bit left. Now he brings it back. He's low. There is going to be. There is going to be overtime in motor pump. Mandatory safety reason. He was a little left, then went a little right. But your right pole never really picked it up. If you look where he's lined up on the track, though, I mean, look that seam. If you see the paving box, that seam is going to cut that flap. He was way off to the north side of it, so he never really got a handle on it. So what's going on, Mr. John Darty of uh, Old Fashioned Media? The final line will be the North <laughs> Lindenhurst Piston Knockers. Afternoon, Lenny, Paulie, Jack. You got a lot of fans out there. Oh yeah. What was uh, give us give us your perspective on last night's win by the Dead End Kids? Uh, it was stellar. I mean, they they came down, they hit in every single event, wow. put numbers up, and they dominated. They uh, they really they put up numbers and told them to come and get me. That's exactly what happened. You know, teams tried. Uh, you know, Belmore sat in a in a rough spot, sitting in number one, having to put up a shot. 
saying chase me down. It, it worked for him in a couple of events, but uh, went forward and running hose, and I think they uh, from there it was a little a little wishy-washy for him. The Dead End Kids had a good second half of the year. I mean, they won the last two drills, including last night's. So, I mean, they come on. I mean, I don't know if they were thinking about running motorized before the year started, or do you know anything like that, or what was going on, or were they dead set on doing old-fashioned this year? I don't know. Um, I'm not 100% sure about that. I'm sure they want to go to motorized. Uh, I don't know if they're getting, um, you know, help backing. From the backing from the village, per se, but, uh, you know, they're out there. They're, they got two teams running uh, old-fashioned, the Nighthawks, which are also running motorized, split with uh, North Merrick there. Or is it Merrick? Yeah, Merrick. Merrick, Merrick, Merrick sorry. So they're doing their, you know, they're doing their thing. But uh, it was a good, it was a good drill. It really was. Towards the end of the drill, you know, team started lighting it up, and uh, it was good. Congratulations to them and the rest of the top five. Absolutely. All right, North Lindy, North Lindy sitting on top of this drill, sitting here, 20 points, two to go, tied with Port Washington. North Lindy usually runs a good motor pump here on the toughest track to run it. There's the approach. Good speed at the hydrants. Got water in. Down the track. He puts it right on that line. Let's see if it delivers for him. It does. It Big does. You know, to watch a team master this track and motor pump. Time for North Lindenhurst. 6.27. 6.27. Big is no joke motor pump at this track. Wow. Big shot for Hempstead. I think. And they and did all the criticals. Accommodation team of Merrick Buckeyes and the Freeport Nighthawks. That's what I wanted to say too, Paul. They came in with the with the good hydrant time, or good stick time, which is important. Waited that little bit of a pause to pump, and then they got Vinny out a little extra far and down the track, and then he lit up the target. It is it is what you have to do here yeah. at Hempstead. Attack the hydrant, pause before you pump, put that nozzle on the line, and let it do its work getting the target. They did everything you needed yep. to do correctly. And, and again, a couple of extra steps for the nozzle man because he has the time. The knockers are no stranger to practicing on this track. They know how it is. They know how pump needs to be run on this track. But they've gone through a couple different pump scenarios here since the years yeah. of practicing. Absolutely. This was a heavy pump track back in the day when they started practicing here, and it's evolved into what it is today on new pumps and stuff. But it was just if you're gonna if you're gonna look at a Hempstead motor pump shot, and you're gonna draw it up. They played it perfect. Textbook. Again, I think they're the best team overall with their B-Truck in all the races. B-Ladder, B-Hose, Pump, they, they master the B-Truck like no team I've ever seen. Yeah, B-Ladder was a great shot for them today. I mean, the announcement really didn't, you know. A bunch of those today. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, a 5'10", that's a that's an awesome B-Ladder shot. Heavy, heavy. Heavy, heavy shot. All right, Merrick. They're going to try to follow up that 6'27". So, at the time when it's most critical, North Lindenhurst throws one up, says, come and get me. That's what you got to do in a drill like this, too. Yep. Top heavy a little bit. You know, you got to put up that number and say, come and get me hey, sitting in those first two spots. 100%. 15 teams. They did it, and three teams until Port Washington in there, I'm sure, thinking about it, saying, uh-oh. we we got to get points here. It might not be first, but we got to get points. Buckeyes making the approach. Really far away from the high jump, but he sticks it out there. He puts it on the line. It looks like he's shooting a little right. Now he's on it. He's on it. Only, only two men on that nozzle. I guess that pump's not all that strong. So nice. Freeport, 7.74. 774. So critical to line up that Next nozzle correctly the line, here. the Lettertown Rebels. Yeah, I went down to practice a couple of weeks ago. They were running motor pump down in Merrick, and uh, they set those discs on the front of their nozzle, and he happened to have a large diameter disc on the front of that nozzle, and right away they pumped the truck, and he was completely over the nozzle. Now, if you're going to run with those discs... Now, if you start over the target, to get it back down to the target's going to be... 
you impossible. Know. <laughs> Until he shuts it down. I think the word, think the word is impossible. Yeah. Yep. So right after that one run, he took the disc and threw it into the grass at Merrick. So they're interchangeable is what you're saying, John? Yeah, he's got different size discs to go onto the nozzle. I'm seeing some uh, some white towels already. What what was the controversy last week with the white towels? <laughs> yeah, I was and, gone uh, by that one. Tell us about it, Paul. Take us through it, Paul. Well, well, one team, I guess they had spilled a little bit of oil, and then somebody wanted towels, and then the next team came up, and they wanted the towels, and I wouldn't give them the towels, and I don't know. Kind of progressed from there. Oh, it was a progression, all right. Hmm. Towels got broken out in the old-fashioned last night, Did too. Really? Yeah, I think a little axle grease <laughs> on yeah, the post. Yeah, <laughs> It was, uh, <laughs> they broke out. I, oh, you know. now I've heard it all. <laughs> you sure that wasn't from someone's hose? Wow. Oh, oh, I didn't maybe, want to say that. Oh. Maybe Cornell's not wrong. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Levittown Rebels. little change of pace from CI, huh, Paulie? A little bit. They look like they're towed into the hydrant maybe a little bit. Yeah. Uh, he brings it back out a little. Under right. control. Yep, methodical. Water on. Now. Not pumping at all. Well, they got a lot of hose under that nozzle, man. Good. He pulls it back. Let's see. Yeah. We talk about waiting a little bit to pump, but uh, that nozzle, man, was down and set. Yeah, I don't think he had the water on. I don't know. Something was going on at the hydrant. It looked like he hadn't thrown that stick down. They were talking or something. Yeah, it looked like the uh, Time for Levittown. 9.09. Like the hydrant man had a little tough time putting that snap coupling on there, and the uh, turn-on man was waiting for him, waiting for him, waiting for him, and then Next finally... Next team on the line, the Port Washington Roadrunners. Right, we talked about North Lindy shot now. There's a shot for Port Washington. These guys have been running really, really good pump this year. I don't really know good. if 627, I mean, that's that's a tough shot for anybody to run at Amsterdam. Absolutely. It's a tough shot. But if Port... shot in general, yeah. If Port can keep it close, that's what they're looking for going to buckets, because if you had to ask me, I think maybe Port's got an advantage over North Lindy in buckets. You think so? Yeah. Okay. Well, that would make it real interesting if they're within a point of each other. And again, West Hempstead, maybe out of those three teams, maybe the best in right. these last two races. Right. So it should be interesting. I just think that 6-2 is a heavy pump shot. It I is. don't see anybody else doing it. Oh, it very is. heavy. Like you said, Port being tired with them, they, they, I don't know if they're going to run 6-2, but no. they got to stay close. they, they got to stay within I'm the saying if they can do a 6-6-6-7, six, 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 I think they're going to be okay. All right. So you've heard Paul's uh, synopsis, and it remains to be seen what? what Washington will do right here. But if I banged on the hood of my P-truck like that, though, I might get strangled. <laughs> yeah, you would. Kenny's unbuckling the seatbelt. He's coming oh, out Oh, boy, would he. <laughs> There's not a person in the park that's going to go after Doc to strangle him, just so you know. Okay. <laughs> Doc's going to do whatever he wants. <laughs> well, you might go after yeah, him, but it ain't going to end up the way you planned it. <laughs> well, I think a couple of weeks ago, he, uh, he had a fight with a soccer net, supposedly. <laughs> split, his, split his dome a little bit, but... Doc, you want to bang on that harder? Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Thank you, right, sir. May I have another, please? You want to punch balls in the face, but we can punch them in the face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This has a lot to do with the tournament here. All right. They're coming in. Doesn't look like the speed in North Lindy, but they got to put water in. They, too, put it on the line. Here we go. Oh. It's all right. It's all right. He's shooting left, though. Oh. Paul, that came up short on him. It twisted his body around. Uh, I'm not sure why it came up short. Well, if you, you, you look at the hose. 7.64. 764. Hempstead should not be a place where it's coming up short. And it looks the like... Team on the line of Manhasset Lakeville minute now. Out of the discharge, it looks like it goes backwards a little bit that's instead of straight out sideways. And that might be the difference. That's You're exactly what I'm saying. That, that hose has to get down the track. Absolutely. you got to take those guys off the side. They have to run next to the truck. 
and that's going to get the hose down. The more they fade out, the less hose you're going to have at the other end. And you have the time in Hempstead to get to that line all a the time. steps over all and the have time. that time. I mean, they were three, four feet behind Before the line. Before I was going to ask you, Paul, I know you go to their practices sometimes. Do they usually make the line? No, that's that's been something, you know, they've been working on, but it's all about the hose lay. Right. If that hose lay can be straight, do the question mark, but then come straight off that front bumper to the nozzle, they'll make the line easily. Looks like they, they didn't consciously make a... Um, a change or an adjustment coming here, which most teams try to in motor pump. Or if they did, somebody uh, forgot their assignment possibly. And well, I mean, you asked if they're gonna if they normally make it to the line. There was no way he didn't have the hose. No, to he tried. He tried. He tried. He had the legs. He was he was going for over the which, line. But again, as a nozzle man, I ran it for many many years. They always tell you go 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 go. The hose ain't there. I mean, no. you could try and go, nope. and then you got to get in position to hit the thing too. Yep. I mean, but it's got to be there. When the hose is going too far out the outside. You're not going to have any to get to the line. Yeah, you're running more to the guardrail up on the grass. You want to come up the track a little bit and give that nozzle man that hose to get over that line and those get two, set. Those two guys behind the nozzle man, they have to get to their spots. One spot is halfway between the truck and the nozzle line. The other spot is on that front bumper. If those guys get there, the nozzle man gets to his spot. Now, Jack, Period. Jack Period. all your years running here, did you guys have to tweak after, you know, in other words, you practice one way, and most other tracks are a little bit different with the water pressure and all. Did you have to run different at other tracks than you did here? Yeah, we had to run, well, I'll, I'll explain after Manhasset. Hey, here comes Manhasset. Oh, the hydrant. Stan's got water in it. Ooh. They oh. get to a nice spot, but he's not on the line. If you see him, he's a little bit left of where that flap should be, and that's where he shot. One of his backup guys went about five feet Time for Manhasset Lakeville, 7.72. 7.72. No excuse for that. You got to know Next where the nozzle man is. Next team on the line, Oyster Bay Teddy's boys. As one of those backup guys, you got to know where the nozzle man is getting to within a couple of feet, and make sure you're in control to pounce on that hose behind him. And that guy was he was several way feet out past in front. Him. Yep. Teddy's boys today got one point and I think two sixths. So they're making their way. We talked about them all day long. See what they can do here in motor pump. Now, Jack, back to what we were saying. Did you have to make any adjustments going to different tracks with the volume over a pressure track? Yeah, I, I mean, here we, we used to really, when, when we practiced, we would push to go further and further and further up the track, actually. You know, not you know within reason, but, I mean, we were getting to 7, 8, almost 10 feet Over past. the line. But if you go to Central Islip or, you know, a course like that, you know that you're not getting there. There's no way you're getting there. Same thing, John. You guys practice here, right? Yeah. I mean, I mean that's that's the whole goal. That's is a to challenge. Keep is keep pushing them forward, keep pushing them up the track. I mean, yeah. but right that's here. Does that affect you going to other tracks? It's um, do. um, it does. You know, you know, you're going to a volume track. You know, you're gonna. You, you, your goal is to make it to the line on a track like you know, uh, you, you know, I guess if you're in Riverhead or Central Islip, you know, those big pump tracks. You want to. Your goal is to make it at least to that line, just so you have that you know time to get set up because you know water's coming right up behind you. There. Yep. Over here though, you want to push up the track. So Teddy's boys going through that call off, giving their rev. Daryl, uh, Daryl on the running nozzle today. Is he? I think so. He oh ran, boy. He ran the other week. He got beat up pretty good in efficiency. <laughs> so let's see. They make the approach. Daryl is out there. There he is. Oh yeah, you can tell by the shoes. Oh, I thought he was gonna try a stand up hit there. Yeah, I don't know what he's doing. What the hell came out of that? He's trying to wet us. <laughs> what was that dark blob that uh, came out the nozzle? I thought it was red like his shoes, but might have been his shoe. Time for the Teddy's Boys. Almost standing up. Yeah. 9.22. 9.22. Might have been a blast. Almost of like he was wearing a 2.2. You know what you wear. All plays frog. <laughs> Might have been a blast of rust. We've seen that. But sometimes out of some Oh, yeah. The St. James's truck. Whoa. No, we never had rust. Oh, it's rust again. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't rust. That was rust, it was rust again, guys. 
It was rusty colored pebbles that would hit the yeah. target for us. That's right. what it was. No, I didn't. Uh, I didn't get a chance. I, I mean, I was in the back of the track, but their C, their C ladder run today looked pretty. Uh, the climber's legit. You yeah, know? he's really good. He's just a natural. He's got the good stride, good body type for it. Yeah. But they look all right, despite Daryl. <laughs> He's going to listen back to this and have a field day with us at some point. I actually was uh, cruising through the camps over here. and uh, He looks like, what's his name? What's the guy's name from the Jetsons, the little guy? Elroy? Helmet on. Elroy. No. What's the, or, or from the Flintstones. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Kazoo. 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 <laughs> I know way too much about cartoons. <laughs> he looks like Kazoo with the helmet on, doesn't he? Uh, yeah, a little bit. So I think Kazoo had yeah, a visor as well, too. Yeah, he did. Of course he did. <laughs> it's Kazoo. Oh, you dum-dum. That should be his name. That's it. That should be his name on the group. Uh, I said I was cruising, cruising through the camp, and I passed by uh, the turtle sea ring And actually, if you get a chance, it's... Uh, Pretty funny if you look inside the sea rig. It says "In loving memory of Daryl" inside the sea rig. <laughs> <I like it. laughs> well, I made the comment today, John, that you know, watching Merck drive the Westbury rig and him drive that, and they've you know flip flop. Oh, they flip flop. Yeah. yeah, I forgot. Yeah, he was Merck was over there too as well. High five each other when they're going town to town. Hey, what's hey, up? Hey, you know, <laughs> as they're going to Coles or whatever. You know. Yeah. How's my seat? Oh, oh you left it warm. All <laughs> plays frogs. Carl plays with an outside chance to go down the track, top five, three points right now. Decent pump shots in the last few years. Let's see what they could do. The Great Kazoo. <laughs> Can't make this stuff up, folks. Ah, here come the frogs. The approach, they're off. Oh, he just put the water on a little too soon. Truck drifted out a little, but it shouldn't have affected anything. Yeah, I just think he threw the stick yep. way too early yep. for him. Got him. We talked a little bit about track awareness and where everybody is. 9.77. 9.77. You got to know where your guy is. The Westbury Turtles. Yeah, you just can't run up there and hammer the stick down without yeah. even knowing. I mean, I mean there's, a, gonna, there's a few gonna, teams that yes. are really good at it because they're just confident and they're good at it. But when you're still in the learning phase, I, you got to know what's going I'll on. I'll defend the stick guy a little bit there because uh, that guy... Really he really took his time. Yeah, I agree with you. He, he almost got off and went backwards. Like, he got off, he pulled up, then he tried to meander in. So, for anybody that doesn't know, John is with the Westerners. John, you guys started out so strong today. Now you find yourselves uh, scraping from behind a little bit. Anything happen in particular? Or? No, we're just, you know, I mean, with hose, I mean, Pat ran a great C hose. I right. Can't, you no, know, no, we know you had some injury issues, yeah. Um, and uh, B hose, he just uh, tucked his arm in, you know, I was talking to him, just tucked his arm and he went for the handle a little too early. You know, but he's still, you know, we've only, I think that's his maybe six shot, seven shot, you know, eight eight at the most okay. shots off the B rig and C rig to, uh, you know, to practice that. So we're going through it. You know, we did start off strong and, you know, we're just going through it. Efficiency, unfortunately, we missed at the hydrant and, you know, we find ourselves in this position. We've been here before, so it's not, you know. No, you guys run these last two very well. And, so. um you know, it just looked, you know, early like, oh, is this going to be even competitive? And, I, again, I know you have some injury issues, but. Uh, Westbury Turtles. Turtles sitting on the day with uh, two points. Making the approach. A little methodical. Now they're in. Water in. Up at the top. Straight. Lays on it. He looks like he's lined up pretty good. Pursuits left, then right. And he's on it. I never liked the lay-down method. I think you get you can't see a whole lot once that water's at the target in pump, but if you're... Time for Westbury, 7.96, 7.96. If you're up on the one knee, you can see a little bit more for a little bit longer. Well, I ran it when Craig Next got... Next on the line, the Copake Yellowbirds. 
don't know if it was last year or two years ago, but uh, I know when I ran it the one time, I, we practiced it one time in practice, and then I ran it, Craig you know, got hurt, and they told me, listen, you can't be stretched. When you're stretched out like that, it's very, very tough to correct. To you got to be, if you're right to on top it. of it, Pat, you know, Pat Cloudman mm-hmm. was like, yo, when you're right on top of it, it's very easy to move it up and down. But when you're stretched out like that, it's very, very hard to control that nozzle. Agreed. Best shots I ever had in that position was when the nozzle was actually tucked in between my legs. Yeah. And you can really control it. Most of the time, you're, you're, it doesn't go anywhere, so you hit the target if you're lined up properly. But you can make that little adjustment. And, I mean, you look at the good nozzle, man, that, that you know, Vinny Bogart, same thing. He's right on top of that nozzle. Jay Newhoff for the Central Islip Hobos. I mean, he was sitting on that nozzle. Yep. And, and, again, I think that comes down to the guys behind you being in position and where you're – yeah, your your body is, is holding it down to a point, but just that last foot or two of hose maybe on the nozzle, and you're supposed to be lifting it and hitting it where these guys are keeping it stationary, the guys behind Absolutely. you. Absolutely. I Kopech, seven points on the day. Currently fourth place in the drill. A big shot here would put them probably securely in the top five. I can remember when I was younger watching some of these teams, guys would pile on top of the nozzle, man. They're like, that's pile the last off. thing you want, right, Paul? I mean, oh, who wants this, a guy at their back? I got this, no race, in the this race probably has evolved more than any other. I mean, yep. think about the times, in, in the, even into the 70s and 80s, where the trucks are turning in sideways to the yeah, hydrant. Yeah, they would curve in, yep. All right, here comes Copeg at the hydrant. They look like they had a struggle all getting off the side of the truck, no? Yeah. yeah. Now they got water in it. Hydra man did not look comfortable. He may be new. I'm not sure. Yeah, I think they're missing a couple guys. Yeah. I mean, he hopped in. off the side and pretty much rode the truck with his uh, yeah. his left hand there. I think he didn't I have any seen, balance. Yeah. Oh, no, 10, 11. Okay, with two in the cab. But, um, yeah, he came in uh, a little tentative at the hydrant. So, so we're talking about, Paul, that's interesting. You're talking about the, the teams we used to, and St. James used to Time do. Time for the Yellow Birds, 8.40, 8.40. Where you would turn and the truck would turn in and curve in a little yeah. bit. I guess that was to try and get the nozzle man down the road a yeah. little bit. Yeah, now on line the Hicksville Hicks. You almost want to do it the other way and get the hose out. Yeah, and, and you had that straight. It was like a straight run. And you know we we entertained for a short amount of time, changing the pumping and going out the back just to get that big loop out, so you didn't have as many uh, as much hose. And some of the upstate teams. Uh, Spencerport, nobody yeah. does it better than that. I mean Spencerport, yeah. he can actually shoot them with the nozzle almost from the back tire. Yes. And that thing blasts the freaking tar. They I, ran a five like that. I also, I, I saw one of the upstate teams. They actually have their discharge coming out of, I think it's the back right side. That's what we're talking about, that's yeah. Spent, that's, that's the well, truck. Well, not the back, back left, basically. Back left, yeah. It's, it's coming out Drive of the side. back of the truck almost. Yeah, now, what's the a disadvantage to that? Is that the plumbing because it's taking a, a, a right turn, I guess? As it comes in the truck, it's got to go to the back of the truck? Is that what you're losing? Or? Well, actually, you lose it on the end. I, I mean, it all depends on how your pump's set up, but I mean, I know... We have a bend going in and then a straight going out. It sure as hell doesn't look conducive to getting a good time, but yeah. they ran a five with it. It works. <laughs> I just don't know how you gain anything pumping backwards to go forward. No, it seems, uh, I'm with you. Well, it's a matter of getting a hose out, too. You know, I think that was the, the theory behind it. All right, Hicksville Hicks, five points on the day. They can make a little jump right here to get themselves down the track. Currently on the outside looking in, one point back from the North Belmore Rinkadinks. Yeah, I was talking to them. They're uh, missing one of their key guys over here. He had to go to a wedding today. North Belmore? Uh, I no, mean, uh, Hicksville? Hicksville, yeah. They're Hydra men, so. No summer weddings. Who does that? Yeah. I, got, I got in trouble for going to a funeral once. Man, All right, here we go. Hicksville at the hygiene. He sticks it. Oh! Discharge! And there goes the timing equipment. official the timing equipment. He got out pretty quick. I mean, that water is lined up Hold directly up. to oh. the timing equipment. You, you talk, about hitting, look at that. talk about hitting the target, Paul. Yeah. <laughs> this is right on the timing equipment, unfortunately. That official moved really quick, though. You never know the discharge guy until he misses. Ricky 
I've uh, I've heard you say there's a couple of spots, and I brought it up last night on the radio broadcast. That there's a couple of spots that are unforgivable yeah. when you do something. You know, couplings and efficiency, yeah. discharge on pump, a turn on in efficiency, or a turn on in yeah. pump. Missing the stick. Yeah. yeah. It's All right, Jack. We got to ask the school teacher: Is unforgivable a word? Nah. No. <laughs> Sorry. An English teacher or a history teacher? <laughs> I'm asking you for clarification. No, it's not. We're deflecting. No. Well, all right. Let, so what? John, John, have you so been, what? Uh, John, have it's you a, been listening? It's a word. It's a word for John Doherty. I made it up. That's and it, right. It's yeah, a it's word for old-fashioned racing. Oh, is that it? All right, John, I don't know if you were listening all day. What year did the Civil War end? I have no idea. Okay. That's an honest answer. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's unforgivable for a school teacher not to know that, right? 18. <laughs> am I even close? There were, discussions, there were discussions in 64 to end it, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> It was ended. Is it over? It was yeah. ended. Is it over? It's, it's over. It's, it's done. It's done. done. Is Last that night at the Olympics, they called it. Is that when they were building the A-bomb when they were talking about it in 1864? By era. <laughs> it started when it started. Like, when did it start? It's yes. It's like asking what, what <laughs> yeah. month the 2006 state tournament ended. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're looking at North Belmore now. North Belmore barely hanging on to a top five spot. Single digit, six points. So this race wide open. you got the heavy North Linnehurst shot of a 6.27, and then it goes all the way down to a 7.72, Manhasset, 7.74 for Merrick, and then I think a 7.96 Westbury? Yep. You got all right, it. So now, Jack, the way they're Yikes. lined up, they look like they're ready to pull around the target. Yeah, they, right? yeah. they're way out. style. Timing equipment was all checked. I saw Pete run out there with the board, make sure everything was leveled, looked you know, good. I watched the flow of water hit it, and it, again, from however many feet we are away up here in the arch, but it didn't seem to wiggle or anything, and it's probably based against the curb, so that's fortunate. I think it shot that's just solid, it. solid Nassau timing. I don't know. It looks pretty wet. It must be that. <laughs> looks wet on both sides. All right, so North Belmore, wide open spot right here. Huge gap for them to jump into. Put themselves down the track at the end of the day here at the 68th Annual Hempstead Invite. And the water is on, in. Oh, oh two discharges discharge. in a row. Two discharges in a row. And I think that's going to leave him with an overtime here. Hold it up. Hold it up. He said no, I'm going to Overtime. This. Just for the point of it. Nobody wants that trip down the track here at the bottom of the pack. Oh. I West Hempstead now with an opportunity to bought themselves back into contention with a good bucket shot. on the line of West Hempstead Westerners. Two points out of first. Heavy North Lennerhurst 627 here at Motor Pump in Hempstead. Already on the score sheet. Again, 627 is a tough number, but they also have to just stay within the uh, stay within reach here. Absolutely. At the very least. Well, geez, they got about a second and a half <laughs> to play with right yeah. now. It'd be hard not up. to. Got to grab some points here, regardless of what the situation uh, is. I mean, you almost if you can just do everything right, don't rush it. You're guaranteed three. Yes. Maybe four. What's your practice shot on this track, John? What do you average? Um, you know, we run them six four, six five. You know, I okay. mean, that's hand time. You know, who I'm knows what it is. I'm running a seven flat right here. I'm taking my four points. I'm going to buy. All right. I thought you were more competitive than that, Paul. <laughs> you would never say that if you were on the and, and, right uh, no let, let me finish my statement. Oh, okay. You're not running your state tournament run here. I understand. So that, just get the four points. Seven flat. Yeah, you're going to be real meticulous. Wow. Well, that's right. You guys didn't have much of a pump team back in the day, so. Hey, you got the termites behind you too, who can, you know, they can put up a pump shot too. You don't want to. 
I want to let them steal points, you know, from you, from you too, as you're coming down this, you know. Asking John what his, you know, average team run is here, that's what I would go for. Go for my six four six yeah. five, and that's it. Practice run. You're used to doing it Let's here. Go. I'm just saying, take that little bit of extra care. Little, yeah, I, I got gotcha. you. Yeah, instead of running your one five stick, maybe you put maybe. Extra yeah. Make sure he's on. All right. I agree. I would say it's the not only your state tournament run. The only guy that should possibly think about changing his practice run on his practice track is the turn on man. I'll give you that. What? Make sure he's on. That's what I'm talking yeah. about. Well, there's ten other guys on the truck. Well, Westerners are off. We'll see. Oh, I think they'll be running their regular run. Here it comes. Make the approach. Looks meticulous to me. Off. He's out water. Here we go. Up. Oh, and there's a ball. This is what I'm talking about, folks. Man, that stick man did not hold, hold up at all. That's no. what I'm talking about. He if he does, if he does, he does. does. charges on. If yeah. he does, why not? How do you know? He probably banged How off. How do you know wouldn't? You think the stick time affected wow. the discharge guy putting it on? You really believe that? I mean, that just, North Lenny wins the tournament. Yeah. It's over. Over. North Lenny's But we still got some teams to run pump here. North Lenny's is going to join the group yeah. of winners this year. <laughs> No one wants to stay true. Don't go home yet to support our sponsors. We got more commercials coming. Don't go away. Three teams in a row missed the discharge and received overtimes. Next team on the line, the North Merrick Stump Jumpers. And each one of those teams has a shot at doing something here today. It's just not necessary. I mean, that's that's not the mistake you're going to make if it's on the line. So, John, how how consistent normally is that side of the truck? I mean... I mean, most teams, oh, no, that's, like that's normally, yeah, that's, that's normally money. I mean, I, yep. I don't think I've seen a miss since I've been on the team. Okay. Uh, so, I, and they didn't hold anything up at the hydrant no, there either, by the no. way. I mean, they, I didn't get a stick time on it, no. but I'm sure it was right in that 1-5, one, 1-6 one, one, range right there. There was no holding back. We spoke about it, but there was no holding I back think there's only I think there's only a couple of teams on the track that run better than a 1-5 five, the, the five stick, and it's, you know, they don't hold nothing back I either. I don't know that's if those teams they, are here today. No, they're not. But that was all of a 1-5, a 1-6 one, one, stick right there. And they were going for it. And Craig was set up on the floor. And Absolutely. Just, but, it's again, it's a race yeah. where all the guys have to do their job. Absolutely. And, again, that's why I love it so, in a short amount of time. Yep. In a span of six or seven seconds, everybody's got to do their job flawlessly. Thump choppers with a great opportunity to get on the scoreboard. Yeah. 7-7, seven, seven, currently second place. Comes North America. See if they can add some points to today here. On the approach, they're off the truck at the hydrant. He got it out front. Now he puts the water on. Let's see if he lays it in the street night. He does. Facing that target. Just low to the right oh. and low. Hold it up. In it. All the time. I had the opportunity. You see the flat moving just a little bit, guys, but not enough to trip them. We were on a string of overtimes here, Tripped ladies and gentlemen. Target. Yes, we are. Now, is that what the ball breakers were talking about Next last team night? On the line and new high on the target All right. correct, possibly. I think uh, I think it was grasping at uh, trying to get a rerun in efficiency because they knew going into there. I mean, they were they were pretty much toast after that. But I it's I think it was pretty much the only thing they possibly could protest at I'm, that time. I'm joking, John. <laughs> well, thanks for the explanation. <laughs> no problem, Lenny. <laughs> but yeah, the flap was moving just a little bit, folks. But. Not right. enough to trip it. Now, New Eyed Park, if they can beat a 7-7 and get four points out of this, they're going to put themselves in position to go down the track at the end of the day because they'll be tied for fifth overall. You've been saying that about just about every team. I'm this telling you, ball. nobody wants to get it done. Yep. 7-7. Seven, seven. Second place. 
So we are uh, two teams to go here at Motor Pump at the Hempstead Invite, and we're looking for some more updates from Spencer Port. Um, anybody up there kind enough to send it to us, we'll put it out there to our listening audience. Everything, uh, did you get any news from uh, Seabreeze? Everyone with the Seabreeze? Had the, uh, well, they're at Spencer Port today. Now, hold on for a second. I, I'm stay. Is, is, what's Port Washington's time? 764? Uh, we have Port at a 764. So that's actually second place right now, no? Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's what's showing on the screen. So all of a sudden, wait a second, we still have a game. We still have a game, yeah. And then a 72, a 72. Who would have thought? That just totally skipped my mind. Over, yeah. I overlooked Port's time there. So yeah. we have a game going to buckets. Yeah. Unless, you know, I mean, even if. Even if they do something in between right yeah, here. Exactly. The worst they'll finish is fourth. I didn't see their regular nozzle in for New High Park, but. Oh, if they're attacking it. They're attacking it. Hoses up, slides, he's lined up. He's going to the left. He got it. Not yeah, bad. I don't know if it's going to be good enough. He got I, further than anyone anybody. else today, folks. He's got to be 12, 15 feet out. Time for New High Park, 7.42. That's That's Yeah, that's what... Next uh, team on the line, Rosalind Highlanders. That's what North Lindy was looking for yep. to get that tweener. But uh, right there, termites, with a nice-looking run. I mean, uh, again, mechanically and stuff, everybody in the right spot. The slide looking real good right there. You don't see... That uh, performed very often anymore. With, and let's uh, not overlook Fred Pensabanga, huh? Yeah, Freddie. Oh, that's right. Throwing it in the pump. <laughs> Stuck up here keeping score for him right now. We haven't been on the radio for about 16 minutes, but. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. We're probably down. No video. Yeah, he came and set up the uh, the equipment yesterday, and then I guess he uh, his daughter's in town, so he left for a uh, little night out on the town, I guess. I was actually surprised to see him leave all his video equipment to somebody else, but he did it. He was dancing in the prince, and as he gets the escort to the bottom of the arch from the termites, he will be back up here to join us. I don't know. maybe. So that that's also going to put – that's a good – now, New York Park puts themselves in for top five for the day. If they can stick with that four points right there, that's going to be fifth points. overall. We'll have to hit Fred up for an interview, and he's going to have to take us through it. All right. I mean, but he was out there. He was 10, 15 feet over the line yeah. out there. And when he goes down hard. They attack the hydrant, too. Yeah. When executed correctly, that slide could be very effective. We've seen that over the years with, again, the Hornets and New High Park. Um, Dominic. Everything was was laid out just right there. All right, Rosalind waved it. I thought he waved the nozzle a little bit at it, Paul, but he found it. It took a while for that water uh, to come out. Last run of a motor vehicle here today. Rosalind making the approach. Let's have some big boys on that hydrant side. That truck's really tilted. Yeah, sure is. <laughs> They're at the hydrant. He's now got... Oh, Nozzleman's down. He, I look like don't he twisted pump, an ankle or something, right? Oh. That leg went right under, and you could yes, hear the nozzle hit the concrete. Hold it up. Oh, he's yeah. hurt. He's, yep. he's hurt. Yep. It looked like I thought it was an ankle. It could be a knee. But, oh boy. So they're calling EMS. You could hear the thing hit the concrete, that nozzle. Perhaps our announcer could call for rescue. Rescue to the track. Or maybe not. Oh, he's hurting. Yo, he's definitely hurting. Now, I give, I don't know if I give credit for bravery or trying to finish the run. One of the backup guys picked up the nozzle, which to me is a no-no in motor pump. That nozzle man goes down and loses the nozzle. You run the other way. I, give, I, give I don't know if his, I don't know if his foot was him. twisted in that, in that hose length, but um, he went down, he went down hard. I agree, Jack. Good job by the driver. Uh, pick, I mean, it was hard not to see or hear, <laughs> but the uh, driver, you know, 
in the past, and I, I'm not naming any names, I can't even think of one, but some drivers will just hammer it and, and get on it, not looking at everything they need to look at. Yep. And just it could get okay. worse. And it can make the situation worse. All right, we're waiting. I'm just going to give you a little rundown on points. So in that contest, <coughs> North Lenhurst by far and away wins at 627. Heavy at Hempstead. Five points. Four points is going to be the uh, New Eyed Park Termites. Three points, and they're going to have six on the day. Three points goes to Port Washington. They stick in there even though they didn't have the run they wanted. Two points to Manhasset Lakeville and one point to the Merrick Buckeyes. So let me give you the overall top five on the day or the points for the day. Going into buckets, 25 points for North Lindenhurst. Second place, 23 points for Port Washington. Third place, 18 points West Hempstead. And then we have a group. Seven points for Copeg is in fourth. We have two sixes. New Eyed Park has six, and North Belmore has six, both right now tied for fifth in the drill. Hicksville has five. Carl Place, three. Merrick Buckeyes, four. So we still have a, a little bit of a battle for top five overall, both for the number one spot and for the end of the pack coming yeah, down the track. So I'm sure when Port Washington ran their shot, or lack thereof, they said that's it, it's over. But the reality is they still have a shot. To win the drill, we'll see where it goes from there. Again, we're dealing with uh, hopefully not too serious of an injury. Move the equipment. All right, so still going to have a tight finish here. Did you? Were you able to see Jack exactly what happened there, or? Yes, it just looked like he. he twisted either either a knee or an ankle. Yeah, it looked I like you really rolled or something like that. So he didn't step on a hose or you really couldn't tell? Uh, I'm not 100% sure. Uh -huh. it, looked, it looked to me actually if I either either knee or ankle like rolled over and he kind of hopped almost and then then you heard the nozzle hit the yeah. ground. Yeah, it, it happened pretty quick, folks. Just past the front of the truck and then he tumbled to where he is now probably I don't know, 20 feet ahead of the truck or so, 25 feet. Um, but he went down pretty hard. I don't know if you could hear it in the background. The nozzle hit the ground and I mean, he's he's moving around and stuff and, and uh, coherent and whatnot, but it's it looked like a knee or an ankle. He's sitting up right now. They're gonna lift him onto the stretcher. Too bad. I mean, the day's almost over. You're gonna go to buckets. Last team to run, right? It's just it's almost unfair. The Lakeview Fire Rescue Ambulance backing its way up the track. If you can I mean, hear that beeping. How rare these days. You just don't ever see the ambulance be called out, right? I mean, that's just, it's going to be, a, it's going to be, I'm not going to say a serious injury, but it's a bad injury. Especially if you're him. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> yeah, if you're him, it might be a serious <laughs> yeah. injury. Yeah, but I mean, it's just like, Stating he's, the obvious. he's not seriously <laughs> health impaired. He's just going to be, it's going to be sucky. Yeah. I, and I'm going to guess with two weeks to the state drill, that's not going to be pissing uh, you off. That's what something. That's doing. Yeah, it's not going to be something he's going to be participating pissing in, you judging and, and by this. And I'm going to tell you, the guy's in every race. He's running each contest. Yeah. He's running an important spot just about. So doesn't doesn't not too helpful for the group. No, no, and it can shoot like down that. your uh, your morale. All right, little hand from the crowd as they move him over to the ambulance. And these guys are taking care of him. They had an <laughs> umbrella over him to keep him out of the sun. They had a cooling towel over his head. I mean, I could use you know, a cooling towel us, right now. That's what us firefighters and EMS people do. We look out for others. So. You included yourself in that group, did you? We, yeah. Some of us make a wow. call once in a while, Paul. All right.
big, big bucks here for the 50-50. Uh, they didn't sell up here. Is it too late? I guess so. They're picking. Into the Victoria's Secrets bag. What do you Four hours and ten minutes into this one, so not a bad drill in terms of getting it done. Flying. Talk about a record. But, 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 our nemesis, the bucket trough. Yeah. This year, anyway, yeah. Are we, uh, are we moving anything? Oh, sorry, get that. We got to make a move? I don't think we do, do we? Results of the mother pump contest. First place, five points, North Lindenhurst Piston Knockers. Second place, four points, New Hyde Park Termites. Third place, three points, the Port Washington Roadrunners. Fourth place, two points, Manhasset Lakeville. Minutemen and fifth place one point the combination team of Merrick and Freeport. We're getting ready to call off the 50-50, so get your tickets out. $525 going to the winner. The other half going to the Jonathan Parole Fund. Yeah, I'm juggling here. You know, North Lindy with the an opportunity here. trophies were donated by Victory Engine Company number four in memory of. Darrell Bronco Pearsall, Bronco. who died in the line of duty on September 11th, and Chief Brian Fahey, who died in the line of duty on June 17th, 2001. So, North Lindy with an opportunity to win their 12th Hempstead invite, 12 out of 68. So we're talking about what's that, a one, one-fifth, 20% of the time they've won, and they've only been racing, <laughs> and Lord knows, not the 68 years. All right, everybody years. got their 50-50 ticket out. It's a yellow ticket. Everybody's got another ticket there which is from last night. The ticket number is 9517336. The last three numbers are 736. Over $500 coming to you. All right, so a nice 50-50. Sending somebody home real happy. Hopefully the they'll... Can uh, come to the bottom of the arch do the right thing and uh, perhaps make a donation. Last three numbers are seven, three, and six. Buy a shirt from the Westerners for JP or something along those lines. Or maybe even get entered in the Survivor Racing Pool put on by the Wildcats. There you go. Again, for those listening, it's the uh, St. James Wildcat Association presenting the Survivor Racing Pool. It's our sixth year doing so. Um, last couple of years. The assistant for me, you have five minutes to claim your prize. Unfortunately, the Wildcats don't... pick another ticket, and after that, it's going to the, the whole fund. Wildcats really don't need any money these days, so we donate half the money to the winner and half this year to... You uh, don't have 736? 736, the last three numbers. Donating the money. Think we got a winner? Have a winner? Yeah, we do. Fred, we got to do a commercial? What do you want to do? I'm doing one. Oh, sorry. All right, we have a, a man waving. All right, let me think. We got a I little get, prep here for uh, buckets. Again, with the money this year is going to the Penny family. Um, come on out and play. If you've played it in the past, you know it's a lot of fun at the state drill. Uh, any Wildcat that you see, or ex-Wildcat, or uh, Bayshore Redskin next week, and at state drill, we'll have these sheets. Get them in before the tournament starts upstate, and um, we're raising money for a good cause. All right, Fred, all yours.
The Bill Fox Company has been in business over 60 years, specializing in custom championship rings, watches, badges, pins, and awards. The Bill Fox Company has crafted championship rings for the past state champions, including the Westerners, Flying Dutchmen, Hobos, Wolves, and the Yellow Hornets, as well as the Firefighter Combat Challenge Competition. Bill Fox Company is the recognized name in recognizing people. Check them out on Facebook, Twitter, and on the web at www.billfoxco.com. With over 25 years of service in the fire industry, High Tech Fire and Safety continues to be a proud sponsor of New York State Drill Teams. High Tech has been honored to serve as master distributor for Morning Pride products, including state-of-the-art bunker gear, USAR gear, EMS gear, helmets, gloves, hoods, and boots. In addition to Morning Pride gear by Honeywell, High Tech also provides quality products, including ISG thermal imaging cameras and CMC rescue products and Deuce rescue systems, providing your fire department with the highest level of support and service for all your personal protection equipment needs. For personalized demos, speak to a certified sales specialist. Call 631-777-5170 or visit hightechfirenewyork.com. Since 1973, Fire News has been a proud supporter of the time-honored tradition of New York State Drill Team Racing. As they celebrate their 43rd year of publishing, they are honored to be the official publication and online coverage of the New York State Drill Teams. Look for ongoing coverage in Fire News on firenews.com and on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. The 2017 Fire Rescue and EMS Mega Show takes place February 18th and 19th at the Brentwood Sports Fieldhouse at Suffolk Community College. The new venue was a huge hit in 2016. It's bigger and better, and 2017 will deliver many new vendors showing the latest, most up-to-date turnout gear and new products. Hundreds of vendors will be present to explain and demonstrate their product line and services, along with the extrication competition. See you next February in Brentwood at the Mega Show. Attention firefighters, are you still tracking your SCBA cylinders using paper and pencil? Stop the insanity and get the CAT cylinder accountability tag system from Coastal Fire Systems. The CAT makes refilling cylinders simple and easy, ensuring that your members never overfill a cylinder or fill one with an expired hydrostatic testing. Let the CAT system handle the wrecking keeping, inventory, alerts, and OSHA paperwork for you. There's only one place you can get the CAT system, and that's Coastal Fire Systems. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com for details and information. The groundbreaking FDNY electronic accountability system is now available to departments nationwide through Motorola, and SDI is the company behind this game-changing technology. Now, SDI has paired with New York State volunteer departments including Central Islip to solve the challenge of accounting for members who respond after the tones go off. Keep track of your members on your next big incident with a proven solution designed with the New York State volunteer department in mind. For more information, visit systemsdefinition.com and firegroundaccountability.com. The Titan Group is back, supporting drill team racing after a strong off-season of our own. Our new headquarters, now located in Bohemia, Long Island, is now fully equipped with an in-house screen printing operation, coupled with our embroidery setup that you've come to trust. Become a member of Team Titan to take advantage of our new custom team website ordering system. Follow us on Instagram at Titan Group Racing and search Titan Group DTR on Snapchat to keep your hand on the pulse of your favorite teams. With 20 years of experience in the apparel industry coupled with 20 years of racing experience, we know what you need. Pants, jerseys, jackets, helmets, we've got it all. Call us today at 631-859-0075 or see Artie Suskind on the arch or Devin Robinson on the track. Gear up, get on the Titan Group. 
Not every evolution and vehicle rescue technology costs tens of thousands of dollars. The Beluga Glass Cutter finally makes windshield removal quick and safe, and fire departments can add the Beluga Glass Cutting Kit to their rescue setup for only $5.95. Head to www.coastalfiresystems.com to check out the Beluga in action. Fatty McGee's in East Islip. Wednesday is ladies' night at the best FD racing bar in Long Island. Stop in anytime for a drink with good company, a great lunch and dinner menu, and of course, those famous Fatty's Wings. Integrated Wireless Technology is proud to be part of the 2016 season as the exclusive Motorola dealer for New York State drill teams. IWT is a Motorola manufacturer's representative and offers the full line of Motorola products to fire departments as well as David Clark headsets and sound-off signal emergency lights. IWT is your one-stop shop for custom-engineered radio solutions, licensing assistance, dispatch solutions, and top-notch reliable service with fully insured technicians. Start your next radio upgrade with IWT. Check out their website at www.goiwt.com. Coastal Fire Systems is the official SCBA dealer for New York State drill teams, Scott Air Packs, Cylinders, RAT Packs, Refill Compressor Systems, Gas Detectors, Hyatt's Boots, Protec, and Dragon Fire Gloves, as well as the future in thermal imaging technology. Coastal is also the one-stop dealer for Petzl, Scott, CMC, and Colorado Bailout Systems, along with professional training to keep your members sharp and meet New York State requirements. For more information, check them out at www.coastalfiresystems.com. Rosenbauer Fire Apparatus is proud to be named as the exclusive fire apparatus manufacturer of New York State drill teams. Rosenbauer is the number one manufacturer of fire trucks on the planet and the industry leader in the next generation of reliable safety evolutions like the Smart Aerial Control System. If your department is considering an apparatus purchase, start the conversation with the local team at Eagle Fire Equipment and ensure top-notch service with their partners at Nassau Fire Apparatus. Call area code 855-222-1075 or like them on Facebook. Held by Central Islip at this arch in 2014. The first team on the line will be North Linderhurst. <laughs> All right, right out of the box. Right out of the box. We're going to know what's going on. Your leader, North Lindy, 25 points on the day, is going to lead off the contest as well. You know, the beginning of the day, Paul, you mentioned they've got the most victories here on the Hempstead track as we enjoy the 68th version of the Hempstead Invite. This has a possibility at, what, number 12? They are in position to do it again. It's actually a tough... I don't want to take anything away from Paul Washington, but a little bit of a tough break for North Lindy. A 764 comes in second place behind him. You're figuring you could put a little distance there. exactly. uh, However... And deservedly so, based on their heavy run. Did they not get a rerun early today? Yeah, that that netted them and three points. And apparently those three points are pretty big, right? Yeah, they are. <laughs> you predicted it. You predicted it. Looming large. But you know what also? That's going to... All, all what you're saying is also going to carry through the buckets because North Lindy, even if they don't run the greatest time, could get a top five very easily. Very true. Very true. I mean, this is just complete the contest for yeah. like North Lindy. Yeah. There's so uh, two. What is that? One, one point difference? So it's 25-23, so it's, a, it's really just a complete right. contest shot here for them. I should be able to give you the first bucket, and we'll whisper a little bit, Paul, yes, right? so we don't uh, disturb. Or Joe Boy going to run on the ladder right now. They, what they don't want is a catastrophe. That's the only thing they don't yeah, want. You can't have a slip on the ladder, that's for sure. Climb is good. Climb is good. Climb is good. Ooh, Set is good. First bucket's making its way. It's here there it is. First bucket is down. 9.43. little hesitation on the third. Right now, this is going just the way North Lindy wants it to go. 
It's a nice pass. They're good. Hold it up. That's going to be what North Lindy wants. It was a clean shot. Well, we said no slip. I don't know if you noticed. Ducky slipped just before he got off on the arch, but he yeah, covered but that didn't well. Affect. Nope. Time for North Lindenhurst. 2-4.14. 24-14. Now that's going to be one of those Empty shots. Line, the combination team of Merrick Buckeyes. That should be enough. And the well, three-point Nighthawks. I don't, you just don't know because... I, don't know. I, there's a couple, I mean, you got a North Belmore who can run a, a number like that the, debatably. Well, there's it's not going to matter unless Port doesn't put up their shots. But you got West Hempstead. And then, obviously, Port would have to beat all of them. Copig. Right. Right. Yeah, I mean, it's... But it barring a catastrophe, it was probably going to be okay for North Lindy should be okay, but, but that's why we run the race. Every, every time we say that, <laughs> something turns up. Just when we think okay. we know what we're talking about. Did you get a, you get a dump on that line? Yeah, I announced it uh, 9.43. Again, a slight slip, and a, a, at the end, I saw Joe Boy, who was running top man on the ladder, as the dumper, or the dumper said, uh, Ducky said, gee, did I mess you up? He said, no, you got out of the way in time. So, a nice recovery by Ducky to... Alright, Merrick. Now, Merrick has an op outside chance at top five. Four points, two points out of fifth place overall in the drill. Making their approach. Dumpers on. Dumpers first off man. And gone. Oh, man, top man on the ladder, then slips, so now we got a backup. First bucket is now making its way to the top, and it's in. 12-24. Little sloppy in the middle of the ladder right here. They're spilling a little water. This top guy on the ladder looking up on every bucket. Floor. Yeah, I, I don't. And he's got a sweatpants on with a pocket full of water. Yeah. Carried that with them in case they needed it. Hold it up! Alright, so Merrick. Time for Merrick in Freeport, 29.64. Next team on the line is the Levittown Rebels. You know, I, I mentioned that, that guy looking up on every bucket, and um, it took us in St. James a long time to become a decent bucket team, and at some point, you just have to just do your job and release it, and the, it's the next guy's responsibility to be there. You can't look there to visually hand it to him every time. You should be looking for your next handle, which is obviously down, not up. Those things take such a long time oh. and to develop that trust and just to know where everybody is. I mean, you think about the, the great bucket teams, and you guys have been running together as a group for a long time. And yes. Think of the New Hyde Parks, how long they were together. And yep. The confidence and the fact that they just knew they'd be there. You know, it doesn't happen overnight. And but you can't, it's not like if he's not there, you can sit there and hold no, it for no, him. That's right. screwing the whole, you're better off dropping yeah. one right. and staying back on pace. But yep. um, just one of the little things. Hey, to keeping guys together for five years is more than half the battle these days. Especially in this race. Levittown Rebels. First man's up. Top of the ladder, middle. Bottom man now getting on. About to pick the bucket. It's picked. It's pretty empty. Making its way to the top, and it's in. Fourteen fifty. They are being, I mean, when I say methodical, every step of the way, every bucket that is passed. Now we got a little spillage on that one. I don't, I don't, I don't know what he's doing with throwing the buckets there, Jack. Do you? No. He's like just leaning them over the top rail of the ladder, wasn't he? Onto the top, onto his top man. Called throwing, really. No. Hold it. Usually you see a stack of buckets behind the barrel. He's got a stack between the ladder and the bucket and the barrel. It's a weird way to do it. All right, that's Levittown Ports next. Time for Levittown, 39.82. All right, guys. 39.82. This is going to determine the winner of the drill. Well, not yet, because... It's on the line of Port Washington Roadrunners. Port could run a great run, and they would still need a tweener. 
to at least get a tie for first. So Port's got an opportunity here. You know what? Before the state tournament, it's a great chance to have a little pressure on you, see what you can do. Couldn't ask for more. Wow. But, again, Port is the only team that can catch the leaders, North Lindenhurst. So we see a bunch of guys from North Lindy behind the arch. Watch it. Perched anxiously to see what their fate will be. This Get a number on this run. bucket there, Len? Sure. It's all the, uh, a decent chance of, of a uh, co-winner here today, to tell you the truth. Yeah. If Paul Washington is able to run a good shot here. And then the Westerners sneak some, in there. Someone comes yep. in between. I mean, it's not a crazy good time. 24-0 is 24-0, 24-1. Yeah, 14, I believe. Nice run, but... Buckets has been crazy this year. Oof. Close to not having the dumper break the light right there, but he does. Climb's going on. Climb's up. Bucket is picked. First one's coming up. And it's down. A little bit out the back. 9.31. Nice pace. I know, but he's throwing him out yeah, the back a little bit. They st they're still going to be all right. A little delay on 12. Hold it up. Looked yeah. like it might have taken 13 to yeah. fill it. Well, it was a spillage out the back, and then there was a little delay. I think it beats the 24, no? No. Time for Paul Washington, 2, 4.56. There it is. Next team on the line, Manhasset Lakeville, Minutemen. Yeah, I'd say the majority of the buckets he was dumping, there was a coffee cup full going at out least. the back, which catches up to you on at 10 least. or 11 buckets, and then, and then the delay yeah. at 12. So Port giving it a real effort there, but and um, North Lindy's going to be your winner here at the 68th annual Hempstead Invite. Now we just looked over time. We just looked over the back of the arch, and there had to be eight or ten of them sitting there. They're all gone now. They just <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that's not squishy shoes uh, no, Paul's not. describing there. <laughs> the cooler is open. I don't think it's open yet because you never know. Well, we they told him it would we be have open. A protest. Yeah. yeah. Ice slip. <laughs> The gate. The gate. <laughs> I mean, has it. You know, you could. <laughs> this is going to sound silly. Did they say the handle went toward the no, tub? Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> right, here comes the Minuteman. Danny's looking in the book. Right out the checkbook. <laughs> uh, we didn't know which way the handle went. Mike Ward going to run the middle of the ladder right here. Haven't seen him in a while. Where's Wardo? I saw him in street clothes about 20 minutes ago. Somebody convinced him to get out well, here. You know he's still packing his bag. Wow, this dumper's consistent where he's dropping, throwing these buckets to these guys. I'm not saying I like the spot, no. but he's consistent. Just should drop be more one. in front of the ladder. He's throwing it off to the side. I'm telling you, there's a lot of buckets that have been put in that barrel already. There are either some light buckets Hold or something going on. Mike Ward working overtime. And coaching. All time over. for the Minutemen. 3-8.28. Mike telling the guy Next above Next team on the line, Oyster Bay, Teddy's Boys. Oyster Bay going to finish out their day running all eight contests. You talk about Mike Ward being in the middle of the ladder at the end, Paul. He was telling the guy above him you were too low. Now, a lot of old-timers wouldn't say nothing, right? Makes <laughs> his job easy. <laughs> breathing heavy. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Minnie going to give a little call off right here. Ronaldo's going to carry the first bucket, it looks like. Took off the red shoes. Maybe that was the problem. <laughs> I wonder if those are the same glasses or if they're scratched. 
Oh, they got to be scratched after that uh, efficiency shot. He's got the tape on the shoes, though, so he doesn't slip. You see Is that? Is this dump of the climber? He's tall, man. I would hope so. Yeah. Yeah, it oh, looks like it. He's got oh, a little stutter in the middle. It might have been when somebody else mounted. It might have shaken. Now that first one's coming up. No, no tape on the handles. I was no. just going to say it, Jack. Crazy. I was saving it for the end. No tape on the handles. They have the one little, center stripe. Right. But, boy, that's got to be tough. Wet metal. Hmm. And those are, I think, aluminum handles, Hold right? it up. Yeah. Aluminum handles on all these buckets. Oh, wet aluminum. Bucks. And, boy, somebody's got to give them a roll of tape. They can't get any smoother. Uh, Time for Oyster to Bay. 3-1.16. 3116. Plus being wet. I see him on the line. We'll a call plays frog. I think I got a thing of grip tape in my car. It doesn't even have to be grip tape. Any I'm kind of donate tape. it to the Teddy's yeah. boys. <laughs> It'll be enough to get like 12 buckets though. Now we got a real reason to pick on Daryl. Say, Daryl, what are you doing to these guys? Alright, here's another team with an outside opportunity. Call plays frogs. 224s lead the pack here. They have three points on the day. Six points. Is your top five currently? In defense of the Teddy's boys, I guess we have to say they didn't drop any. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think I've ever seen a team go without tape. That's crazy. Maybe they know something we don't know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe not. <laughs> Here come the frogs. So a new trend with these bottom guys with the uh, swimming goggles lately. Yeah. seen a couple guys with them. All right, first one's up and down. Yeah, I don't think they're swimming goggles. They look like goggles you got in biology. Call place has to just keep doing what they're doing right here. It's a nice little pass. Just concentrate on the next bucket. Oh, the bottom man misses the bucket out of the pusher. It's going to cost a little bit of time, but not too much spillage on Hold the ladder. Up. I don't know how filled the buckets are, but that little hesitation is going to hurt. Time for call place 26.79, 2679. Next team on the line, the Westbury Turtles. Westbury two points today, though they also have they can win this contest, which is not far fetched with a 24 being the leader right now, has an opportunity to be top five. It's like next, next, <laughs> you next. Play, you keep throwing it out there. Uh, somebody's gonna, <laughs> somebody's gonna take it. Take buddy. the base, somebody. Look, it's like you're dangling over the arch. Yeah. Here's the fifth place overall Whee! trophy. Who wants it? Chappie setting that barrel, huh? Does anybody set a barrel better than Chappie? Uh, I hear he's quite the radio announcer as well. Ah, right, turtles. Getting all the use out of Danny Cornell today. He's yeah. having on a bucket line. Right in the middle of the line there. There's the climb. Oh, Kenny Gass about halfway up. Top man slips. Now I don't. I do not believe he's in the right spot. No, he's low. No, but he's boy. He's that's where he's going to stay. Oh, he's he him. just can't get to the dumper. I he's think he's in the wrong spot. Up. Am yeah. I wrong about this? One wrong. He's got to step he's up. He's definitely not. The poor dumper is like really reaching over this arch. Yeah. Like, hopefully nobody's here from OSHA. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Should be belted in. Hold up. How about how about time for the turtles? Three two point six four. Thirty two sixty four. What do you got, Jack? Poor Kenny having to lift them over his head to get <laughs> 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 
He did it to a lot, a lot tougher bucket run. He yeah. did it to himself. Yeah, you're right. He looks like he look at him. He's hurting. <laughs> just, just walk off. He's uh, trying uh, to explain it, but it's no use right now. Go see your chiropractor. They see him on the line. The Copake Yellowbirds. All right, so the Yellowbirds currently in fourth in the drill, seven points. They've been sitting on those seven since Seelada. They need a shot. It's not guaranteed. It's not guaranteed, <laughs> but they are actually in the top five right now. They would need a couple people to, to jump them. I think a 24 is within their reach. Right? We'll see. you got to believe after last year's state, this is a race they've really been working on. You know, I mean, we all know you got to finish. I just uh, think they're missing guys. They're off. Tacking it. Tacking it. First bucket's making its way. They're going to have to pick it up here if they're going to beat that 24. Yeah. 10.43 first. They're going to need a wicked pace. Little little double clutch on one of the buckets here at the top. It looks like he's draining them quite perfect either. A little quick to get them out. Now they drop one. Now they've run out of buckets. He has a vast collection of them here on the arch. Just waiting Hold to hear up. that announcer. <laughs> Save me. Time for Copac 28.14. 28-14. Next team uh, on the line, the Hicksville Hicks. 24-14 North Lindy, 24-56 Port Washington. Then we're going to jump down to a 26 by Carl Place is third. That 28 by Kopeg is fourth, and 29 by Merrick is fifth. All right, quick update from upstate in Spencerport. Sea Hose, main transit first with a 14-38. Next was Spencerport in second. North Greece in third. Henrietta in second. Point Pleasant what? in what? Excuse me, in fourth, Point Pleasant in fifth, making that? total points. Main Transit and Henrietta tied at 15, Point Pleasant 11, North Greece 9, Spencerport 6. It's a tight race in Western this year. I'll give you B-Hoes after Speaking this Speaking of Main Transit, this looks like Main Transit, Hicksville's colors. Yeah. Black, orange, and white. Here we go. Hicksville has a chance at top five, if I haven't said that before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dropped the yeah, first one, Paul. That's not a good start. Look inside this. Look inside the buckets. What's got in there? What's inside those buckets? That's the clear white. Yeah, they got them sealed with something. Something. They don't man. seem to be leaking. No. And they tape the handles with. Hold it up. With the knobby grip yeah, on there, like Paul. You see that? They get like a shoelace or something. I used to do it on my hockey stick. Do it on my beach truck handle. Yeah. Time for Hicksville 2-6.27. 26-27. That's actually so going to come next in. on the line. And third right now. Rinky -dinks. So that's interesting. Again, we talked before about Oyster Bay not having any tape on slippery aluminum handles. These guys went aggressive. All right, so with that Hicksville shot, it puts them in third in the contest. That could leapfrog over Kopeg even to get into the top four. But right now, North Belmore, who's currently fifth, is coming to the line. So you're saying they got a shot. So you're saying I have a chance. This is a great opportunity for North Belmore to win this contest. Right? You think they can go with 23? Yeah, why not? I thought they looked pretty good yeah, recently in buckets. They can run a 23, Me yeah. too. Me too. I mean, it's got to be clean, but I think they can do it. Time to show up. First bucket's picked. Nice Here it comes. Pick. Bottom man. What's Real that, quick hands. What's that okay, so if they just keep this pace, I think they win the contest. doing a nice job putting them in the barrel. I will say that. 
Everything's coming. It's the Ooh, bottom hoist. Oh, oh, that oh, oh he, he didn't, didn't need it. it. He didn't need the bottom, drop bucket. Bottom man on the ladder. He didn't drop it. That's going to be close to first place in this contest. Bottom man double clutched the bucket. but it Nine for North Belmont. Two, three, point four, one. Wow. 23, 41. You guys That's first that. place. Yep, you guys both called that. Next team on the line, the West Hempstead Westerners. I, I'm thinking they needed 12. I think the bottom man double clutched number 13, so... Um, I mean that that's gonna that that's gonna solidify them for fourth place in the drill. Yep. That's what you want to do though. You gotta finish, and and it gives you even though you're only fourth, it's still it's you finished well. Gives you a good feeling going Absolutely. into next week where you're hosting. Their bucket runs have gotten better every week. Yeah. And would you say nine five they threw that first one down in? Fifty seven. So. All right, West Hempstead now. That's gonna be something interesting to watch upstate. Um, whether North Belmore's in the thick of things. Mm -hmm. Or they want to come in in a spoiler roll in buckets, yeah. knowing that they can run it. The way buckets has been going, I think a 23 could score at the state drill. <laughs> All right, here comes West Hempstead. I don't know if the first bucket guy broke the light. Boy, it was close. close. I saw it too. Real too go. close. Good pull on the first bucket. First one's going to be up and down. Nine one seven. Yep. Oh, looks like they had a leg. It might not matter. No, nope, I don't think it will either if they keep this going. Some pace. That's yeah, going to be a winning shot right here. Hold it up. Woo! Like a 1-1, one, 1-2 one, one, pace. I think that's going to be first, guys. Time for West Hempstead. Excitement. 2-2.40. 22-40. Next team on the line, the North Merrick Stump Jumpers. That's going to be your first place shot. 22-40 with that hiccup, so that's somewhere probably like a mid-21, I'm guessing, Paul. Maybe a low yeah. 21. Uh, mid, maybe. What is the uh, the best bucket shot of the year? Anybody? Know? I think well, Bayshore had a 21-1 the other I was day. Ask, has anyone run a 20 yet I this year? I don't think so, especially with these new barrels. I don't know if it's going to happen. Yeah. Almost like it's time to reset that state record. I think record. it's coming. I think it's coming. All right, we're going to have North Merrick stump jumpers. Two teams to go here. The Hempstead invite. Three teams are going to be in the 20s in this drill. I mean, that's something. Talk about taking all the points. Come the North stump Merrick. jumpers. Decent climb. First bucket's picked on its way. 11-1. Oh, he's putting a lot out the front. Now he's got it. You know, a lot of spillage on his shoes. Now he gets a little bit better. He's got a good pace, a good rhythm now. Yeah. Oh. Oh. Hold it up. Yeah. <laughs> Looks like it took maybe 14. If 12 would have done it, they would have been a Time for North Merrick. 3-1.39. 31-39. There was a lag between the dump in 12 and 13 and 13 and 14. I knew our park's going to be our last team of the day. They still have an outside chance. Next team on the line, the new Hyde Park Termites. Fifth place right now is 26-27 by Hicksville.
couple of uh, silver-haired termites down there, too. Yeah. Dumper got in a little tight to the ladder, but saved it. Fortunately, a little slip behind him in the middle. Yeah. Now it's making its way up. 13.64, first bucket. Top man on the ladder grabbing two-handed. Hold it up! All right. It's going to put a cap on the day. Time for New White Park. 29.29. 29.29. See Scott Rice already down there in his shorts and his muscle shirt. He's in uh, celebration <laughs> mode, I think. Yeah, well, he should be. First place overall. We'll get to that in a second. Move in, the equipment. In this contest, the winner is going to be West Hempstead at a 22.4. Second place, North Belmore. Third place, North Lindy. Fourth place, Port Washington. And in fifth place, it's going to be Hicksville. Overall for the day, North Lindy's going to win this drill for the 12th time in its history. 68 years worth. 28 points. They score in each contest except for C ladder. Good slash line. 3 5 3 5 4 5 3. So, hell of a day. Port Washington's going to score in each contest except for B ladder. They're going to come in second with 25 points. The Westerners end their day with a 5, but a little hiccup in the middle cost them a higher spot down the track. 23 points. Third place for the West Hempstead Westerners. Fourth place in the drill is going to be the North Belmore Rinky Dinks with the four points here in buckets. And fifth place, hanging on all the way back from Sea Ladder, is going to be the Copeg Yellowbirds. So what do you think, fellas? It's one more week before the big one. I, I think all, all three of these teams actually should be happy having some momentum. West Hampson with the injury, putting on a good show, uh, and then uh, North, North Lindy winning and Paul Washington rebounding. Yeah. I mean, they all, they all ran well. Yeah, Port Washington uh, definitely pushed them all the way to the end. And, um, again, a good drill overall for anybody that was here watching or at home watching on the uh, computer. We hope you enjoyed it. But uh, North Lindenhurst Piston Knockers getting it done again for a record. How many times did you that say, That is Paul? the 12th time in their history and wow. the first time since 2000. Wow. First time I, well, I never would have guessed that. 2000 that they've won the Hempstead Invite. So a 16-year drought, and they're still... The biggest winners that here. That is correct. That is time. correct. So I want to say thank you to the uh, Hempstead Fire Department and all our track officials for putting on a great show. We were a little worried about the weather early. They kept it moving. Unfortunately, uh, that didn't come into play. But uh, a great show is always here in Hempstead. Absolutely. I want to thank Fred Bensabanga, our engineer back here, working the TV monitors and the radio equipment. Tuan Simone is always helping us out. Jack Cloudman up here all day long. You, Lenny Gombert, Paul Suskind. Everybody out there listening, Don't thanks. Doherty or Doherty John Doherty. Oh, geez, how can we forget? He won't let us forget it. But John Doherty as well. So we will uh, see you next week, right? North Belmore invite. One more to go before the big one. Who else can grab some momentum next week? Come out there. If you're not going to be there, listen and watch us. All right? I think we're good. Give us the music, Fred. All right. Good night, everybody. Safe ride home. <laughs>